Welcome to Overload's 2021 Game of the Year Deliberation Podcast. I'm your host for these proceedings, Jordan Midler, joined as always by Harry Mitchell. Hello. And Danielle Partis. Hello. It's been an incredible year for games, so we're going to mark that by talking over the best games of the year, what we liked, what we didn't, what surprised us, and what disappointed us. The way this is going to work is we have a list of about 34-ish games that we've submitted to the group so that we can all play them and get a feel for them before the debate. We're going to go around the table taking games off that list until we're left with 10 games. Then we'll take a break, which for us will be an hour or so, but for you will only be a second or two. And then we'll number that list from 10 to 1, crowning our game of the year. It's worth mentioning that while this might get heated, uh, we're going to be taking it seriously, not personally, so understand that any raising of voices towards opinions and not people. Uh, shake hands before, shake hands after, and without further ado, let's begin Overload's inaugural Game of the Year podcast for 2021. I'll begin by reading our list of contenders. If there's something you think is missing, it's because there are only three of us. No remasters, no ports of new games that are allowed, because then it would be a five-minute podcast where Hades on PS5 would win. The list is Hitman 3, Mario's 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Persona 5 Strikers, Loop Hero, Mundon, It Takes Two, New Pokemon Snap, Returnal, Resident Evil Village, Chivalry 2, Chicory A Colourful Tale, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Boomerang X, Death's Store, Pokemon Unite, Psychonauts 2, Lake, The Artful Escape, Tales of Arise, Deathloop, Sable, New World, Far Cry 6, Metroid Dread, Guardians of the Galaxy, Raiders Republic, Forza Horizon 5, Battlefield 2042, Halo Infinite, Inscription, Overboard, Button City, The Forgotten City, and Art of Rally. So folks, where, where are we starting here? Let, let's let's go around the room. How are we feeling about this this first game of the year? Excited? You've got your homework done, I'm proud of both of you. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of games, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of crunching, getting it in there. Remember um, when we used to enjoy games? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Well, I ab- absolutely, I, I love, I like being forced to play stuff that I missed because uh, mm. I have already had a wee surprise and been like, oh, I, I wish I'd got that when like the, the chat was hot on it. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's the kind of thing that learns you to spread out throughout the year. <laughs> instead of waiting until there like is, five there minutes is before zero chance i would have played guardians of the galaxy but it turns out i played the full thing really loved it so there's yeah. stuff like that that just happens that you know wouldn't have happened if some if you weren't kind of yeah usually into it. usually i wouldn't be getting around to Deathloop until like 2025 so it's been a real <laughs> surprising year for me to actually play games that came out this year yeah definitely so uh let's begin let's go um age before beauty harry would you like to take a shot at the first game to take off of our list for this year. Oh, I mean, I'd like to talk about it, but Battlefield 2042. I knew it. I has knew to it. go. <laughs> yes. It just had. It, it was on the list because we we know we it was we actually put this on the list before because we just knew it was going to be you mm-hmm. know game of the year material. It's like it was no question. It couldn't and fail. It was too big to fail. How could? But you know, bigger they are, the larger they fuck up. So it it was just I don't know what it is about it. I think there's a few things that I just about the the gunplay and the, and that I can't put a thing wrong. But a lot of it I can, which is too fucking big. Yeah. Um, doesn't work very well, and I think it's just it's balls to the wall difficult to actually get a shot on somebody in that game. And mm-hmm. I think well, well, they pitched the tornado and stuff, and that stuff is really cool. I think um, it kind of just 
became a little bit too much. I don't really, I don't really know. It's like it, Battlefield has its moments, and I definitely enjoy the kind of incredible mishmash of things that can happen in it that no other game can really do. Like you can't have a jet that that, that flies down and, and and whips people off the ground, and they somehow manage to grapple hook and move into a, a moving tornado. Only Battlefield Twenty Forty Two can do that right now. But as a player, it's a lot of walk, a lot of walking for a long time. And then getting domed, which was a problem with previous battlefields, but I think it's even worse for this. But it's, I, it's kind of it's kind of indicative of the problems with Battlefield that they've already introduced a sixty-four player mode, and um, which is half the player count because you spent so long. Basically, this mode is like on sh- smaller maps and things like this because so much of it is just walking, 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 waiting to find someone, and then when you do find them, all one hundred and twenty-eight players are like in a football stadium fighting each other and you can't Uh spawn in there because you'll be instantly spawn killed like it seems really it's really disappointing like that watching that initial reveal trailer again when they're in that kind of big city and people are grappling up to the top of buildings and having a wee fight there and then jumping off and there's a fight down at the bottom there's Mm -hmm. never that like there's never that level of like action in two areas that are close to each other but not all clustered together and i think the the gunplay is just even because the bloom was so bad to start with even if Uh someone was standing right in front of you and you had like a shot on them you were just like praying that it actually registered those Mm -hmm. bullets it was really when compared to something like um like the other military shooters that have come out this year like it's it's so far behind them and the only reason that it even so in my i'm in in my review for vgc i gave it three stars and that was almost entirely because portal is so good and so well implemented and it's such a good sign for what battlefield could be as a platform but the 2042 portion of battlefield is not good at all well like we we say and, we, and we, we've mentioned before and we're like ah oh, well like is it really a good sign that the best part of your game is just doing things in previous games which is a, a, a fair dig i think as well that we make but also i do think it is indicative of people who kind of understand their community they understand what people like and like i think it is so impressive that they made portal and like not a lot of games would do that i think it's a very interesting thing to add in yeah and i think that that is probably what they're going to double down on because that is a thing that you could see them launching as like a free platform and then you you either pay for instances of the the games or they just go like a pure warzone model of skins and things like that like that the idea of paying like for a 70 quid battlefield in the future just seems like incomprehensible and the way that like that team has kind of exodus from ea following the uh, following the launch and how I mean, they put out patch notes that fix three hundred things. You never, you never want to do that. That is just not a look uh-huh. that um, that works. Um, so I think, I think that it's really kind of it's super disappointing. As if if we had a most disappointing category, I couldn't imagine anything. I, I have a few. <laughs> I have a few. Well, I'm suppose, not gonna yeah. lie. for indies, I have a few. But yeah, um, like I think it def portal and that will capture the, the the core fans that have been waiting for this kind of game, but. It was meant to be the kind of chosen one that people that everyone would love that would be yeah. the, the the you know the, the so-called cod killer that would everyone could get involved in and have a blast but it's kind of it's it really seems to be only left for the hardcore fans now yeah um, and it turns out cod's better than it like the last <laughs> thing it could possibly need i is know that cod was better than it this year um uh-huh. so yeah battlefield 2042 i think is is not one that you'll have any objection um Danny, do you want to fight for it? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, it was a real shame. We all had high hopes for it. And 
uh, out of the three shooters that dropped this quarter, it's it's the weakest by a big margin, which is saying something. So I guess in the bin it goes. Our first dunk. That that weekend, wild. I played Battlefield twenty forty two in the GTA Definitive Edition collection. That was a, <laughs> that, was that, was a that was a that was a real one for for the reviews. But yes, Battlefield twenty forty two leaves our shores. I can't believe that was first, but it, I, I like just, it. I can't. Big fucking head on the spike outside the Overlord Castle. <laughs> but if you, if you told us earlier this year after that trailer dropped that it was the first thing we're binning from the list, right? Ooh. I, I I think it's me next because I'm 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 the next youngest, um, famously. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. I will go for Resident Evil Village. Oh! <laughs> oh! No, Kicking no. off. We're right in. Oh, we're gonna make people angry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Talk us through this critically acclaimed, award-winning title, Jordan. The problem with Resident Evil Village is that the first kind of two sections of the game are fantastic and then it absolutely fucking shits itself. So essentially Resident Evil Village, for people that aren't aware, um, you, you go into this village, as it were, and you're you're tasked with collecting these, these various things and you have to go into this old European castle and then you're in this kind of creepy house and then you're in this mine. The Lady Dimitrescu stuff that people assumed was all of Resident Evil Village is the first quarter of it in that castle. So that stuff is really interesting because it kind of evokes Resident Evil 2's and Mr. X with like stalking you around and things like that. And it's all that puzzly stuff. It's like, oh, you found a blue gem that goes into this ring. The ring's open. There's a key in there. All that stuff's fantastic. And that, that castle looks really good. All that stuff's brilliant. And then you go into like the village proper and it becomes kind of that on like a on a smaller kind of scale and you're you're essentially told that in order to do this thing in order to do this um like the objective essentially you have to go and collect these different pieces of this item from these four lords of of the village the second one is this kind of doll's house you're in like this doll's house mansion kind of thing and when you go into the bills of the mansion it's fucking terrifying like it's genuinely scary like it was really really good i was fucking i was absolutely hooked it was scary in the way that resident evil 7 was scary mm-hmm. culminating and like cut, yeah go ahead cut in there for something uh, we forgot to mention but this will be a spoiler full podcast oh yeah oh yeah Glo- gloves are off F- full spoilers but um, I, I, if i can come to it, i might put timestamps for what games we're talking about so if you want to uh-huh. skip to maybe one that you want to skip past um then we will but yeah just a, a, a yeah a fair warning also for me as well please don't spoil guardians <laughs> <laughs> just get that in there early oh that oh, might no. be a, that's probably going to be an issue danny because the the pro we'll, we'll get there when we get there um the the so in resident evil village in the second lord's manor there's a part down the bottom of the manor where you're chased down a hall by what is i mean there's no nice way to say it it's pretty much an aborted fetus that's like mm-hmm. 15 foot tall mm-hmm. and it like screams and wails at you down the hall and you don't stick, you, you stick don't, of you truth don't at, it first. at first uh uh-huh, you don't you don't you don't fucking see it first you just hear this this thing coming and i was like fuck me i'm gonna this is gonna kill me in real life and <laughs> i was so scared of that and once that that was done i was like if this is the second lord man by the by the end of this i'm just gonna be fucking shaking in the corner and then it completely shits itself so because the next two lords are very action focused and it's a bad action game like the shooting isn't very mm. good and 
incomprehensibly, the game ends with fucking big Chris Redfield, big fucking meathead coming down, and it becomes a third-person shooter. Like, it's like Gears of War at the end. Like, it's literally <laughs> like Gears of War. I couldn't, I could not believe what I was playing. And then when the fucking reviews came out, and everyone was like, it's a nine, it's a nine. The first two... Uh, sections absolutely if the other two sections were like that it would it would be on the top 10 because that that stuff is brilliant and it's all so well realized but the two kind of action sections at the end it completely falls apart and it feels like the game as a whole feels like bits from every resident evil game but the problem is every resident evil game isn't good it takes <laughs> let me, uh, lady Dimitrescu castle is essentially the the mansion from resident evil one and two and um, the and then the the kind of haunted house bit is a bit like resident evil 7 then they start to evoke some resident evil 4 stuff which has never been my fe- favorite resident evil which is fucking sacrilegious because people love that game but then towards the end it evokes resident evil 5 and 6 which are like c- comically bad games mm. so I, I i i just don't get it it feels like they're bottle crashed and they're like oh we need a bit where you fucking go bruh, 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 to some zombies like it's a it's a real stumble and it feels like two separate games made by two completely different teams of people which it wasn't so it's uh it's a real real shiter for me and um, because it had so much potential have either of you touched it or seen any of it i've seen it played it with you a bit um but beyond that uh no i've not but i've never played any resident evil games so that might be also the reason why a lot of these games this year are from franchises such as metroid dread Mm. and uh, there's another one I'm forgetting Look, I'm just, I've just not actually touched the franchise as a whole yeah. like Forza was the other one um, but I was tempted this is the only one I was tempted to get into because it, I mean, it looks fucking incredible like I'll point yeah. that out like it looks phenomenal um, and I think it has a, a, a great vibe to it um, and a lot of things are just very clean and well designed about it so but um, I, do, I, I do I do believe you in your, in your complaints about it I'm not going to you know battle for it yeah, I doesn't think I don't think it holds much water on this list. Um, but yeah, I wanted to get that out of there because that was one that was when that when that review code came in, I was really excited because Resident Evil Seven was so fucking cool and so fucking scary, and I thought like that's that kind of idea brought onto the next generation for the first time had a lot of potential, but mm-hmm. not for me. Danny, you're gonna try and you're gonna try and save it. This is an interesting one because I I dipped into it a little bit because I was curious, but I'm not a horror fan. And I'm certainly not a Resident Evil fan, so this was going to be rough if I was going to come in and and save it. But it didn't do anything for me, so I I can't fight for it. And it's a sh- yeah. it, it feels really spicy because of how acclaimed this game has been and how much people liked it. But I, I can't so, do it. I can't do it, I, John. I, I would I would point out that this is Overload.co.uk's list, and on Overload.co.uk, we gave this game a seven. <laughs> We fucking know what we're talking about. Um, so I, th- I think Resident Evil Village is an easy one for me to highlight and delete. Danny. Right. What have we got here then? Oh, I-, I hate to do it, but let's talk about Lake. Oh. <laughs> She's fucking taking the child out back and doing it with her head. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Lake. Uh-huh. It was it was lovely, right? It was everything that I wanted it to be when it came out, but it was just maybe what I wanted it to be also wasn't enough. Yeah. And the more indies I played this year, the more Lake fell down the list, giving way to games that we will talk about later on. And it came out 
as a as a seven for me. I, I reviewed it for the site and it came out as a seven. And that's not a bad score. It's not a bad game, but it just it did what it came out to do. It, it was very very lovely to look at. It played very well, but it was just it was just a seven. And that's okay. It's okay to be a seven, but it was just a seven. Did you guys play it? Uh, I did the next best best thing, which was watch Lemmy play it. <laughs> and... Friend of the show. <laughs> and yeah, I, I can kind of I can understand where you're coming from. It did. What well, when the first trailers came out for that, I thought it would be like a hyper relaxing game, and yeah. I didn't get that from like anything that <laughs> I saw. Like, um, how how what is that element of it like? And also, how does the dialogue? work in practice because um obviously when i'm watching fucking let me play it's taking the piss out of it but Mm -hmm. does it work like earnestly is that is that a good element of it like where does that kind of fall down it's it's all right it's it's not its strongest element but the it the element that got me um during the pitch and during the demo was the kind of chill driving around delivering stuff at your own pace exploring areas and and learning about this place that you grew up in and the place that you were returning to and then it's you're leading up over the course of like two in-game weeks to make the decision to go back to the city to your big boy job or stay in this like small town that you left and continue your life there and the narrative uh, choices that you and the dialogue choices that you have with characters kind of start to shape that but at the end, it doesn't seem to matter what you picked. You can still pick either option. So it doesn't really mm. feel like any of it matters by the end. That happens in a lot of these games. Like, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll come back rare, to that, that idea. It's rare that games of choices actually do anything. Yeah. I'm kind of curious if that's like a mechanical thing that's very hard to do or expensive to do. I think it is. I think but, it, um... it just fell short with me because of, of I, I was excited to kind of explore this world, but it was very kind of... It was it was very well designed, but it just sort of like fell short on things to explore. Like when you're driving around, all you can do is deliver the mail. There was nothing to, or at least I didn't find anything that you could like discover. Like when you're, I'm gonna use Spider Man as an example because it's the thing that pops into my head. But you you find like little collectibles, and it kind of tells a story about something mm-hmm. that's happened. Yeah. I, I was kind of expecting that. I was expecting like stuff to be placed in this world that you could find while you're out delivering because it prompts you to explore. But kind then there's nothing of to your find. Past and memories and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice if you could have found things pertaining to like the story, just dotted around instead of just giving you this nice world. But it's it just looks like fucking Unity assets, you know, just plumped in <laughs> for decoration. And it's it was it was a shame. Um, I think my expectations were a little high on it because it, it wasn't bad but by like like i said this in the review by like day four i was driving my fucking van into the lake <laughs> just so to i'd see respawn what happens, just to feel something at, yeah i couldn't be asked to just fucking slowly drive back into the town to physically end the day so i was just barreling the fucking truck into the fucking water uh, you're, you're, you're climbing watchtowers to set some fast travel locations yeah yeah that was i was like because I'm, I'm, i was wanting to speed it up and I don't. Maybe you're not supposed to do that. Maybe you're just supposed to amble around and enjoy it. But there was too much ambling, and for me, I think, which took it fair down enough. a little bit. I think that sounds that sounds fair. Um, it was it was an indie that I was not able to play this year, I'm afraid. But it looks really nice. Um, but I totally, I think I I understand that these games that you know are very much on kind of vibes and ambling and and going around doing things, but which I think works in things like uh, Moonglow Bay. 
which is a game that I wasn't oh, super into, but it has that thing where you're ambling, but you're also still doing things and keeping busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's keeping your attention to kind of go do a little bit of chores and you don't have the freedom to do that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I am I'm also a fan of Lake being chopped off. I'm surprised you did it this early, but I'm proud of you that you... Could, that you could do it. This is a she's really good. She's going to use that later, and she's going to be like, "Well, I killed one of mine. <laughs> You've got to kill one of yours." It's a difficult list. Even stuff that I didn't play much of, it's difficult. Especially yeah. there's strong indies here, and and Lake is just not as strong. Sorry, Lake. Every time a game you. gets taken off this list, I'm like, "What am I going to say in like two turns time? Like, it's going to get so fucking heated so quickly. Like, we're, <laughs> it is. we're, we're, we're Wait, just this is the really easy part. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, it- Lake is highlighted and Lake is Mudded. deleted. Okay, fucking, it's me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tales of Rise, what's that doing here? <laughs> oh, that's 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 fine. I just wanted to bring that up because it is actually it's a, it's a very could, good. Yeah, um, could you talk about Tales of Rise? Like, like, we're, we're, we're gonna chop it off, but like, say yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. case. It's like it's like a it's like a pretty uh, JRPG that's like it's got good combat. All the fucking. All the dialogues, fucking, uh, 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 uh. so it's the fucking. It's not literally that as words, <laughs> but that is kind of the, the. That is like what you get out of it. It's all just fucking senpai this and fucking notice me that. So it's all that kind of patter. But <laughs> I found the combat to be really fun, so I ended up playing quite a lot of it. Right. And um, sometimes I like just breaking a game, and the the version they sent came with like this fucking dragon lord armor that you could unlock straight <laughs> away so i just stuck that on and i was like 10 levels above the fucking cap so i was going around as god essentially and <laughs> um i found that quite engaging and i ended up playing I quite a lot quite of that. engaging being, <laughs> being god, god. <laughs> Found it quite relatable, you know. So I, I, I just went around absolutely smacking people up. But yeah, Tales of Arise, good game. A lot, a lot of well more learned people on JRPGs really like this game as well. So if it's a, if if you're into your JRPGs, look up a couple of reviews because folk that actually like took it seriously um, seem to really like it. But yes, I have no problem taking that off. Um, Maybe ta- for Tales Tales of Erased. <laughs> <laughs> for 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 a bit of clarification, there will be games on here that none of us played, and we will just bin because we haven't played them, and not because they're bad. Yeah, well, on this list, at least one of us have have played everything on this list. I, t- I took off some games like I wanted us to play Lost Judgment. There wasn't the time. I wanted us to play um, Axiom Verge Two. There wasn't the time. But we we Life is Strange. There wasn't the time. We've got mm-hmm. basically everything here. Um, but yes, now that now that makes it my turn. Hmm. Oh, oh. While while I'm killing off uh, Japanese darlings, I'm going to take Persona Five Strikers off as well. <laughs> um, Persona Five is one of my favorite games. Ever, so Persona Five Strikers was like up my street. Um, it's a Musou game. If you're not familiar with those, it's like Dynasty Warriors. So you're essentially fighting like it's like an action game rather than like a turn-based RPG, like the main Persona series is. Um, and I find the combat not that much fun, which is strange because all the abilities you have look so cool. You'd think you, they could translate that into Musou really easily. Um, the the, the story is good, but I don't know if it's good from a perspective of a newcomer or because I've already spent like 150 hours with these characters in Persona 5. So it feels more like if you've been asked to finish Persona 5, you play Persona 5 Strikers for like, oh, what are the gang up to now? And all the stuff like exploding around Tokyo is way more basic and all the kind of relationship stuff, which was like a big part of Persona 5. Like there are there are 10 quest long fucking quest uh, 
chains in Persona for each of the like nine or so companions. So you can fucking spend an infinite amount of time in that game. But in Strikers, it's much more like, oh, we want to get this kind of companion aspect in here and we want you to form a relationship, but we don't want to make fucking 10 missions. So it's usually <laughs> like, oh, you went and had dinner with Akechi. Yous are now best pals. Like, it's, it's a lot more basic. Uh-huh. It's like, mm. it feels like... um it's it's not a one to one, but you know the way that the those um the Zelda Musou games take like Breath of the Wild stuff and settings, but don't they kind of miss the point of what Breath of the Wild is about? It's kind of like that applied to Persona, but Persona is obviously significantly better than Breath of the Wild, so it it it, it gets more points there. But um yeah, and I, I never ended up completely finishing it. It's a long fucking game. It's a Persona game, of course it is, but. Mm. Um, uh-huh. It's pretty good. You can read my... I, I did like a first impressions a review thing on the BBC, I think. Um, so you can read that there. But it's not it's not something that stuck long in the memory, whereas Persona 5 is still something that is like... Plays on the old... The back of the mind palace. But yeah, Persona uh-huh. 5 Strikers. Um, we hardly knew ye. That was also one like- that was like, I'm not going to get you, you two to fucking play it. Cause you're, <laughs> right. cause you, need to, you need to listen to about 40 minutes of dialogue before you, you, you made one attack. Also, I feel like I would like better Persona games to try first. The franchise, yeah. not, I've not mm-hmm. played a Persona game before. Um, also, I feel like this feels like the, the, the kind of path the bomb games where you keep uh, moving it along. <laughs> and someone has to say something fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're interested in a Persona game, Persona Five Royale is the one to play. Ugh, but that's like a million hours long. We well, don't need to play it in one day. You can just you can just <laughs> you can just have it on. You can just have it on in the background. Ah, wave shout. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So nah, mate. <laughs> so nah. Fucking hell. Right, smart arse, it's your turn. Is it? Shit, it yes. is. Daniel Partis. All right, all right. Um, let's talk about Chivalry 2. <laughs> let's. Go on. <laughs> it's all right, innit? It's good fun. It's good fun. But it's it's so, it's so much more than good fun. All right, it's, tell me about okay. it. I, I think what Danny wants is you to try and convince them that it should not be off the list. Yeah, it shouldn't be off the list because the fucking the first person combat system is genuinely deep and it's genuinely great fun to fucking master. Mm-hmm. And the the timing and things like that are actually extremely like accurate. It almost becomes like a fucking fighting game. Like you can fucking deflect arrows and shit like that. Plus. It has all the comedy stuff. It has throwing the axe in the back of the cunt's head and just watching them run about with an axe in the back of his head. Like, it combines amazing gameplay that could produce these moments with a willingness to produce these stupid moments. Like, the the fact that you can just pick stuff up and fucking... You can pick up, like, a cooked chicken and fuck it at somebody. Like, <laughs> all that stuff um, makes what would be, like... A, if this was taken pure seriously, it'd be like, oh yeah, the combat's really cool. I wish they could implement that in something like, um, in something like For, For Honor or something like that, like where it's like a, a bit more adventurous. But it fully leans into the hilarity of it from from allowing you to fucking yell as you're running towards battle, having that be a specific button to yell as you're running towards battle, and then. It's like as soon as you get one on one with somebody, the fun fucking stops because you are both doing this fucking chess match of, okay, he's gonna he's gonna repost, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and then that's interrupted by someone that runs in and just throws a spear into the guy's head, and you're like, okay, moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh-huh. It's fucking great, great fun. 
like from a fun perspective it's a fucking 10 out of 10 it's a bit um limited in the amount of like modes and stuff like that but i think mm-hmm. the maps are actually very good and they're, they're pretty fucking big like they're like large multi-stage maps that all look cool and, and it makes for brilliant moments like that fucking bridge um and the map mm-hmm. that me and harry played where it's just it feels like there's thousands of people there and you just run in and throw your sword over the top of it and then suddenly you just got a wee message that pops up being like you killed two people with one fucking shot and it's 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 gleeful it's a gleeful fucking multiplayer experience and i i really i really don't think it goes yet um but my my question is is do you keep playing it or is it the kind of game that is very fun and then you go and you kind of just forget about it mm-hmm. like is there actually replayability to chivalry too yes because you're you're like you're starting weapons and stuff like that there's four classes and each of those four classes have four levels so you're all you can like level up what you're starting with what your perks are and things like that so there's a there's a real variety into how you want to play, like, how you want to start off. And I, I ended up playing fucking loads of it and have supported it with new maps and stuff like that. So I think there, there's there's the level of it playing it once and thinking, oh, this is a laugh. And then there's a level of it playing, oh, this is a laugh, but this combat's actually brilliant. And it got to the point where I could sight read attacks and fucking counter them and shit like that. And that felt so good. You feel like fucking Aragorn. And then you feel like you're in a fucking Lord of the Rings level of Fall Guys because someone is, like, throwing a barrel <laughs> at your head and you're fucking flown off to the side um or <laughs> when in the in the fucking fabled scrapped quick look when i would just jump into the middle of people and spin the camera while hitting my heavy attack and it would just just slice everyone in a circle it only takes 10 damage off them but if you're that 10 damage that kills them it feels fucking amazing so i i, I really 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 like chivalry 2 and it will take some it'll take some argument for it to go now Okay. I also like I, I can't help but like Silvery too just because it's kind of hard not it's kind of hard to hate. Yeah. Yeah. I see your point there. I'm just I my question was the same as Harry's in that it does it have replayability and I wanted to hear you out because I wanted to see if it was something that was genuinely up there or something that you want to keep in because you had so much fun with it because a lot of times fun doesn't necessarily translate to a good game. I think I think the combat system and the game makes it a very good game. I think like the that it's the best melee combat of that type. You know the kind of first person with swords. Like mm-hmm. see if they made a fucking RPG with this melee combat system, I would fucking spunk my shorts. See if the fucking next uh, Elder Scrolls games melee combat is this good. Like mm-hmm. clear, clear. Um, <laughs> if it, if it was begging out to be implemented in something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would I would say Chivalry Two sticks at the minute. I buy it personally. <clears throat> all right, all right. There are there are there are some fucking turkeys on this list that can go. It's it. I don't think that it's a top ten contender, but I I'm willing to hear it out again. To yeah, see yeah. Again. I, I I don't I don't necessarily I don't necessarily think it is either, but I think it makes it to judges' houses. You know, I right, like it's not it's not locked in, but it's yeah. like we're not we're not no locks yet. Other things can go. Um, uh, is it? Is it? Who's the next? Is it? Is fucking... All right. Uh, oh, these are these are a lot of good games in this. List. There's one I'm looking at, and I'm waiting for it to come up. <laughs> Mine is Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I didn't like it very much. I, I I get that. I think the Bowser's Fury part was kind of cool, like the idea of it being like a kind of pseudo open world, but it just. It just made me think, oh, they should do a sequel to Odyssey. 
Um, uh, yeah, I actually disliked Bowser's Fury. I didn't really like the world. I got pretty kind of bored of the run around. I think it just yeah. looked a little bit strange. And it did just make me think, well, we've Od- Odyssey exists, so you know, like this seems like it's just a downgrade version of that. And the three D world is you know three D world, like it's a kind of a a, a, a re release, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, th- I, th- I think that's fair. I don't think you'll get much argument. But listen, I f- fucking love Mario, and, the, and and of course, the Bowser's Fury still has Mario three D platforming, which is the best three D platforming in the world. And uh-huh. it's yeah, but there's better ones out there, and I think like there are games that, for once in a Mario release, actually do kind of. Outweigh it. Yeah, um, it, I think it's uh, it, it gets in on a technicality of having Bowser's Fury. If it was just a 3D mm-hmm, world yeah. version on Switch, it wouldn't be here. Like Skyward Sword isn't here, etc. Mm, um, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think Bowser's Fury was a good demonstration of what Mario can become rather than what it is at the yeah. moment. It feels like when when the next Mario Switch game comes out, there'll be loads of bits that you're like, oh yeah, like they tried this and they tried that. Yeah, you, you, tried- you can mm-hmm. see like the kind of seeds of it in Bowser's Fury. It's, yeah. Just, yeah, it's a tech demo. It's a fucking tech demo. <laughs> the, the way the way that the way that Sunshine is obviously obviously influences Odyssey. You could see that like going forward from Bowser's Fury into whatever the next um, Switch one is. Although the way that fucking game development is going now, the trailer will start with Mario coming out of a cave and looking onto this big fucking plane, this mountain in the distance, and that was just fucking jump off the kingston bridge um <laughs> but yeah mario 3d world Bowser's fury i think is a it's a fair one to go okay okay we're getting fucking we're limbering up now mm. i'm gonna read the list because we've been going for about half an hour um list that remains hitman 3 loop hero mundon it takes two new pokemon snap returnal chivalry 2 chicory a colorful tale ratchet and clank rift apart boomerang x death's door Pokemon Unite, Psychonauts 2, The Artful Escape, Deathloop, Sable, New World, Far Cry 6, Metroid Dread, Guardians of the Galaxy, Riders Republic, Forza Horizon 5, Halo Infinite, Inscription, Overboard, Button City, Forgotten City, and Unpacking, because I wasn't part of the original list, but it, 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 it does it does track. Um, let me see how many we've got here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. How are there 28 games? I thought I thought we were like, oh, we're nearly there. We've only got a couple to cut. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Got half of these have to go. How is that possible? Okay. This is going to get brutal. Eight, 18 oh. of these games have to go before we're fucking before the next phase uh, this is gonna be tough okay but, okay but i think i think there's definitely a few a, a good five or six that i don't think would even cause that much argument here yeah and i'm gonna take one of those now because i'm a coward um as much as it was my most played switch game this year the microtransactions are disgusting and um it's not actually that good a moba pokemon unite um mm. it's it's fun i, I enjoyed playing it fucking fancy snorlax big fan of that but the fact that it was like 20 quid is horrific the fact that that it doesn't have a scoreboard to stop people quitting horrific the fact that people don't play the objective which isn't the fault of the game it's just the fault of people being fucking stupid very annoying um but yeah what do you you think of the old poco unite uh danny because we played it together we did we did and i had a lovely affair with pokemon unites for two weekends yeah and then i never played it again <laughs> yep so 
I see the Twitter account like every couple of days being like, oh, Dragonite's in it now, or fucking all these cunts in it. And I'm like, I should, I should fucking reinstall Pokemon Unite. Or go. Well, I say reinstall it, and it never left. My, my Switch just has Pokemon games on it. Mm. But yeah, I think um, it's uh, the. The problem was i was playing so much of it that i was doing everything that you could do like all the daily challenges and everything and it was like there was nothing else for me to do which isn't necessarily the fault of the game because that's how those games work you essentially just have like oh you can go up your skill ladder you can just keep going up the skill ladder but Mm -hmm. playing without people on your team made it that really torturous experience and which again isn't solely the fault of the game it's kind of the fault of the genre but the game is in the genre so it applies um so i thought it kind of failed from a competitive aspect but there was something really nice to when you see when see when i was fucking running with that zard and i was so fucking i was i was absolutely destroying people and it just is it's really i think it's a good game i don't think it hangs and i think it really deserves battering for how bad the the microtransactions are so mm-hmm. i think pokemon unite is a pretty easy um pokemon you shy Pokemon you shite. It's still the... It's, oh, I was about to say, well, it's, it's the second best Pokemon game of the year. It's fucking better than those Diamond and Pearl remakes, so... Mm. Um, okay, Pokemon Unite. We hardly knew ye. Alright, let's fucking go. Um, oh, fucking hell. Do I take it... Sp- let's talk about Mundon. Yes! Right. That was my next takeout. Um, I, was, I wanted to do it on my terms, so I could... <laughs> but that this is fine. Denied. Um... <laughs> I think Mondon is really, really good. I think it's an excellent indie horror game. Um, it's the pencil drawn look to it. I think is fucking incredible. I really love the way that game looks. I think the location it is is really interesting. Like this, it's it's set in these mountains in Switzerland, which is this really kind of uh, eerie Ariaster kind of thing going on. Which was was it was really cool. Kind of walking in the mountains with these kind of these goats and these these kind of strange sheltered people. Um, I think the horror vibes were great. It's it's quite a janky game. Um, mm. I think the horror movements are are, are genuinely like quite quite cool. Um, uh, there's a lot of like great art direction there, but um, I I I didn't finish it. So clearly, I something nothing really kept me to keep it going. But I just thought it was it was it was a lovely time. I don't I don't think there. I I think Jordan you actually got more ahead of me in Mondo than I did, and you seem to have more like issues with his movement mechanics. But you didn't like the way it looked, which like. If you don't like the way Mondon looks, then you're kind of fucked, I think. You should stop letting people that can't draw make games. Um, <laughs> no, I, th- I think I I respect the idea of what the look was going for, but I just don't think it was executed very well. And I think it impedes a game that has a lot of find the thing and take the thing here. When, when everything looks like a fucking grey blodge, that becomes really hard to parse. Mm. Um, uh-huh. I thought the stuff that was like a wee bit fucking weird, like the priest and shit like that, I was like, okay, let's get something there's something here i like that kind of shit that's all right as you say i think the setting is cool i think when you're in that when you're in like the cabin for the first time and you're like fucking closing the closing the the windows and stuff like that i think that's quite tense when you see the fucking weird fucking monstery things for the first time i'm like uh-huh. oh all right this is a bit fucking this is a bit out there but i thought the actual game part of it was fucking tragic and i thought the movement was like really 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 bad like shockingly bad it was like fuck, it was up there with fucking uh, everybody's gone to the rapture try to find the sprint button like it was so fucking <laughs> slow so i think there was like an element of it that the kind of horror weird element i would have loved to see in a game that didn't feel so torturous to play 
Um, there's a g- game we'll talk about later, uh, Forgotten City, wherein everything in that feels so fucking smooth. And you you can just fucking go- you want to go a place, you just go to it. You just fucking you move freely. It feels it feels great. That kind of movement and that kind of kind of lack of encumbrance. Whereas in Mandon, I felt like I kept getting caught on shit everywhere. There would just be like a fucking pebble on the ground, and the geometry would be like, no, you can't go past there actually. And <laughs> as it progresses, the kind of things that you're tasks to do get a bit fucking tedious or like fixing a car and shit like this i'm like oh right come on uh-huh. man mm. like it's not uh, a good uh, sign if i'm instantly googling uh, how long to beat because i feel like i've been <laughs> sat here for like 10 hours when in re- reality it's been about 40 minutes it just it it did not work for me from a gameplay perspective it actually re- reminded me of um you know how it, obviously h-bomber guy fans in the chat he made those fucking he made those big long um videos about what the fucking hell are those game's called the pure oh weird. i know one of the one you talk about it's i think it starts with a, uh, a p or something um but basically but these like super fucking obscure like pathologic or something yeah pathologic the pathologic games super fucking obscure european games that seem to be actively playing against you but the payoff is incredible if you actually read everything and understand what's going on mundon felt like it was playing against you but the payoff i couldn't really see i could only see like the setup and i wasn't i didn't really trust the game to give me the payoff for the time that it wanted me to invest in it so i, I bounced off it incredibly quickly and that's not from a perspective of like not liking those kind of games because I, I do like a wee walkabout explore uh-huh. game but um no not not for me i'm afraid i think uh i looked into because we we're, were going to interview the the developer but i think it ended up falling through and i think they're much more of an, an artist and a comic book artist in the experience and they don't have a lot of game development experience and this is yeah. like it, how can i make these pencil drawn sketches make them into three textures make a game out of it which is really fucking cool but mm. it does mean the actual game design of a game is a little bit lost there without the experience there i think um but like i think the art direction and i think a, a lot of it is really is a lot to love but i am perfectly fine with this being off the top 10 Danny, oh, you don't. I you get your wish. didn't play it, so I can't comment on it. But I, from what I, I, I watched some streams of it, and I, just to get a, a general vibe of what was going on, and it's not my kind of thing at all. Didn't really feel like I was following it in any way. Certainly wouldn't sit down and play it. So, but the, I agree that the art style was absolutely gorgeous. It's not my thing, but it's objectively very nice. I, I think. Mud cool. on, deleted. <laughs> mud, mudded, officially mud, mud, mudded, mudded on it. Okay, it's my turn. <laughs> let's go. Okay, let's do this. Far Cry Six. Come on now, oh, let's fucking oh, talk right. about it. All right, let's, let's, let's get out of here. Let's get the fucking shoulders going. Far Cry Six represents everything Wait, that's wrong. Is it, is it, is it my go? No, because uh, Danny. Oh no, it is your go? <laughs> fuck sake. Sorry, I'm fucking. I'm, I'm ready to go. Hold me back here. All right, guys, my pick is Far Cry 6. Yes! <laughs> Gently, that was my, going to be my next fucking pick. Oh, go on. <laughs> Listen, all right, hear me the fuck out. Far Cry 6 is no bad. Wrong. It's actually It's actually pretty good. Mud. However, a lot of shite in it. It's pretty fucking shite at the same time. The main story, like, every fucking mission in the main story of Far Cry 6 is pretty shit. Yep. Like, it's like, it's like kind of, the the parts of early Call of Duty that you kind of wish you could skip, like mm-hmm. it's so off of what Far Cry used to kind of be. It's like a lot of just shooting fi- like fifty guards that are coming at you, and, or, and but sometimes you're in a car. Um, narrative didn't really give a fuck about the 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 map is the size of fucking Mars. Like yep. 
Which, by the way, is, is for a cool moment of like, oh, we're on a small island and not a big island. And then you zoom out like 50, 100 miles. Like, oh, it's big. But that, like, is not a, that is the horror moment of the year. Exactly. That yeah. is fucking... That, <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> jump scare. That is like... That's, the, the old joke was like when you fucking... It was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You would just... You would hold your right stick. You would give yourself fucking stick drift going across the entire map in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. But Far Cry like is literally like, keep going keep going you know you know in the office when michael's like pitching his advert and he's like okay it's a it's a grain of sand but the grain of sand is actually the world's biggest play pit and it's the world's biggest play pit and the, the arms of a giant and that giant is a tiny giant and the universe of giants it was fucking that made into a video game map and as soon as i saw that i was like fuck off uh-huh. no chance far cry um, 6 represents like red dead redemption 2 was a real inflection point in open world games uh-huh. it was like you can either go this fucking prestige way of having it be massive but having each town have so much in it and then on the road there are there are bespoke kind of bits of content that are like the strangers and hunting and things like that or you can go the fucking last generation ubisoft pish where it's just like okay let's let let's make a physical map and then i'm gonna cut out all these like wee paper bits and these will represent missions now just throw them throw them directly on the map wherever they land that's where we're going to plot the mission so there's 50 races and there's 200 fucking oh go to this military base blah 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 all these fucking checkpoints that were a bit fucking played out in like 2014 they're a bit fucking they're a bit fucking gauche about fucking are we still doing military checkpoints back then the fact that we're still doing it Mm -hmm. it feels like a fucking parody of open world games like it's crazy that ubisoft could hear the fucking complaints about their, their games and fix it so well in assassin's creed but for far cry just be like Oh, I wonder. I wonder who that's for. I wonder who that criticism applies to. Um, fucking Watchdogs had the same problem, but Watchdogs like Watchdogs was a weird fucking trajectory where the first one was pish, the second one was great, and the third one was pish. Whereas Far Cry is like this is, I think this is the worst open world Ubisoft. <clears throat> pardon me, the worst open world Ubisoft game since like Assassin's Creed Unity. Mm-hmm. I would take fucking Far Cry Primal over Far Cry Six. I would take fucking Far Cry New Dawn or whatever it was called over Far Cry Six. <laughs> Yeah. The only player of Far Cry New Dawn. It's, it's not even that. It's like even the the world and the the cultural representation representation and the uh, the the vibe that they were trying to build just just fell off from even like the uh, the way they displayed uh, uh, like Mexico and the culture and I was lazy. It, it was, was lazy. It was as like fuck. Oh, fuck. oh my god, it just annoys me every time. But that like dual language thing that is written into games when there's like dual heritage yeah. going on it's like i'm going to terrina to eracion it's like just pick like speaking me- in spanish, spanish or speaking right? in english They'd, like, every fucking character talked like eddie guerrero like it was <laughs> like it was ridiculously like over the top it was over the top from someone that's like like obviously i have i have no real cultural knowledge of like that part of the world or anything like that that could like make an informed comment on it but it felt like it felt like borderline really offensive and mm-hmm. i just don't get like what the only character that i think was decent is the female danny i thought she was actually all right fucking anna de armas she's our fucking double but like Mm. from top to bottom from oh my right harry did you finish it no i don't want to finish it okay (laughs) if you finish four six you're doing it wrong do you want to know what the post credit scene is yeah vass is alive and (laughs) yeah the post credit scene is vass basically going like orale homie like it's literally that insanity is back baby yeah oh god 
fucking yes, lads. It's it, 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 like it's like remember Far Far Cry Six is like if you took Far Cry Three and you put it through an AI generator to yeah. keep making like more Far Cry Three, but it loses the actual kind of character and charm of Far Cry Three, and instead just generates like six of the maps, hundreds of the more missions, which means it loses all the soul. But but. You just get to do all the Far Cry 3 shit on a massive scale, which is fun. Like, I oh, loved all the small, the main story shape, but all the side questions, side missions, I really like. I think a lot of them were quite engaging and charming. The characters you meet there are much more well-written and engaging than, like, the actual main story characters by a mile, in my opinion. I fucking, I fucking... <laughs> the, the accept mission screen you get when this fucking oh turns to, to Civ Civ 5. <laughs> you start... Uh, oh, no. The weird stuff like that. But, like, Far Cry 6 is all about the fucking downtime. It's about cutting about, doing stupid, like, shit, being like, ah, I remember Far Cry 3. Because I do remember Far Cry 3, and I like Far Cry 3. But it's, like, next gen. And I I like the the pets. You hate the pets. I think they're fuck, they're, they're fun as fuck. I like waste the time. raiding missions with that kind of stuff. It's a waste like the of time because you're fucking Iron Man. There's no need for anything. Like, they give you a fucking <laughs> nuclear device within about five minutes of starting the game. Like, there's Aye, no that's fucking, a laugh, mate. There is no ramp up at all. There is no. What would Far Cry Six Blood Dragon be? You would have to be God. You would have to be able to like mold the earth in your hands because that is the only fucking power upgrade you could go from what you go to at the end. You're just this lassie. You're basically on holiday, and then this cunt's like, "Oh, you know how to shoot rockets for your back, fucking Boba Fett?" And she's like, "I know, no problem." How about this flamethrower that would be illegal in every country in the world? There'd be fucking. There would be emergency UN meetings because this absolute fucking horseman of the apocalypse is fanning about. In with these weapons that could end life. Like, yeah, rem- rem- remember in Far Cry 3 where it was like, oh, like, you've got a bow and arrow now. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. do a skill tree, you might learn, you had to learn how to slide in Far Cry 3. <laughs> that was a skill. You had to learn how to slide. That was it. And in Far Cry 6, it's like, collect me some fucking uranium. Yeah. <laughs> uranium? <laughs> That's uranium the first mission is like, get uranium from the local fucking enemy military base, and then I can build you a fucking nuke bomb that you can fire from your backpack. Like you might, as, you might as well have the fucking hammer of dawn from Gears of War. Like a satellite might as well appear above Cuba and annihilate everyone on there. Like, and on the one hand, I'm like, fuck yeah. On the other hand, I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's, like, it's, 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 it's contrasting that with them being like, oh, we've got Giancarlo Esposito. It's a very serious and no, we're just, story. We're just, we're just some the underdog little kind of guerrilla fighters. It's like, no, you're not. You're fu- you're the fucking Avengers. Yeah, you literally, you could fight fucking it, was, it literally feels like you're gearing up for a war against the universe like there's mm-hmm. so much unnecessary fire you might as well have a flying tank like they might as well just go <laughs> the entire way it's so fucking bad man it's so bad i found what i fanny about in an open world there are six quintillion games i could do that in yeah I was- you know the last thing i did in far cry 6 Come on. Um, i went to the big the big city in the north you know the one with like the yeah which I think, it's, I think it looks cool. Oh, oh yeah, the, um, cool, the coolest looking bit in the game. They don't let you explore because it's all locked down by military. Good choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> I remember they the trailers like, fuck, they've actually got like city and like urban environments not all just, and they've still got the forests and the rivers and stuff, that kind of stuff. That looks fucking great. Anyway, you can barely go in it. I landed like, I think I like, I, I went, I went, I got a helicopter over the, the city and I, and I parachuted down and I went on a roof and I wingsuited off the roof and I instantly died. Like it was like a, it was like a, some fucking sniper from a hundred miles away must have just locked onto me. I instantly died, and it and it, the screen came up with your with wingsuiting is prohibited. Yep. It's like, mate, I'm I'm ever, so is shooting guards. I'm yeah. fucking committing crime here. What do you mean it's prohibited? <laughs> yeah. 
do you think I, I've got a nuke in my bag? Do you think I give a fuck about what's prohibited or not? Yeah. Anyway, um, I so go, 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 go ahead, arrest me. I'll probably pull out a lightsaber at my fucking court hearing. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to fight because there's stuff that I like about Far Cry 6, but like, there's a lot, way too much fucking shite to get on any kind of list. Yeah. A fucking bad game, man. Um, in true okay. Far Cry 6 spirits, uh, meterse en la fucking basura. <laughs> What, what are you saying? <laughs> just, 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 a, just a little bit of hybrid get in the bin. Okay, oh, okay, I say gotcha. We joke. I don't get Spanish. Don't speak Spanish. Bended. Okay. Una mesa, caro cuatro, <laughs> por <laughs> table for bin, please. <laughs> Why did you say that like a post office? Ah, oh, it's just a bit of power. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. great. Glad we got that out. I was I was going to mention how underutilized uh, Giancarlo was, but I just, I can't be asked. Oh, he's fucking shy. The, we didn't even get the facial animations. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> the fucking facial animations, man. Oh. It's, Jesus Christ. It's like a... That's one. That's how remake's going to be a rotten, isn't it? They're going to absolutely fucking wreck it. Jesus uh, Christ. Okay. Right, and now it's... Um, back to no, fucking someone is yeah it's, it's me you. okay okay uh i will take off my 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 very short-lived muck um new world i think new world's really good um i think it's a really fun mmo but it is still for someone that's an absolute sad bastard like me it's still a bit fucking incomprehensible like i had to join a discord where people would tell me what would be the best thing to do because i just felt like you know when you lo- you log into a game like that and you just feel paralyzed mm-hmm. you're like I feel like I'm wasting my time here. I should be doing this. I should be going getting my dailies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is um, it's really annoying. But um, I, I enjoyed playing it. It was it was a very easy. It was a it was a good Netflix game just to have on my mother monitor monitor mother monitor <laughs> just doing wee bits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a cool game. But it didn't it didn't um, mind when that felt like the biggest that and Valheim both felt like the biggest games in the world for about thirty seconds and then. We kind of oh, yeah. we moved on. I think New World will have the legs, but I suppose fucking the correctly claimed MMORPG Final Fantasy fourteen kind of ate its lunch. <laughs> um, but yeah, New New World's all right, but I think it's 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 lasted longer on this list than it needed to. Uh huh. I was I was I was going to mention it, but I was I was scared you were going to lo- you were going to double down on it, so I just wanted to kind of no, no, uh, no, get no. the vibes. Nah, um, no objections to that. Nah, no, I, 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 fucking Amazon bin. There you go. Congrats on Jeff making a game Bezos. richest man in the world. Good job. Mm. They finally did it. Okay. Danielle Partis, it's your turn. Let's get fucking spicy. Let's talk about Sable. Oh, yes. I was not expecting that. No chance. No chance. <laughs> okay. Oh, I I do think this eventually comes off before the top ten, but I don't. I don't think we're shifting them quite yet. I think no th- chance. I think there's there's. I think we will have this conversation cl- when we're at, when there's like fifteen games left. But I think I, I think there's n- I think there's not much chance of, of unsettling them from Sable now. Sable's on my number five right now. Is um, that is that is, is that a fair assessment, Harry? We'll, we'll wait until I it's could a go. Bit. I could, I'll gladly go into it now if you want, but like I think I think um, it's I think it's better when it's actually got a chance of going. I could um, go for an hour. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just let's just yeah highlight it. Yeah, I I so I was gonna say I wasn't completely fair on on Sable when I played it because I played up until the point where you're going out to get all of the bits for 
your bike, um, mm-hmm. which was... It's a janky tutorial. Yeah, everybody said that it was a janky tutorial. And I took that on board and I was doing it. And I was like, I am not having fun here. Like the art design, while it's very nice in a similar way to Mondon was, uh, it wasn't really, I wasn't really vibing with it personally, but that's not a, a criticism of the game itself. It's just my take. So I can't mark it down for that. And I was doing, I was ramping around in this big, like, world. I was getting Breath of the Wild vibes and janking around on this fucking slow bike. And I was like, I am not having fun. I'm not invested in this. And then I went back and I, you know, got the bike and I'm now zooting around and I'm like, okay, I'm having a little bit more fun, but I don't know. I don't know where it sits for me. Like it's nice, but I th- I th- I'm very surprised that you, you that you saying that you don't like the way Sable looks. Like you're the only person I've ever met. Even Jordan has to admit that game looks fucking phenomenal. Like, Aye, it's like it's a game that looks nice on the cover of Edge, but when you actually play it, you're like, fuck's sake. Yeah, it's not like I don't think that it looks bad. I I it's just very like squares and in that, innit? What? What are you talking about? What do you mean squares in that? that I've just I've I could not have, I could not have predicted this, Jeff. This is fucking this is <laughs> I've seen like I I like it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. Um I had a fucking rotten experience with Sable mainly because when I played it and obviously we can only go off the times that we played the game. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Regardless of if it's fixed now or whatever. My entire experience of Sable was riding the bike and it was like, it was like riding it over fucking cobbles. Yeah. Like it was so unsmooth and horrible and like the frame rate was shit. And the frame rate the wasn't map, as bad. The, yeah. fucking, the fucking compass map thing, which they showed off beforehand, is like, oh, we have this like, it's one of the things you do in the tutorial where they're like, oh, look, you can fucking look over here and mark this thing and it'll like, it'll send you to it. It doesn't fucking work properly in the actual game. And then ultimately you're just fucking collecting masks and that's like fine. The best bit of the game for me was when you get to that, how do you know the name of the town? The one that's like the detective uh, when you have to like... Ah, it's, um, it's called, um, fucking what's it called? It's like, it's sort of an E, it's called like area or something. Yeah, Spunko. Um, the, there's a bit where it's like, oh, there's this mystery in the town, go and talk to cunts and work out who did it. That bit, grand. The bit where it was a bit fucking Shadow of the Colossus when you're climbing up these big crashed spaceships enjoyed that about a race skywalker yeah. in there that stuff was cool getting between those bits absolutely hateful fucking despised it and like despite the fact that the the soundtrack when you get out of the tutorial was really cool i think the soundtrack kind of isn't that notable beyond that which i was kind of disappointed i was kind of like okay i'll, I'll fucking play this I'll, i quite like a game that has a bit of fucking screensaver about it if it has some nice music and i can t- I'm one of the cunts that, that that thought Journey was the game of the year that year. Like I can get down with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it just it just didn't it didn't work for me. And I thought that some of the some of like the objective stuff was really unclear. I literally had to yeah. ask Harry to draw me a map to where the fuck I was meant to go because the game was like, <laughs> oh, you're you're just you're just over there, gestured randomly uh-huh. in a direction, and yeah. I was like, okay, am I am I over there a wee bit or am I over there for? 10 rules like what how how far and the guy was just like oh you're just you're just you're just, you're just over there yeah so it it really really didn't work for me from that perspective and there's nothing worse for me from like seeing a game that has bits that if it was just a wee bit more this or a wee bit more that i would be way more into it and sable's the fucking the fucking like the absolute nay plus ultra of that mm-hmm. if the bike worked for me i could probably get over the other shit but the bike yeah I hated it, and that is the main issue I have with Sable. 
I th- I think you're a fucking hash head for your it's just blocks. I think it looks fantastic. Like I think all the colors look absolutely stunning. Yeah, well, like, back, like uh, yeah, I, I I've I've not said that it looks bad, and you keep saying that I'm saying that. I'm not saying it looks bad. I'm saying that like personally, it's just not a game I would pick up for its art style. But I think <laughs> which is wild to you, me. Like, I know you said it's bad, but that, that, that's insane. You've nailed that's it. wild to you've me. Nailed the vibe in that. Like if it was just a little bit more refined in many many areas, it would would be something yeah. that I would have like really gotten into but it just tickled the surface of it see if you got see if you see this really nice big comfy bed and then you got into it and there's hundreds of crumbs in there (laughs) oh come on we're so close to the fucking we're so close to relaxation but they 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 don't nail it they fucking you can see fucking videos on my twitter for for that time it's it it was rank rotten i don't know if they fixed it or not but it was um yours was particularly bad like i had like some drops in my end and it got better actually over time the first like 20 minutes with the actual game like yeah there was a lot of jars Anyway, um, very much fixed for me now when I go back to it. It's like it's a lot smoother. And by the way, like when most of the game is like gorgeous and like enjoying this the slow vibes of gliding around, because the, the term gliding is meant to be this kind of smooth, nice yeah. experience. When that gets fucked up by frame drops, it's very disappointing. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I will say it is that has been fixed now for me at least. Um, but it was disappointing. I understand from that experience. My experience was much much better. I really love the quests in Sable, whether it's like the one where you're kind of moving with the Beetle Queen, whether it's the, the stuff in the town that where you can become, there's one you can become fucking Batman. It's what, you, you go, to the, when you find that, that massive bridge with the statues and you climb up it and you talk to that person. The concept of, of badges and masks, I think is really, really interesting sci-fi fantasy stuff. Like the concept of no one in Sable is trying to kill you. There's no enemies. Mm. You are just trying to help out where you can and figure out what you want to do in this world. Mm. Like every quest you do is for a certain category, like a machinist or a climber. Um, and every quest you do, you get a badge. And if you get five, you get the mask. And the mask in Sable is like your identity, your kind of, you, you choose your people. And that's a really cool way to, to do quests. I think it's like, it's a vibe that that non-conflicting vibe is something that you never see in games. And it's for good reason. Your conflict is good in games. Most saying conflict is bad, but it's really interesting to see a desolate desert world to be quite peaceful and quite calming and very kind. Um, and I found that really lovely. I, lo- I, I, I didn't expect to like a lot of the writing, but I think the dialogue is very genuine. I like, I like, ta- I like talking to folk. Um, and, doing that and going around that world trying to figure out like what you engage with what you don't like i love how you can customize your your bike like i went to the, these mental fucking these like this mountain where there's the lightning that's striking these crystals and you have to try and like climb up the crystals and pull things out while lightning strikes you and you get like and i use that to get this kind of mental yellow lightning bike that was lots of us rad as fuck the worst parts of sable are probably like the the quest design and the navigation can be janky quite a lot like the technical stuff i think has actually also been patched over like i remember having issue with the map that's gone now thankfully but like actually like um where it wants you to go i don't think it's been designed very well and also the spaceship stuff can, is pretty are, are pretty like dull puzzles but like the majority the big majority of the of the quest i always have fun with I love the gliding. You know, I love gliding around. The fact that the game looks incredible is a big part of that. Um, but a lot of staples, what I like is is if it didn't have that kind of 
theme and the kind of tones that are going along with it, I don't and to immerse yourself in the world, then I don't think I would like it as much. But I really, really do, and I really, really resonated with that when I played it. Um, and another the final thing about Sable that I like is once you get that mask, once you like here is five badges, you've now made this mask. Say it's a machinist, you did a bunch of you did a bunch of this, you, you did a bunch of the guard tasks. Now you can be a guard. Uh, you get basically like a fucking equivalent of a desert email where your nan's like, if when you're ready to choose what you want to do, you can come back to the home camp. So there is no ending table. The ending is when you like, when it feels right for you, when it feels like you've done, I've done enough quests. I feel like this is what I want to do. And I and you end your kind of journey there. And that was also a part of games I, I, I had never really seen before. And I really, really liked. Movement, I think is... Uh, perfectly fine it's like breath of the wild climbing but you but the way your glide orb is really cool so i think definitely makes that less tedious than the way that breath of the wild is there's not fucking water that's making you unable to cling to walls and shit and you also you can upgrade stamina so it's not really a problem and yeah i fucking loved sable i think it's i think it's a great game Tweet straight okay, away. it'll stay on it'll, 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 it'll stay on for now i think we'll, i think we'll revisit give sable but, a gun. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll stay on for <laughs> give sable it'll stay on for now um harry Okay, um, I feel bad doing it because all these are great games now. But uh, Loop Hero, mm. I liked Loop Hero a lot, but I think it looks really cool. I love the fact that it's this full like screen UI. It's uh, for those that haven't played Loop Hero. It's like it's like an it's like it's like an automatic roguelike almost. Like you yeah. have these abilities and you have a camp and you do this kind of circuit around this line you and you have encounters um and through those encounters you get new weapons new shields and that's what you're doing as you go but it kind of it automatically goes through it like one by one in a loop and you try and survive basically by just upgrading your equipment i think it's a super cool concept i love the way it played out i found it quite fun but i got pretty bored by it really quickly mm-hmm. it, i i i got to like one of the bosses and i think i either did beat him or didn't beat him i don't remember but um i think it's great i just think there are other games list that outweigh it. I, I tend to agree. I probably I think I played the most out of it out of all of us, and I I I, I actually find it occasionally quite cheap. Like because obviously, uh, and in each loop it just spawns it, it spawns monsters, and, like, and I, it wasn't always super clear like how tiles interacted with each other, and then what what you should really be pursuing because obviously there's like this camp that you visit between loops, and you can like upgrade stuff, but. On that next loop, it was never really like, okay, I want to go and get wood for this thing because that will really help me with X. It all felt like really tiny incremental upgrades and I was always banking on like, the only time I was having tons of fun was when I was like, okay, I've spawned with fucking tons of trees so I can make this huge forest that makes my guy like unstoppable and I've had like a nice loot drop and then it's just like, go, 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 go and then through a confluence of things, I would get like critted or something like that and then that's me fucked like the uh-huh. the, the loop is over like I, I i think it's really cool and i love a rogue like i really do but it just it didn't i love a rogue like like a rogue legacy or something where mm-hmm. how good i am at the game directly impacts how much loot i'm coming back with and i suppose that is the same in loop hero but it doesn't it feels more strategy based rather than like action based it's, it's more kind of technical building your yeah your stuff up yeah um so and in, in that sense uh it kind of it, it fell kind of short for me and fell off for me yeah. um but yeah I, I, it's a good game but I don't, I don't think it hangs yeah i can't say fairer than that i played the demo and it didn't really hit with me it wasn't again yeah. not the kind of game that i 
like just didn't have time to properly go back to it after the demo so yeah it's it's solid but it's just it's not quite there i yeah i, I think past this point we don't really dislike any of these no games, yeah you know it's, it's just, just some has to, some have to go it's the colin if he die he die. edward colin okay edward colin lupio <laughs> gone okay it's me <clears throat> Talk about this overboard, Danny. <laughs> oh. All right, all right. So, um, God, it feels like Overboard came out ten year ago, a hundred years ago. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically this. Um, the, the tagline was, "It's a who done it where you done it, right?" And you are yeah. uh, a woman, and you have murdered your wife. A Murdered your wife? Murdered your husband? Husband. On board a ship. Uh, and it's this like narrative story driven uh, detective game where you have to cover up uh, his murder and pin it on somebody else uh, or pin it on him. And you go through the course of a day and you um, go to different places in the ship and have dialogues with different people. Throughout the day, you kind of have to either get people on side or figure out ways that you can frame somebody uh, and then it plays out you get a certain amount of time each day and each task takes a different amount of time depending on what you choose to do and then at the end uh, everybody gathers on the deck and it's like okay so we know this guy is dead and then um the i can't remember it was the the Indian character can't remember what his role is, but he starts going through um, and kind of ex- explaining what you've done, basically, and, and how successful you were in pinning this murder on somebody else. And then if it gets pinned on you, then you failed. But there's several different outcomes uh, which result in success. You can get away with it. You can get away with it with his inheritance money um, and things like that. And I was yeah. absolutely hooked. The way it was designed was incredible. I think the dialogue choices and the way that you could. Um, uncover so much story and move around this confined space with a limited amount of characters and a limited amount of time was presented incredibly well and I was hooked on replaying it and replaying it again and again I think what I got out of Overboard was what normal people get out of roguelikes and that I was just mm-hmm. committed to finishing it I like sat with my Switch for like six hours just smashing through it again and again and taking mental notes of what everyone was doing at any time and how I could convince people to do certain things to, to get into it and it was really really complex in the way it presented this murder mystery to you and it was so impressive i think it was made in like a hundred days by this really small team in mm-hmm. and that in itself is just i don't think i've played a game like it this year it was just it came it's out of nowhere and it was brilliant um yeah because we actually we did a quick play of it didn't we, we did yeah um I, yeah, I think I, cause I, I don't remember why, but I think it came out on on the day I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really love Overboard. Um, like it's very charming. It's often very funny at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just very, just it's just a riot, just going around this ship, like like chatting up the captain, trying to flirt with people, like talk, trying to gaslight people into thinking yeah. things, like like learning from mistakes. Like the UX UI, I remember is really nice. Like I we. Sh- every loop it will show you what your previous choice was in like a certain highlighting mm-hmm. way so you can just skip through it like i know 
when if you're doing the same thing over and over again with small one small change, it lets you just like skip through that stuff and just fast forward, go like this, 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 and but this time I'm gonna do this instead, which is a really, really smart design yeah. that I really liked. So the technicalities of it is really fun. It looks cute, it's got a very cute art style. It's like it's like you're kind of side on and you can choose the compartments of the ship that you want to go to. Um and all the characters look very cute and are, are often very fun to work with. And yeah, just every day you kind of glean a different thing. I'm pretty bad at it. I I, I don't get away with uh, killing my husband very often, but um, I had a lovely time with it as well. I it's definitely up there with, with not indie I was expecting or to be top of the list, but mm-hmm. um, I think it's still really good. I think I think it might still be a contender of this list. Okay, no, I mean you have convinced me. Um, I ended up not playing it in favor of another one that I hadn't played, but um, that that all sounds that all sounds good to me. Um, Danny. All right. Um, let's take. God, it's difficult now. It's getting difficult. Uh, let's talk about Button C. Button City. Okay. Um. So, essentially, um, Button City is a, a, a wee indie in which you're, you kind of move to a new town and you 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 start hanging out at this arcade and you start making pals and it's it's. Is I, I I find it really charming. I find the story really affecting. I almost the way I keep thinking about it is like it felt like a fucking PG version of like a South Park story almost, and not just because the characters waddle about like they are actually in South Park. But um, the 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 kind of dialogue between the characters is brilliant. It's uh, the quests are fairly simple. It's a lot of just go to this place, go to that place. But I think it looks really cool. All the wee characters are wee kind of animals, and all the <coughs> All the locations you go to are they're like dioramas so you can like you can spin them with the right stick mm-hmm. and that'll reveal wee things and be like oh there's another character to talk to um around there and then when you're going between like you're going between areas it like flips the dioramas for you um it, it kind of lives and dies based on how much you get out of that story and how much you kind of resonate with this idea of like the difficulty of making pals and like fitting in with groups and things like that and those general kind of um anxieties um it's not some fucking incredible gameplay experience i actually think the the stuff in the arcade where they first start teaching you about like this arcade game that you play occasionally in the game i think that could have been explored a bit better and that could have actually impacted the game a bit more but that kind of gets shoved to the side in favor of the story which i think is where it's strongest um but yeah i i i don't think it i, I think it is probably one that will that will go but i was just kind of struck with how out of nowhere it came i just i got a code for it and i was like oh that, that looks cute we're looking for stuff to review and i just ended up absolutely no life in it so i think it's a it's a it's a good wee game i'm pretty sure it's out on switch now it feels like it should be mm-hmm. but yeah. um yeah it's a it's a it's a really nice game i think the writing is stellar if we had like a writing category i'd be fucking i'd be fighting tooth and nail for it to be really up there but i think as a as a package it's not it's not the strongest game, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I found it a little... It, it's super slow uh-huh. to walk yeah. around and do things. It's like the, one of the slowest games I've ever played, yeah. which gets a lot of frustrating. It was a lot of fun to do things. Like, it has these kind of mini-games where you kind of play the arcade, which I thought was really cool, but, like, I, I got kind of... It was pretty repetitive, and I got a yeah. little bit bored by that after a while. Um, I do like the, the writing and the interactions. Like, you're kind of... Living with your mother is also, like, a, 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 a really, like impactful theme there and like going and making friends with folk mm-hmm. um but i think i just it was a little bit ambly and didn't really have enough to keep me too interested personally 
yeah it also really accurately recreates that vibe of going over to your pal's house when they have an argument with yeah. their parents like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh god man this is fucking this is like hyper specific um but yeah i'm 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 i'm, I'm fine to to take that off it's a it's an honorable mensch yeah i think it might still make it in my top 10 for the year i was thinking yeah entirely sure. i was i, I was, don't know i'm 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 i was thinking about fighting for it because yeah. it, but i i'm looking at the other indies here and i i have stronger arguments for for other indies but mm-hmm. i did i played it on switch and i sat and i played it in a couple of sessions because i and to give it credit like i i don't sit and no life a game from start to finish unless it's real fucking good and it was that yeah, like you said that, that the art style was really really cute the writing was really cute and it was a very nice thing to just sit and bash out over a weekend and it had some incredible themes in there but i it, like the, you know the bit where you're in the diorama where you're going to um i think it was the panda's house and he lives in a block of flats and you have to go up the stairs every time you want to go up there yeah. i was i was like if i have to slowly amble up this fucking staircase <laughs> one more time like i'm going to my own flat i am gonna throw my switch out the window <laughs> kids walk faster challenge yeah, yeah. just like, you had to go back and forth for like a mission thing and i was like i'm can't even ask like going up the high street looking for stuff i was so tired i think that's specifically (laughs) the thing that made me think of south park because they just kind of they just kind of go like 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 on this kind of side view but yeah i think you guys know this by now but i just have a weird thing about 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 running fast in games if you if your game lets me run fucking fast as fuck it generally goes up like a full (laughs) review point returnal would would not think as much highly returnal if i couldn't run like fucking usain bolt around the fucking room <laughs> what was another game? Oh yeah, Forgotten City has a good fucking let's fucking Troy Bolton out here button. Like it's it's very good. Uh, um, yeah. I, I think it's my go. I think you might have gone past me one more time there, but um, we'll keep it chill. Um, no, no, because I because I I got Danny to talk about Overboard, and then Danny talked about Button City, so it's you again. Right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I got it mixed up. Great. What do I have next? Then I think. Uh, I'm torn between picking two here. Um, Metroid Dread mm. is that top ten? <laughs> I th- I, here's the thing: I, one we haven't played. I, th- so, I like, think Metroid Dread is like Metroid Dread could be five or it could be fifteen, depending on the way I think about it. Like it is, the gameplay is fucking unimpeachably good, man. It's so mm. fucking tight. Everything about it is just like it is. It's the reason there's a fucking genre named after that fucking franchise. However, I don't think it looks all that nice, and I think that the 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 so in Metroid Dread in these specific areas, you're being pursued by these essentially like skinny Daleks that like chase after you, and you have to get out of these areas, and um, that's more of a platforming challenge. I think that thing that thing is fun at the start, but then when you get super overpowered and you're like, if this wasn't a boss, I could fucking rip this thing's head off and shove it up at its, its own arse. It kind of interrupts the flow, and the 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 dread and the name of the first couple of encounters kind of um it, it kind of fades in how significant it is i think the start of that game is really really solid and i think that the the kind of from an exploration uh standpoint it's great there is one section in the game that i had to search where the fuck to go because despite the fact that the game is much better than these games usually are about telling you where to go there is one that it's like one fucking pixel that you have to shoot and that unlocks your next path and i don't i don't abide by that i think that's Uh a shite game mechanic um so yeah i think it is great but there's a reason i gave it an eight and not pure slobbered over it like it's 
the ga- the gameplay is fantastic, but I think the, the some of the trimmings aren't that good. I think the story is fucking whatever. The, these fucking Nintendo games for the eighties never have good stories. It's just like oh, m- m- fucking here's here's Samus and she's fighting against Blancon. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> good to me. So yeah, I think it's it's very cool. But uh, out of the games on the Nintendo Switch that came out on the day of the OLED's launch, um, Tetris Effect Clear. So um, <laughs> I'm 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 fine with I'm fine with Dread going. Uh, obviously, you two didn't. I actually. No, I don't have. Do I? No, I thought I still had a physical copy of that, but I don't anymore. Um, mm. But yeah, Metroid Dread, okay. Okay, I mean, it's, it sounds like a really good game when they described it. To be honest, so I was, I thought you were going to almost suggest it, it to, for a no, but um... <clears throat> it's a difficult one no, to keep it, in, in it when we haven't played it. But I and I've never played a Metroid game, so it could go either way. Aye, if it was a gameplay an, an of the year, I would be shouting about it. But it's it's the whole package, and I don't think the whole package is as strong as the gameplay. Right. Um... It's you next and Jordan, pretty sure. Okay, let's let's fucking get it takes two off this fucking <laughs> list. Man. Oh yes, lad. Don't yes, lad. You fucking didn't play it. I know. You can't it do this, two. you little rat. I'll get you later. <laughs> it it takes two. It's true. It takes two has an incredible concept and it has some mini games that would be better if they were just like in a grayscale gray box where you were just doing the mechanic if they were made up if they were if they had fucking gang beast characters instead of these absolutely insufferable twats that start in it it takes to it be a better uh, situation so essentially it's a, it's a game that you have to play in co-op i played with our very own daniel partis e-gamer um and it's like oh these two characters are uh, getting a divorce so the the wee lassie turns them into fucking uh toys and they have to explore through the through War crime through the house and and uh, make it so that they get back together all this time you're being pursued by this fucking racist book <laughs> that fucking shakes its hips at you constantly and it's like you two should get back together it will it'll make your daughter happy and the daughter is so annoying that i'm like can we stop so that in canon we never get back together and she's fucking a broken human being because that's all she deserves she's so 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 annoying making that making that we last say empathetic was key to the whole thing working mm-hmm. making you remotely like either of the fucking two characters was key to the whole th- thing working and they miss on both you can have all the cool wee fucking co-op mechanics you want but when i'm forced to listen to these cunts all the time no thank you no thank you no thank you yeah they had a real opportunity with the narrative there to kind of turn it into something a little bit more nuanced instead like doing the whole parents are getting a divorcing and then they go through this you know big adventure together to kind of repair their relationship and then they get back together and it's all fine but like they had a a good chance to kind of tell a story of you can work together but it doesn't have to end like that like just like we 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 cut this on the site that it's a, a problematic look at divorce, and it could have just gone down yeah. the other route with its narrative and been like, like it's it's okay to to split up and um you know fall out of love, yeah, it, but it, you it, can it, still that, work that together as a team. Of, uh, yeah, that reminds me of that look of divorce. Like, divorce is like the worst thing you can do, and if you divorce, then it means like you fucking hate each other and and it's all gone yeah wrong. like um, that's fucking the, the narrative really annoyed me and it was it was a slog to get through because neither of us cared about the story or what was going on but i can't ignore just I how bet. brilliant the level design was like i was thinking about like the like the, the big fucking snow level where you're basically just in this village like cutting about and the, the end level where you're going through all the music stuff that was beautiful world design incredible level design and it, it takes a few points for just how impressive it looks and it feels. 
I was going to ask, I was going to ask to talk about, like, well, what's, what is the game like? So I don't really know. It would fucking be here all day because it changes every five minutes. Like, it's, it's, it's all about you be presented with this puzzle and there's one of you have to do one thing and one of you have to do the other that are often asynchronous. So, for example, there's one where you're, like, on rails, essentially, and there's, 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 like, things blocking your path. You have to tell the other person what button to hit in order to remove them from your path. It's that sort of thing. And... All that stuff's like there's a lot of really inventive stuff in there all fantastic and the ice level was the bit where i was like i'm not enjoying this because that bit's super open and there's loads of shit for you to go and fuck about with mm-hmm. but we just went straight for the thing to do to fucking keep this train moving fucking get on with us like the the it wasn't that because you're yeah we were it, crunching isn't, isn't that kind of lens of like crunching it out but if if i was enjoying what i was doing i'd have been more than happy to actually like Ex- right. experience that but we we had just done a fucking race section a fucking like snowboard race or whatever that was like sledding or something and i was just like this feels like they had half of these ideas were really good and then the rest of them were like what's another thing two people could do how could we fucking fit this yeah in it was an interesting one because some just felt shite like that but a lot of it was very cool in how it designed a multiplayer to be played by two people it wasn't just like you both have exactly the same skill set and you're yeah. playing a game together that could be played single player. It was very like, like the bit where one of us was flying a plane and the other one was having like a Tekken styled fight on the top yeah. of it. Like that was, that was cool shit. But, but no, it just didn't hit all the way. Like I think the most emotional part was when we had to pull that elephant's leg off. Oh fuck we, me, man. We both, I, like, out of context, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck's so, going so basically on? you get to this point where you're infiltrating like a toy castle and the queen of the castle is this really cute stuffed elephant that belongs to your daughter and she gets stuck in like a claw machine for some fucking reason and to get her out you have to like like I can't even remember why we did it but you have to very amputate very her. slowly amputate this elephant while it's screaming <laughs> and it's just we Jesus were just Christ. sat in silence on the call just yanking this fucking elephant's like out of flame. <laughs> <laughs> it, like if, if if we weren't reviewing the game that's when I would have stopped. I was like yeah, I don't want to, like, I don't want to fucking do this. What are we looking at? <laughs> it was just wild but yeah, I don't know I'm I'm so torn on this one because the story just pissed me off and the bickering that they did throughout the entire fucking thing. It wasn't like they bickered at the start and then they slowly, you know, repaired their relationship. They bickered through the entire fucking thing and it was exhausting, but the level was, the, the game was just so pretty that I could get over it. So, <sighs> I- it seems like you're willing to at least get off the top 10. Oh yeah, fucking, it's been on here way too long, get it to fuck. I, I don't want to get it to fuck. I want to keep, it's not to top ten. It's nowhere fucking near top ten. The story is bad. It is, but you it's... can't. Ha- you can't. You can't have a game where the entire point is a fucking is like you're doing this in aid of the story. If that part is bad, <sighs> Danny, why should it be on the top ten? Because it's a a lovely, lovely game in terms of design and the way that it looks and the way that it plays and the way that it presents a multiplayer challenge for two people in very individual playstyles, and it's just it's it's nice it's a nice experience it's very unique in what it does and like that there are games on this list where the story is also a little bit gash but it's they're going to be up there in the top 10 regardless of their story but the story doesn't the story and it takes two 
fucks up the gameplay because they are constantly talking and the the reason you are doing this gameplay is because of these characters and if you hate the characters why on earth would you want to do the gameplay because while some of them are while some of the the puzzles and shit are fun plenty of them are not plenty of them are just getting through the motions to get to the point where you're like oh here's this other cutscene here's this other unwatchably fucking cringy cutscene with these fucking voice actors and i just i don't i don't follow the argument that just because some of it plays well and it's like an interesting co-op multiplayer experience that it forgives the entire crux of like the reason for the game existing the the entire story and the performances are bad that does not say top 10 to me what did you think about the character the performance danny did you also agree that you hated them or uh, yeah you, yeah i mean i don't it? think the, uh, the the daughter was bad the daughter was bad but i don't think that the two playable characters were badly performed just the way that they were written was disappointing i i don't think it was like you know what they were what they were performing was 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 bad but i don't think it was badly performed and i just i just can't like completely write off like such a a, a good game in how it plays and how it looks and like because you can play through it and just not give a fuck about the narrative like plenty of games do that but I, I don't i don't think that works when when not all of the gameplay is good when a large majority well not majority a large portion of it is not good. yeah and like it's you, you can't ignore the narrative but again it's the narrative is so prominent to the theme of the game that you you can't you either just have to take it in and not pay attention or completely ignore it and not know what's really going on so it's in any other situation like it would be good to separate the two i'd be able to like if i didn't really gel with the story of returnal for example like the i'd be able to separate that and just play the game because the game feels good but it takes two is so fundamentally connected to its theme like even from the fucking name is that it's in this particular stance it's difficult to separate the two that elephant bit specifically is why it doesn't fucking belong here not from like a because it's horrible (laughs) perspective but because it's like that like i i'm doing all of this to get these two characters these characters that would do this thing together like that moment there is something that turns me off so much that i would not want to continue playing the game Mm -hmm. like regardless of the quality of the the cutscenes up until that point and it's it's way too long it's so fucking over long like by the time we're in this fucking greenhouse you're like jesus christ yeah. get on with it yeah like the music level really really cool um i thought like the i thought the the toy level apart from that end bit like looked really really cool but stuff like the fucking ice bit in the fucking the greenhouse as i said and the fucking apart from flying the plane the fucking squirrel bit as well when you're climbing up that tree it's just like it felt double the length it needed to be if it was half the length and they cut out all the fucking faff like i could probably stomach the characters which i actually think the the wife's performance really fucking took me out of it mm-hmm. i don't know if it was, it was an accent or whatever but it just fucking it, it took it out, of it out of it for me and the book the book is so bad the book is like, pretty bad the, <laughs> like hey! it, it, it's it's too it's a it, me the book it, it's too long with the shite elements <clears throat> to get it in on the strong parts of its gameplay for me hmm. i yeah i do see where you're coming from with that because i i do remember like us playing through it in like two or three sessions and i remember yeah. thinking we were like at the end and then we got to that greenhouse level that wasn't quite the end and i was just like for fuck's sake yeah. and i just yeah that a couple of a couple of levels could have been shaved 
it's just i just i just i just don't think it can hang mm -hmm. with with like a cursory look at what will be in the in, in the kind of top 10 to 15 area i just i think it has far too many problems to hang for me looking at what we've got left it it feels weak and it's it's a shame because i don't it feels a shame to like boot it out but it just did not hit for us I think because we're both we both had the same issue with it. It's not like one of us being like it's the game of the year, and the other one being like nah, it's balls. I think we we both yeah. have identified the the elements of why it could be considered, but it just fell flat at Overload HQ. <laughs> Maybe we okay. ruined it for each other. <laughs> so are we are we taking it out? I'm happy to do the honor. Sorry, Joseph. Enjoy your game shit. award. Shit takes poo. <laughs> okay. Um. I think Danny, you're, you're next. All right, yeah. all right, all right. Let's um, let's do. Let's just get a couple of quickies out of the way. Um, let's let's discuss. Uh, what's what's, what's a quickie? A, what's these a are all quickie these are all really good games. <laughs> I, I think I know what you're about to say. Well, it's yeah, it's a quickie sure. in that like we can go. I that's staying in. Um, let's just do Deathloop. I mean, what is that? This, I mean. <laughs> Let's let's quick. I fire. mean, we're not we're not cut we're not cutting it off. I mean, surely that's waiting yeah, for the yeah yeah the, Danny, the top ten reshuffle conversation. Yeah, Danny, nominate something that you th you think won't hang. There's no point putting fucking all right, top okay. fivers all right, okay. on the on the chopping block. All right, all right. Let's let's take out purely from a I didn't get to play it perspective. Psychonauts two. I mean, that's fair. Did you play it, Harry? Did not play it. I haven't played Psychonauts one. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've only briefly <laughs> played Psychonauts one. Psychonauts two is is it's a really good platformer. It it does a lot. Um, it's really inventive. I think that the, the kind of depictions of mental health and things like that are really interesting. I can't really speak to whether or not they are, um, like handled well from like a perspective of someone that's actually like suffered with that kind of thing. So I'll probably leave that to one side. But from what I've heard from people that I would trust with that opinions, they say that it's very well done. So. I'll kind of take their word on that. Um, I think that the the world it gives you to explore around the kind of Psychonauts HQ is cool and there's a lot of good writing in there. Um, I don't know why it didn't quite click for me the way that it seemed to click for a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's some there's some cool boss fights, but I don't know if it's just because I didn't find the combat all that good. It's, it felt very dated, the combat. It's very punch-kicky. And that's I mean, a, lot, a lot of people really love Psychonauts and they love yeah. you know, Double Fight and this kind of vibe. So I think like it having... It, it being kind of like fun and still like Psychonauts, I think is like also a contender. People that really love that game. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. And like stylistically, it's it's fucking clear. Like it looks so cool. Like there's so much, it's so inventive. Um, but I think the the kind of gameplay portion of it didn't work quite as well for me. Um, it's hilariously funny. Like it's one of the funniest games I've ever <laughs> played. But the, the double fine writing is always that good. Um. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, th I think it, it probably does go. Um, but I, I would still absolutely recommend grabbing it because it's on Game Pass and it's like a good, it, it, it's a good yeah. experience. But um, it's, it didn't it, it didn't knock me down. I think it was just um, it came out in like July August time, and we just not not just but it recently come off another kind of third person platformer that I think that I think kind of clears it out. So mm. it didn't work quite so well for me. Um, but it's still a it's, it's still a very good game. We're we're getting to the point where games could be number eleven. You know, we're getting to the point where yeah, yeah, it's, it's like just on the outskirts. Doesn't hang, but still still very very solid. Um, I'm I'm not surprised that Psychonauts two is popping up in like every every person's individual game of the year list that they end up seeing. I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it snuck in at like a number ten or nine for me because I, I I did enjoy it, but there was just uh 
another game that I thought was just a bit too long. There's mm-hmm. a lot of that going around, but um, yeah, okay, Psychonauts two. Um, one thing I, I would re- t- go ahead. I, I was going to say one thing that was mentioned to me that um, that I didn't know about because I haven't played it, but was the inclusion of like um, basically. There's, I, you'll know what I'm talking about. There's a bit in the game where you get your little fucking manual as an, an employee of the the thing that you're working for, but then it turns into like a skill tree, and it's like, oh, if you get enough things, you can develop your skills, and it becomes like a skill tree RPG thing. Which yeah. I like. If I'd have come off Psychonauts one and then got into that, and then got like a a modernized kind of here's a big thing that you need to do. It's not just a linear platformer. It's like, oh, you've got to develop your skills and collect things. I'd have been like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that 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 bit isn't incredibly well executed but also i didn't feel like i needed to engage with it to like get through the game at a normal pace right so okay I, d- I didn't think it was super it was super so we currently we have 19 games here so i'm going to read the mm-hmm. list for for those for those of us for those of the audio listening variety uh hitman 3 new pokemon snap returnal chivalry 2 chicory a colorful tale ratchet and clank rift apart boomerang x death store the artful escape death loop sable Guardians of the Galaxy, Raiders Republic, Forza Horizon 5, Halo Infinite, Inscription, Overboard, Forgotten City, and Unpacking. It's actually Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, if we can stay on um, branding, please. Okay, uh, sorry. Disney's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy team. <laughs> Mickey Mouse's Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. There's some on here, uh, now I'm looking at the smaller list and going, ah, you're fucked, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, adult issue, you're next. Oh boy. I would like to talk about new Pokemon Snap. Uh-huh. Would you? Would you? I, <laughs> I would. Go on, Mum. <laughs> um, like, really? Did you play it, Harry Mitchell? I would like... I, well, I'd like you guys to talk about it because I just want to know how much this is actually top 10 Game of the Year material and not like, it's like Pokemon Snap and I'm nostalgic for that game and I like Pokemon. Like, what about Pokemon Snap is beating out all these games? I'll, I'll let Danny go first, and then I'll, I'll I'll come in. Pokemon Snap was an interesting one. I very much liked it. I think it's built on the original Snap in the areas that it needed to. Um, the design was very very cute. Um, it sort of it presents Pokemon in a different way in that you're not doing the battle thing; you're just doing the look at these Pokemon, aren't they cool thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I really liked that. I really liked the core gameplay of you're just on this track and you don't move yourself, but you're like on um, like a, an almost a rail thing, just kind of cutting about in this little orb and you can take pictures of Pokemon in their natural habitats. As you get points for the photos that you've taken, you unlock more um, scenarios. Like there's a day and night scenario. There's different tracks that you can go down on the individual levels to look at more types of Pokemon. And it was alright. It was I think I maybe put 15 hours into it and got to the end. That is a nice length of game, but you can obviously play more to complete the, the photo decks that you have. The story is a bit meh, you're just taking photos for a research lab. It's very basic Pokemon shite, um, which I you know wasn't particularly offensive. But it was it was really nice in what it presented. But 
I didn't carry on after getting to the end of the game because I found that very repetitive. You know, like in in Overboard, where if you've done something before, you can speed it up and not get fucking bored. Uh There were so many times when I was going back through because I needed to get some points to get to the next level or like get a very specific Pokemon that's like at the very, very end of like a three minute route while you're moving really fucking slowly in this little ball. Like I just be like, oh, I don't need to use my camera and for another five minutes so i'd just pick fucking my phone up and start scrolling through twitter instead of like engaging with the game because but it just became danny, danny you, you, you you can fast forward in pokemon snap can you if we oh, yeah. can, but it's not <laughs> fast it's is not it? ra- it's not rapid yeah you, you, you just you, you, you get a little a wee little speed boost that's just barely worth it if you're moving through yeah. and it's like but that, like you, i think you see what i mean like you're going to, no you, I, I agree in that and yeah. that point where you just fucking mess it and you're like fuck you i'm not going back yeah you have to like go back and do the whole route again just to like get one small fucking thing yeah um i i, I think like a large part of it for me is that it feels like a company actually making like high high definition animations for pokemon so that was a real fucking nice uh mm-hmm. And, and a nice change i thought i thought kind of the puzzle aspect of specifically finding the legendaries was cool um i think the like photo evaluation is really fucking hit and miss and not very good at all like i'll it wants you to take photos in a very specific way not in an artful way like i'll take really nice photos and the kind of be like fucking one bronze star it's not uh, it's not centered in the screen yeah, so it's a shit photo it's not right up in your face um as much as I do love new Pokemon Snap, I I don't really think it hangs. Um, I think it was uh, it was much better than I expected it to be. I fucking I, I, I was really hooked on it, but um, it's not something I've felt myself going back to even when they when they added the new areas, just because it's like the the amount of there's too much that you have to search on YouTube how to do things. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not cl- it's not clear even add like it's not even slightly cl- some sometimes it'll be like okay you start the mission turn around and fire 50 balls in, in a completely random direction and that's how you'll get Mew to spawn it's mm-hmm. like that doesn't work for me that's not like i know pokemon has always been about the mystery but like that really doesn't work for me so yeah um, pokemon's always suffered really- from that problem in that it presumes that you've played a pokemon before when you're a newcomer yeah, and yeah. it's like oh you know how to do all of this and then doesn't explain it in the game so you're like racking fucking Eurogamer for guides to like yeah look at what to do and, and pokemon snap suffers from it even worse because for, for someone to have played the original pokemon snap and know and know that there's these like esoteric kind of ways to make things spawn yeah you would have had to play a fucking n64 game like it's it, it just <laughs> it's it needed a, it needed a bit more guidance. That, um, there was a bit in it where like kind of you're going down a cave, which looks like it's just a wall, and then it's like, yeah. oh, you've got to fire an apple at this fucking wall mm-hmm. to get something to come out that unlocks the next part of the game. And it took me ages to yeah. figure that out. And I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing here? And it's it was little stuff like that. I think in my I haven't finalized my game of the year list, but Pokemon Snap would probably be the ten on my top ten. So that yeah. makes it ripe for a culling at this point for me mm-hmm. what's, what's 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 10 in my top 10 actually i'm kind of curious fucking mundon <laughs> oh i think it's, oh it's the great ace tony chronicle so that's not even <laughs> on the list so fucking don't even mind. make it to the short one <laughs> mundon um, was 11 <laughs> okay no pokemon snap we'll get rid of that jjm jjm up in this piece okay i'm starting to need a piece i will see I think it's time for Death's Door. Yeah, I was flitting between Death's Door and Boomerang uh-huh. X. I think those are two indies that I'm quite interested to see where we might land on it. 
um death door um yeah um th- what do you think about what do you think about death door jordan i think death door is cool I, I, I like the the kind of i like the isometric angle and i like the art style i think it presents itself really well in terms of like in terms of um uh the, the kind of character design things like that i think that's all i think that's all really solid i wasn't as sold on the combat mm-hmm. um it, the combat's not quite good enough for how hard it can get which is a mm-hmm. which is like a bit of a balancing act um oh shit we forgot to put balan on this list um (laughs) i I think that um i think that the story is solid but it never really hooked me and i thought there was a bit too much it was a sometimes a bit unclear about what you're actually supposed to do and by the end of it i got kind of frustrated because it ends with three boss fights in a row um yeah and i was like this is this is just a bit this is just a bit too much and while it is um it's a really cool game and it's like got a lot of, there's a lot of interesting areas you can explore and a lot of secrets you can unlock and things like that it, it never really i was never really completely sold on what i was doing um maybe apart from at the start at the start i was like okay we're getting into a vibe here but there was like when i kept having to redo bits over and over again because I, I was getting like a bit fed up um i wasn't as into it and there's also um a puzzle i think it's it's either the second or third kind of boss area that you go to I was just fucking walking around this house for like an hour being like what the fuck are you even what are you trying to tell me to do here it's not like a it's not like a dark souls game where the goal is always proceed forward you will hit either uh you'll hit either a fucking chain that you pull down and that opens the door or you'll hit a fog wall there was something specific that I had to collect or something it's like I don't know what I'm supposed to do here mm-hmm. yeah there are like wee puzzles in death door that actually are, I think are, I think were quite cute you know it's like yeah. I I just got past the um like that first witch's mansion that you go into, yeah. um, which I think is a very cool place. Like it's a, it's very Studio Ghibli, and a lot of it they're referencing. Um, and I'm a big Ghibli fan, so I like that. Like there's a few like direct scene pulls from Studio Ghibli. Like in the witch's mansion, you know that room where it's like it's it's mostly empty, and there's one singular chair right mm-hmm. in the middle in front of the fireplace. Yeah, and that's from How's Move How's Moving Castle. I'm All right, pretty okay. sure. Um, so I'm a big Ghibli fan, so it's fun. But yeah, I I I. Like Death Door, um, Acid Nerve made Titan Souls, which is a game I love, which is like, they specialize in really cool, quirky mini boss mm-hmm. fights. Like, that's their kind of thing. Um, and I was, wasn't was super into it until I got to the first one, which is a fucking, you fight like a castle, yeah. like mm-hmm. a, a living castle with turrets that like fucking tries to hit, where it's like, oh, this is awesome. Um the enemies along the way, I just found them to be quite annoying. Like, all of the little grunts that come at you, all of them were just quite frustrating to play against. It seemed like it was just getting... It was just means to get to the next boss, because that's what they kind of specialize yeah. in. Um, and I think George, right, it is like... It's a lot of just kind of rolling on, like... You, you can take, like, four hits, and then you're fucked. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of it's really nice. I think, I think it... I think it looks nice. I think the world's design... I think the kind of world building is quite cute, but... Um, I just it didn't I didn't fall in love with it. Um, I definitely think it's, it's yeah. It could do with a call. I'm I'm up there with you in that I I really wanted to love it because what I saw initially and the I, I thought the art style was was really really cute and I love <sighs> the you know the quirky kind of silly boss things like the like the fight in the castle. I was going to bring that up. That's such a cool like design fundamentally, but it was just a little bit finicky. And I think Death Star is like one of those games for me where it's a really cool indie of the time and it has like its edge moment, but it doesn't necessarily make the the GOT wise, you know. It's it's certainly yeah. not a bad game, I but it's I, 
I didn't know you played it. Yeah, I played a little bit, yeah. That's yeah. great. We've all played the game. It's, uh, yes, lads. It's cool, but um, yeah, I. I one, I, one thing I, I I forgot to mention, just I, I really like about it is the I like the level design. Like I like that as you progress, you can open up shortcuts to throughout things, but it's not like you get a ladder that just takes you up. Like it's quite an open, sprawling thing with multiple yeah. directions you can go, and there's like different things in those directions. So that was mm-hmm. quite nice. But um, yeah, happy okay. to chop off. Shout out to Pod. Death Shout out to Pod is off. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Can we cut oh, it to 10, 15? 10 is such a small number. Oh, God. Um, it, Whose turn is it? It is Danny's. Let's talk about Boomerang X, because I didn't play it, so I want you guys to run me through it. <clears throat> so Boomerang X is like a first-person... So first person shooter, but you've got a boomerang, and it's like the the entire crux of it is your momentum with the boomerang. So you'll unlock a thing that's like you throw the boomerang, and then you press a button, and you shoot over to where the boomerang is. And by doing that, you're held in the air for a certain amount of time. And it's basically you're going into these arenas, and you have a certain amount of enemies to kill. But some enemies will have very specific targets that only hitting that will kill it. And kind of the goal is to okay i jump up in the air and i don't land again until everything in this room is dead and when that uh-huh. all works it feels fucking amazing like it's so tight it's so it's difficult but it's not like it's not like punishing it's more about mastering the mechanics you can feel yourself getting better and better mm-hmm. and better at it i was fucking blown away by it i think partly because it was such a surprise and partly because i i, I completed it in one sitting and i didn't realize that i'd fucking spent hours on it because i was just I also uh-huh. didn't realise that it was the entire game because they told me it was just the start and they just sent me the <laughs> entire game like six months before it came out. I remember that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think Boomerang X is incredibly strong. Um, I think the only reason that it probably doesn't make the top 10 is there's no real there's no real story to speak of. You do meet these kind of uh, kind of alien things like throughout your journey and I, I actually think it looks pretty cool. It looks kind of unlike it looks a great, lot of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I as much as i love it um, and it will make my top 10 i I don't think it hangs in this kind of like in this kind of mm-hmm. elite top 10 that we're building mm-hmm. here what did you think Talk of it Hadi? because you played you played a wee bit of it as well yes i played the demo action i loved loved the demo and then i got it on switch and we're talking about kind of experiences i did not like playing it on switch yeah i think this is a game you should play with mouse and keyboard or yeah. at least i would have loved playing mouse and keyboard doing with analog sticks you do not get the fast precise movement you need to play Boomerang X, so it really kind of let me down. I couldn't get into rhythm and mechanics because I just the 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 tools at my hand would just not let me do what I wanted to do. Um, but I think it looks really cool. It has this kind of painted, streaky look that's very cool. Um, and, but yeah, it is kind of like it's a very solid like arcade arena shooter. But like it doesn't really have much more than that. Don't, I I'm not asking it to have more than that. But if you want it to make like a top top ten prestigious list with other greats, then. I think it might need to add a little more than that, but I just think it's a very, very good game, but don't think it scratches it. No, I, I think the... I also think it uses a colour palette that not a, lot of, not a lot of other games do, which I appreciate. That, like, it, it's very visually distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the... It's like an... It, the movement is just incredible. Like, the, the the speed at which you can fucking get up there and just feel yourself taking everything out and then land, it just feels brilliant. But yeah, I think... Um, that implemented into like a future game would be would be something i'd definitely keep my eye on so yeah, yeah. very 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 solid but it doesn't it doesn't sit here it's serving me fights in tight spaces vibes which um 
it came out and took me by surprise and that it's super super fun but i don't know if i'd put it up on my my games of the year yeah great great games because like there are a lot of great games you know Too some many. games don't have to be these fucking masterpieces they just have to be very much worth the money and you can have a great time with um yeah so they just go they they have a they have a good mechanic and they polish it well and you have fun with it but like i think a lot of the greatest games do that and more and do that well as well mm-hmm. i agree just be average harold there's one on here that i'm i'm surprised <clears throat> that it's crept through this long i would like to talk about unpacking and it's not that one <laughs> um i don't i don't know i don't know which one you mean to be honest um uh, you might mean artful actually but i quite i'd quite like to talk about artful but um un- i'll go with unpacking first because honestly like i think you're the main contender for it danny i like unpacking i don't think it's like strong enough to make this list but i had a great time with it you seem kind of frustrated by it but you still liked it um i did it was it was an incredible game and it was uh, like it the way that i I talked about this on the podcast but the the way that it kind of revolves around you this nameless protagonist you're moving through different uh household scenarios in your life starting in your kid's bedroom and then moving in with partners and then other bits that i I, uh, you know at the end of the game um and the, the the way that it tells its narrative with just objects is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. It's like there's there's bits that that really tell stories and design that it's that I just I just haven't seen um, in many games. Like the the pit where I'm trying to find a space for my fucking iron brew colored slow cooker in my boyfriend's pristine uh-huh. teal crockery <laughs> set, and like having to put your fucking master's degree under the bed because there's no wall space and stuff like that and the way that it tells like very real scenarios of a person's life Uh, and then at the end where you've got loads of space because you've got a nice wife that loves you and wants to accommodate you and and that kind of thing and it's it was brilliant in the way that it was designed i think in terms of what unpacking set out to be and what it came out to be that makes it a, a a top tier game and we've we've talked about the audio design as well, and that, that how impressive it was that oh, so yeah. much care and attention went into just making every single object sound like the object that it is, and like you, and and in, in multiple different yeah. ways, like you can put it on different fucking bits of a surface, and it makes a different every single time. It yeah, that, that's um, incredible design, and I I just in terms of like it, it's it's uniqueness and. Uh, mm. I, I'm, I'm struggling to articulate because I know that it's not going to live, but it's. I think it deserves. To, I think you're on something here. To I be in there. Can I have a? Can I ask a question? What do you actually do? Like, what is the game? <laughs> what, what What's the gameplay here? Like, from a literal mechanical perspective, uh, so th- you've got, you've got, uh, every different room. You can kind of go between the different rooms. You can kind of sl- swipe to go to bathroom, kitchen, this kind of stuff. You start off with a very small, like we uni flat, you, your childhood bedroom. Bunch of boxes. Open them up. Pull something out. You, you have to find a. It's all empty. You can find a place for it, but like it all slots in a way in this really satisfying way. It's like oh, it's like it just feels like popping bubble wrap, you know, like putting uh, 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 putting books away, putting like a toy on your shelf and then in a, in a very aesthetically pleasing way, putting stuff under the pillows and filling this place up in a way that like is fun and satisfying to do, but also has like this little narrative twerk of like what is going on with the person's life as well. But like the main gameplay is you're unpacking boxes and putting them in places. But I mean, I mean more like 
are you finding the one place that thing goes and then it'll or can that's, you put, that's can one you, thing that kind of annoys me actually you can put you can organize your room however you want so like every room will be different um for depending on what you want to do with a room like whether you want to fucking hide stuff away in a cupboard or if you want to put it private in place somewhere but whatever it's not completely but, linear is it it's there's yes. like if you put something completely in the wrong fucking place it will flash red so you have to move it Which somewhere kind else. of pissed me that off. That did annoy me, like, but I see what they did. Th- there's things like, it, like, there's like the kitchen in the place when you go to uni, um, or wherever it is, that's some kind of college thing. Well, like, I put like a wooden spoon fucking like on the counter somewhere because I couldn't find a space for it in the cupboard. It's like, this is in the wrong place. It's like, fuck you, I want to put it there. It's my, it's my kitchen. <laughs> it's just a spoon, mate. It's not a human shape. <laughs> so you're right, you can decide where, where, yeah. I, where I put my shoes. But it's, like, it was really cool in that it's not just, you don't just get plonked into an empty room every single level and it's like, okay, unpack your boxes. There's a bit where you are moving in with a man and there's like literally no space for anything and you have too much stuff to accommodate the rooms and you have to start organizing his stuff to get your stuff in. But that's telling the narrative of like having to do that in real life, which resonates yeah. resonates with me that's something that i've done um uh-huh. and I, I i like the way that did, they told didn't that. you find that didn't you find that stressful as fuck i though? found it stressful as fuck um in the like because there was nowhere to put anything and i was just like leaving it on the floor and i was like okay i'm gonna unpack all of the boxes and then just leave everything on the floor and that bit like looking at everything in a pile stressed me out and i think going into a room and going right i'm gonna do this room and then you go into the bathroom and then you get a fucking pan out and you've got a tab back to the kitchen and find a place to put it in the kitchen before going back to the bathroom it kind of was annoying i, I was getting fucking annoyed at whoever packed those boxes but uh-huh. I, th- I think that's a fundamental thing in that it's annoyed me because of my brain <laughs> well, that's part of the game you know it's, it's meant to be kind of a frustrating yeah. thing but that's not bad design in the slightest yeah. it's just personally like but by the end i was like oh everything's in its right place now and it was kind of going from chaos to to calm in the like uh-huh. but it's by the time it got and to also the end, john it's not just it's not just a narrative thing like like there will be objects from your childhood that get passed through to like uni and not, and you kind of like have these memories like oh i remember that mm-hmm. from like back then i had that yeah. under my bed which is very There's cool. like like a, a chicken and then chicks <laughs> um and like at okay. the start of the game you just raw just roasted chicken <laughs> no it's like a, like a toy chicken <laughs> Still fresh, mate. Uh, <laughs> and you put it on a shelf and you're like, ah, fuck it. And then you go to uni and you've got a chicken and it's got a little chick. And then you put them together. And then as you go, this like collection of fucking chickens just grows. And it's like like something mm-hmm. you fucking collect. <laughs> it just keeps growing throughout your fucking... Like, yeah, like Jordan unpacking have his any, Lego. Have any of you seen that Limmy sketch where he fucking... The, the husband comes home and puts the chicken in. It's making a big deal about making the dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a live chicken in the oven and he fucking pulls out and the wife goes absolutely it's like fucking kill it fucking slash its throat fucking choke it out to death I never should have married you you're a horrible man you're a- that's what you're experiencing in unpacking just dialogue <laughs> that's unpacking that's what that level is should have never married him yes exactly should have never never should have fucking married you the game um so what do you think Danny? Do you, you want do you want to fight for this later on oh i i think it's better than sable but no one will no one will agree with me i agree <laughs> <laughs> i think you made a compelling argument um it fucking I, I, sounds I, better than sable i've not played like, unpacking Sa- for the record sable is like oh it's really good in some aspects but also always oh, a bit annoying in some aspects there is nothing fundamentally about unpacking that is bad i mean it can get a bit fucking 
tedious and we just described about how yeah, like it, it forces you to do things in a way that's annoying but it doesn't it doesn't know because everything has it but what do you mean it doesn't we everything just has it its right place like you're, you're you not put you going oh i'm just According i'm not to gonna put game. a spoon away that's you being fucking lazy and not finding a space for it it's telling you to not be lazy Looks- and play, play the game properly not, not, what are you talking about? We just agreed that was the case. Like it's it it's, it was annoying because there's there's not a lot of space and sometimes it's just finicky it is, just to the play point. the game. The point is that there's not enough space. That's how it's telling the story. It's like you don't have any space, so you have to prioritize where you put things and making you think about it. I would have I much enjoyed the therapy nature of just putting shit away rather than like having like a you know fifty percent of the space and having just shoved yeah, things then, in the then floor. Then it's not telling like the story, is it? If you just pl- got plonked into a houses that got bigger and bigger and bigger, that's not telling everything. That's just you having a job. Uh-huh. I mean, like, <laughs> it's all magically through the room, which is nice, but, um, and I, and I like it, but it's like a, a fairly simple game in a way that I think, I think Sable is, is, is very ambitious and has like a lot of fucking cool mechanics. Good for Sable, but being ambitious it. means stuff's going to come out shite. If you don't be ambitious, then your game will be perfect, like unpacking. Okay, now it's perfect, <laughs> I. Now it's game of the year. I just, I think fundamentally what it set out to be, it achieves it better than Sable did. I think I mean I'm not sure like it's setting out to be, but whether whether uh, much I I think it's a, a better game I disagree. But um, what if they I both think it's, go? I, what I think if it's polished. Them both <laughs> one fucking bullet right now. I <laughs> see. Uh, this has surprised me because all up to this point you seem like kind of meh about unpacking, Danny. Well, the, the got an eight, mate. Got fucking overload eight. An overload eight is an IGN. It is. It is. And I, it's like I found it like uh, the, the the fundamentals of it were stressful, but that to me, is good storytelling because it, I found it stressful because it was personal and that's good mm-hmm. storytelling. Right. That makes sense. Jordan, you seem convinced by that as well. It's a pretty compelling argument. I think oh, I yeah. think they've I'm, I'm, I'm way more sold on unpacking than I was on Overboard. So I, I, I would, I would, I'd happily keep that in contention. Which is wild because I liked and Overboard more than unpacking. I'm just shit at arguing. <laughs> I think... I think... Hmm... How about Chivalry and Sable both come off right now? You want to shake? You want to shake on that? A, a suicide pact. <laughs> this is a boys' pact. I'm out of this. L- listen, Sable, I think, has a lot of flaws. I give it a seven out of ten on Overload.co.uk. It's a, it's a lot of it. A lot of Wild of Sable is a personal favorite. Is is like enjoying the vibes. Enjoying what it's trying to put out, if purposefully trying to ignore the stuff that it does wrong. But if we're looking at a mutual best games of the year list, I'll agree to that. Okay. Chevrolet and Sable. <gasps> both coming off here. Oh, this is getting delicious. <laughs> so is that is that fifteen? Uh less than fifteen, I think now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, four to go, and then it's really fucking on. Okay. Right then, whose turn is it? I think Not we just. Sure. I think. I think we just start. I, I, I think. I think we just start suggesting things and and. All right. And working it. I want to get this out in the open. Right. What the f- mm-hmm. fucking forgotten sea? What's going on? Yeah, let's talk about unforgotten sea because that's something that I something that I'm really pissed off I didn't I didn't spend time playing more because I feel like I would love that game a lot and I have a lot more to talk about. But you played some after playing it for state. about three and a half hours this morning. I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. Why didn't I play this game? Um, forgotten city is fucking fantastic. It's essentially you get dropped into this kind of like ancient city that 
it might be in the past but is it maybe in the future and it's your job to uh basically work out this mystery of who is going to sin because when someone sins in this forgotten city um the golden statues which are previous sinners come to life and kill everyone in the city so the fucking the, the caesar essentially is like okay go and talk to everyone work out who is about to sin and report them to me and we'll exile them so it becomes a fucking episode of doctor who like you're 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 fucking going around talking to everyone and learning about this kind of learning about the city having a having a wee sneak around and this it makes sense when you know that it's a sky that it started life as a skyrim mod but it feels like you you're you go into a city in skyrim that look that's that is that is a non-combat city and you're like you're just you're just talking to everyone and i think it works incredibly well i think all the, the writing's really strong it's a really strong mystery um one of the it also feels a bit fucking hitmanish because you're trying to line things up in such a way that they all happen or, or deathloopish rather you line things up in such a way that they all happen for you to work out who actually did the thing um mm-hmm. so it'll be like there's an election on and if the person that you don't want to get elected gets elected the fucking statues come to life because that will lead to a sin and then you have to run out and go or you can fucking instantly kill the Caesar. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious, man. Like, on the quick play, like, which, like, it's way funnier when you know what, a little bit more context about what's actually going on. Yeah. Because, like, the, the thing is, like, the golden statues, they come alive, they kill everyone, but the way to do it is this Caesar has to fucking book it to this portal. I think like, he has to kill himself. Like, he has to commit this ritual yeah. to start the day again. <laughs> Me and Jordan fucking shoot an old lady. All the statues come alive. We see Caesar fucking sprinting for his life. We go, oh, who's this cunt? Fucking dome in the brain. <laughs> Credits just immediately start rolling. <laughs> it's like you've beaten the game. Yeah. That's one of like seven endings Incredible. You can do for the game. And it just, it, it, all, it works so, so well. Like, I, I, I was really impressed with like the level of um, genuine mystery that. I, like i might just be being stupid but it doesn't feel like it's like um oh some someone's been killed with with an arrow he's the the who would that be then you go over to the fucking the 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 archer the archer's house and he's like cleaning blood off his hands it's like <laughs> i don't know nothing about no actually like it feels like a bit more in depth and it really well, because i think what people like it is like you're also kind of figuring out what the fuck does a sin mean like yeah. what does doing a bad thing mm-hmm. mean in actual human life like what who allows that what constitutes the sin because it's like is it a sin to steal life-saving medicine like that, uh-huh. that's like one of the first kind of questions that's presented to you and i think that stuff's all really fucking solid like i uh i think i've got three of the endings so far and I've, I've, the, the fourth ending is the one that is like the canon ending and you have to do everything and i will probably go and fucking do that tonight because it's like a such a such a fun game and it's so I still think the facial animations are also like pretty solid. Um, uh, it's very Skyrim NPC. Like <clears throat> it's yeah. from a Skyrim mod, so you know. Yeah, I think I think for Forgotten City is great. It's, uh, it's a real surprise for me this year. Um, I would. I, I'm just kicking myself a lot for not playing more of it. Like I feel like the, I would be saying the same thing if I played more of it. I just get the feeling that I would. Um, yeah. But I just can't. And it's fucking funny. Like it's it's, <clears throat> it's 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 really funny. Like yeah. that, that lassie you come you come up yeah. to every single day, fucking screams and then runs into a building that collapses every single day, and you have to like convince her not to. And she's like, I don't trust you. And just sprints it's in. Not and just it a, it's not just a building that collapses. A building that you walk up to, it and there's a sign next to saying this building will collapse if you walk inside <laughs> it. It's like 
Oh, there's, a, there's a fucking bit where like a an archer is invading the city, and one of your dialogue options is draw a gun, and you just fucking <laughs> hold the gun out in front of them. Oh, yeah. But yeah, by the way, also like the gun is only one of the loadout. You, like you yeah. go in with like a loadout. Like I can't remember what the other ones do, but you might maybe like. I can't remember what they all are, but one, one of them is like bring you a run gun. faster after you steal something or something like that. Right, and one of them is bring a gun, which is the best one in my yeah. opinion. This is um, bringing a fucking revolver <laughs> to the like, Roman Caesar lad. It's it never not funny. I, I'm liking this argument because it's it's. I haven't played it, but it's serving re- me reminders of why I love the. Um, remember the the point and click X Files game? Probably didn't play it. What? <laughs> there was just, it was just yeah. so stupid. Like because you'd have like your gun and weapon and stuff, but you could. One of the object- objectives was to like find items and then give them to certain players because it's point and click. But you could just try everything. So like you could like click on your fucking gun and just aim it at people, and they'd just be like, "Don't do that!" Uh-huh. And they just do like you just get that line <laughs> over and over again. Or like you'd give them like a book or like your badge, and they'll be like, "I don't want that." And then you could just do it over and over again, and it was so funny to do. You could just shoot I, I, people. You could just go into Skinner's office and fucking shoot him, and the game ends. <laughs> it's just so Skinner. fucking silly. Uh, it seems like it does walk the line of like it's yeah. goofy time travel Doctor Who stuff, but also like in the same way Doctor Who does, like it actually does establish really engaging themes, but it doesn't do this kind of artsy fartsy thing where it's trying to like fucking you know engage with the human condition mm-hmm. it's like it does that by having like an entertaining mm. time yeah um, it's like a morality tale that's told in like a fun way that uh-huh. um it's is and also it's not like you're fucking trudging through you fucking book it through you, you, yeah you can absolutely sprint and like the 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 entire kind of area is connected by these zip lines that after your first time through you get like a zip line like hook thing so you can just fly through the, I, the place and there's there's a lot to actually explore like yeah. there's like there's stuff that you'll that there's really hidden away in parts that you're not just walking around to talking to like a hundred npcs in this in this kind of like village like there's actually place, lots of interesting things you can dig mm-hmm. up and there's like notes you can find that obviously can lead you to think other things um and yeah yeah i i feel like for forgotten city is very special um in a way that i haven't found out if yet. we're if we're cut into the bone though if we're properly cut in through is it a top 10 contender i think so oh. i genuinely think so i can i can i just can we just immediately skip something that 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 in comparison riders republic i was gonna bring this up yeah because Republic's Rider- a fucking number one contender riders Repu- Rider republic is sitting in that spot to me where it's super super fun but like What's setting it apart other than that? What's it got? Oh no, R- Riders Republic is going. I just, I just like Riders Republic. All right, okay, a lot. good, <laughs> okay, good <okay>. chat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's let's, let's let's give it a bit. Let's talk about Riders Republic for a little bit just to give it its proper fucking send off. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's just, it's essentially like they've they've been like, okay, SSX was really good, but we kind of really just do a snowboarding game now. We did steep, and that was uh, but what if we just fucking di- snowboarding? Fucking mountain biking, fucking BMXing, fucking skiing. Right, all that, all that's fine. Wingsuit, fucking Iron Man suit, basically. <clears throat> and it's like, all that stuff is really fun. But then when you go to the events, the events are fun. The things you are challenged to do are fun. The trick system, which is like using the sticks and using the kind of shoulder buttons to manipulate your grabs and things like that, all super fun. And you start get i started really quickly getting into that addiction of like okay i'll start a run first jump's good fuck the second jump right start again here we go and trying to get that perfect run all the way through and you start getting to that place where you're like 
I know I can land a double here, mm-hmm. but what if I fucking landed a triple? What if I just fucked it as hard as possible and tried to get a triple here? And when you do land that, your guy's, knee, your guy's knees buckle to the side and you can fucking see the blood exploding out of them practically. It, it feels great. Um, I think it's, it's incredibly solid. It's so much better than I expected it to be. It's not, it's not a... It's not a, a a site top ten, but it's a it's like a it's like a nine to twelve for me on my personal list because I just I just had a great time with it. It's something it's something different. Like well, you don't see that kind of thing like extreme yeah. sports games nowadays, and you, and you really don't see it really don't well. see them done well. Yeah, that, <clears throat> that well. Also, the fucking although the fucking intro like tutorial people that the voiceovers for that stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that, that chucked a really brick through my screen. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> that was painful. Um. Great. Well, I've done done to what twelve? Thirteen, I think. Let me see. Um, One, two, three, four, five, six, coming. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. The the thirteen are Hitman Three, Returnal, Jeopardy, Ratchet and Clank, The Artful Escape, Deathloop, Guardians of the Galaxy, Forza Horizon Five, Halo Infinite, Inscription, Overboard, Forgotten City, and Unpacked. Right, Jordan. I think we need to sit and have a a serious conversation about Halo Infinite. I didn't want to say it. I'm going to be the one to say it. <laughs> I love Halo Infinite multiplayer. I'll talk gladly about that. Yeah, the Halo Infinite multiplayer is so good. Like it's the best multiplayer of the year. And I, I, I think that does like outweigh to how shit the multiplayer has been this year. Like fucking, they're looking at the Games Awards characters' best multiplayer. I was like, what is this trop? Like it's yeah, fucking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't get a chance to play the campaign. I'm sorry. I think I, like I, if. <sighs> The Halo Infinite, the opening of the Halo Infinite campaign, and when you first get let loose with the fucking grappling hook, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels fucking brilliant. But you don't realize then that that's the peak. That is basically what you're doing for the rest of the game, interspersed with some like classic Halo style campaign missions in this open world. And I think that's quite weak and quite disappointing. However, I we cannot discount how fucking spectacularly good that multiplayer is it's the best halo multiplayer since halo 3 it's probably better than halo 3 and i think that's why it probably stays combined with a campaign that is good it's not sensational it's pretty repetitive especially some of the later campaign missions you're doing a lot of grab button put button and thing but the gameplay you're doing is really like it's really fun um i wish there was a bit more like evolution and the weapons because the weapons that you used within five minutes of starting the open world section of the campaign are the same weapons you'll be using at the end there's no real fucking big build up or anything like that um but i think yeah i i, I was i was i've been looking at that one as well because it feels like it could just as easily be like number nine or number 11 you know it's anyway you go miss halo halo editor-in-chief this is a difficult conversation because you know how I feel about Halo. I've always yes. felt this way about Halo. Wrote a big fucking op-ed about my complex feelings of something that I've just fucking loved forever, and me slowly being like, I just don't really give a shit because, like you, you like you said, I I came into the campaign and you're grappling about, you're cutting about, you're running through that ship that's exploding, you're firing fucking rounds into grunts' heads while they scream. That's fucking peak Halo, and it's. It's it's come so far into the future that it's it feels like a you know it's exactly where it needs to be after Halo Four and Halo Five and all the shite that they did with those. But like 
if if it was just the campaign, maybe. But it's just so bloated with everything else that I don't care about and don't want in the game, really. (laughs) And it's not that it's unsatisfying or bad or anything, it's just because it exists. And that's not the Halo that I feel familiar with. And it feels like yeah. it feels more like Halo is is competing to be a game that every other game is to be that open world collectible, you know, time filling thing because it's almost afraid of just being like a cool ten hour campaign because it's a big AAA game, and it's it's just not hitting. But you're right in that the multiplayer brings it back up, and Halo multiplayer has always done that. That's what Halo was was fundamentally for the multiplayer, and. <sighs> I don't know what to do with it, but I can't ignore the fact that I just don't care about humanity must be saved at all costs again. Yeah, the the story is really bad. That is is another thing. And like, I I get it. I get it now because I I said on the podcast, like, oh, they could have just gone with any story and they've just recreated Cortana. And now I understand why they did that narratively. But also, like, it's just another fucking chief finds Cortana story. (laughs) Like, yeah, don't care. And we did say earlier on when talking about it takes two that if the story's shite, then it takes down a lot of what the game is. Mm. Yeah, but the, but yeah, but the story in it takes two is significantly worse than the gameplay in Halo. Significantly better. I don't think that's quite an analog, but yeah, I think I think you can blot through Halo and not have any idea what's really going on and still enjoy it. Whereas it takes two is so yeah. tied to its narrative that it yeah. gets jarring. Okay, but Halo Chief specifically shuts the fuck up, which is a great quality. Like, has. If you, if you think about it, like where would where would Halo be if like <laughs> just getting into the waters now to fucking crunch it? Well, like if if the Battlefield multiplayer had had succeeded, would Halo be under Battlefield in terms of fun times? Do you think would it be? I mean, if, if, Battle, if Battlefield was what we thought it would be, it'd be fucking top five. Yeah. like for me and Jordan and like, at least. Like, yeah. Is right? Halo just creeping in because the multiplayer offerings have been kind of dire? I don't know. It's it's really difficult. No, I I I, I, think, I think I think Halo would like if if the fucking like Modern Warfare 2019 multiplayer came out this year. I think it would be like fighting against Halo. I think it is that fucking rock solid. Halo's um, still creeping into my top ten, but I don't think it's creeping into the group top ten. Mm. I don't know. Where where is Halo on your on your list? Do you have like a ranked list? You guys have. I'm kind of curious. Um, I do. I'll find mine now. Halo multiplayer is. Um, like high, it's like number six on my list. Um, no, it's number seven. Uh, so re- Halo is number five on my list, although that might change having uh, thinking about it, thinking about it a bit more. Uh, I, I I I think Halo is like a eight to ten on the on the big mm. list. Like I I just I I think it's easy to discount the multiplayer mentally because it came out at a different time. It almost feels like a different game, but imagine that was all like one package and launched traditionally. Like it's fucking, you would play through the campaign and be like, oh, that was all right. And then you go into the multiplayer and your fucking hair would blow back if you had any. <laughs> um, so it's a fucking, it's, it's, it's a difficult one because yeah, I, I, I wish Halo's campaign was as fun as it was for the first like four hours because then it would be a no I would be fucking fighting for it for like top three if it was that good um and and in that in that sentiment I I don't think like the shit story and the kind of repetitive side bits that you can patch boot it Mm. I can't believe I'm always fighting for it, and I'm the, I'm, I'm Harry Mitchell. Harry like- Mitchell's <laughs> fighting for Halo was not the plot twist I 
the multiplayer is so fucking good. It's like, and it's like, it just feels like it's representing this like shift in multiplayer back to like, instead of like, oh, let's do multiplayer like the old days, which is like janky and kind of, you know, has its fans, but like reinventing it to be simplistic, still fun, pretty like not great for like up-to-date progression. Which is, it, 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 that was kind of a car crash and how it did that. But like- I- just sheer I see what you mean Um, and I get that but as like an old Halo player it doesn't feel that way to me because it's like people played Halo because it was fun to play Halo but now it has to compete with battle passes and cosmetics and oh you have to play the game to earn something it can't just be fun anymore and that kind of annoys me but then it wouldn't be able to compete with other shooters because it doesn't have that offering that other shooters do. I, I, I think it's reflective of the quality that it, it has the worst progression of the year and it's still the best multiplayer of the year by a fucking mile because the gameplay is so mm-hmm. good. Like, Halo gameplay with fucking, like, COD or Fortnite-style progression? Fuck me. Like, that is that has been an unbelievable combination. Um... I think that those wee niggly reasons are the reason that it's not like, it's not like we're, it's not as if we've pushed it into the category if we're not even talking about this yet. Of course, it's top 10. It's like, hmm. Yeah, it's, I, I thought Halo was going to be straight in there, but it's. Maybe let's go, maybe, maybe let's talk about some other things. There's still a lot of things we haven't even, we, we haven't, we haven't talked about. Maybe when we talk about it, then that. It might become a little clearer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I I guess we can talk about Forza because that's another one. Yeah, I don't think me and Danny have played. Um, Forza is like, objection. Like I played a bit. Oh, blimey! Just Fucking to get hell. a sense okay. of how it felt, and it, it again, it's it feels great, but it's it's just a very pretty racing game, like the Forza before it. Yeah, it's like I've it's, if this if it was Forza Horizon Four, I would have I would have fucking bet your head off for it being top five. But mm-hmm. I don't think the maps is good, which I know I'm fucking alone in thinking that, but you're all fucking wrong. Um, I think they didn't add any real significant new events. Like, you're doing a lot of the same objectives you did in the last game. Um, like, obviously you're driving the same cars because there's only really so many cars in the space of a fucking year. But I think the problem is previously you would do a Forza Horizon and then they would release a motorsport. So you would get like a change, you get like a change up. So, so by the time you played a lot of motorsport, you were ready to fanny about in Horizon. But I feel like I've just finished fannying about in Forza Horizon Four, uh-huh. so it didn't hit for me in the same way. Like the racing is brilliant; it feels fucking incredible. Like it's the best racing game on the market, but it's well, it's not because Forza Horizon Four is the best racing game on the market. <laughs> so, yeah. But from this year, we're talking about this year. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, I don't think it. I don't think it stays for me. I've just not been. I've not felt compelled i've not had the jordan midler compulsion to do everything in it whereas i did that on forza horizon 4 and the fucking dlc for it mm. so it's like it's a it's a it's a difficult one I, I probably i wouldn't i wouldn't keep it i think that's probably our next easy cut that takes a quite a load off this list actually we have hitman 3 returnal chicory a colorful tale ratchet and clank artful escape death loop guardians of the galaxy halo infinite inscription overboard forgotten sea and unpacking I would like to talk about Chicory a Colorful Tale because I would like to keep it on this list. Okay. Go but, on. Um, I feel like it's like it, it's I, it's one that I might have to fight for because there's a lot of very strong things in this list. Indeed. Yeah. Um, that's we're, we're real. That's looking at this list is it's, it's like where, where where does it give out? Where, where's the... <laughs> um, 
Chicory a Colorful Tale is a adventure game where you essentially are a kind of janitor and the kind of the in this painted world and the ruler who paints everything is the painter of the world loses their brush and you pick it up and now you are in control of this blank sheet the color has left the world um which is like a cute premise for a nice kids game um but it gets like a lot better than that uh, i played it on ps5 i think it's great on ps5 yeah um you essentially can color in anything you have lots of color variety like you can hold it in so you can fill these bits in which is like fun to do it's like a very nice and quirky thing to do while you're going around the world to kind of color in different bits um you have like adventures you, you, you do quests for folk but it's like well it's a little small fetch quest everyone is very very charming and good to talk to you like the thing i like about a chicory a colorful tale is that it does the whole smile crossing thing but does it well like it's not one of those indie games where it's like oh let's just be cute and gen and gen z mm-hmm. yeah and that'll get clicks like they really are very emotional and genuine and i love talking to folk in that game and i think what makes chicory great is because it has a very solid theme that i loved first of all the game there's more game that adds to it like you're coloring in but also the painting is becomes a mechanic like you paint things to make it gr- make plants grow which you can then platform around you paint things in the, that glow in the dark so you can kind of like guide people through certain environments you have to paint things to kind of make it shrink away and move around eventually you can kind of like splatoon into y- your paintings you can go up walls and stuff like that lots of like stuff that's like very fun to do there are mini bosses that i think are also very fun to do and it all involves this kind of painting mechanic um what i think is what people love about chicory a colorful tale is it's premise is about um like art and finding your style the thing i love about it is when you first get this brush you go around and (laughs) you're not a a precise painter like you're fucking doodling houses with orange and yellow and it looks terrible Mm -hmm. and you walk up to the you walk up to these houses like oh like um the the last artist did it better but thanks for trying <laughs> uh, like because like if you if it is it's you can't you're using like a fucking either either a mouse or like a or a, a ps5 like touchpad so it's not going to be precise but it's all about like being imperfect drawing outside the lines and it, it ends up with this very like very compelling narrative and this very compelling story that kind of ends up being about like who controls what who controls the art who controls the gatekeeping what it means to be expressive mm-hmm. and to be emotional and what can be counted as good art etc um because you know eventually you you meet chicory who is like the the kind of the golden artist god who's kind of horrible and is and it's kind of like in a sulk and eventually you know you go and save the world and it's a it ends up i don't want to you know, give too many spoilers but like it's about like you know giving the power of art back to everyone and being imperfect and i think the game is it's very kind of zelda quest like you're going from up down left through different areas of the map it the quests are charming and fun it helps that everyone's lovely to talk to you it's satisfying to that painting mechanic and I, I i just i really loved it um jordan i i'm not sure if you've played it danny but jordan you you, you played a fair amount of it didn't you yeah and no, I, I i pretty much vibe with everything you're saying about it um I didn't find the painting mechanics all that engaging. Like I, th- I thought they were like cool or whatever, but I didn't think they really led to much, um, for me personally. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because like that kind of that specific style of writing 
even when it's done well, doesn't land with me mm-hmm. often. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's it's not it's not something that I would have immediately thrown down as as as, as certainly not on on my top ten. But I, yeah, it's. It's tough to that. talk shit about Chicory Cocktail because it's so lovely. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know and what I, you mean. I, it, um, I played, like, a, a, a very wee bit of it on PS5, and it was one that I didn't want to spaff through for the sake of having this conversation because I left it a bit too late. Mm-hmm. But I, I believe you, and I, when I was looking at it, I, I was like, I think that I am going to enjoy this. I think it's fundamentally very polished. It looks very nice, and it, it plays very nice. But it's... I don't know. I would. I'm not overly committed enough to say it's Defo's a top ten, and neither is Jordan. So mm. that leaves it hanging in the balance. Yeah. And there's a couple more. Indies. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cram my eyes out. I will. Yeah. Fight, I fought my argument, but if you guys don't think so, then it's. Think, it's. 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 it's quite think, high on my list. I think it's much better than the Artful Escape. I. Um, (laughs) and you know what you know what i the awful escape was a very personal thing for me and i off the bat can say that maybe i won't fight for it to be in the top 10 because uh, the reasons that i enjoyed it were very like me (laughs) i I mean yeah it fits your niche like it's it's glam rock and it's weird it's a weird glam rock space opera where you zoot through this game where you don't really have to do anything through these beautiful environments just learning this story of self-expression which is is something that resonates with me very clearly but i think like if you don't want to like if you don't think that that cool like pressing right and wailing fucking solos for four hours is cool like the design's really cool, and the, I think that the the story is really cool. But gameplay wise, you're just walking. You're just fucking walking through loads of scenes, and I understand why that wouldn't make it particularly compelling. I think it's up there with like you know art direction and, and sound design, but gameplay, it's like it's just a, a a cute thing that maybe wouldn't have hit so hard if I didn't like glam rock and guitars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, lots of people love this game. It's on lots of game new lists. Yeah. I think it's very, very good. I, enjoy, I, I was very charmed by it. I like the way it looks. I wish the main gameplay wasn't kind of just walking right and doing a memory game like that. After a while, kind of loses its mm-hmm. shtick. Um, but I think, like, when it comes to art direction, when it comes to style, when it comes to originality, when it comes to world building, I think it's just really special. Yeah. Um, I like it more than unpacking. So do I. And it seems to be one of your favorite things. So, like, do you want to put it over I would unpacking? punt unpacking into the dust for this game. Because, <laughs> you know, like, it, it, as much as better games, but, like, it seems like it seems very, very high on your list. And I I think I can understand where you're coming from. Like, look, fuck the, the um, it's niche for me. Like, go, like why, is there any more you want to say about why you like the story or i think the cast is the incredible. Cast is incredible like i thought like there's more arguments made for our, our yeah escape. yeah good good shout on the cast it's um that the performances were fucking great there was nothing in there where i was like ah fuck this um it was the perfect length like sitting down and playing that in one night in four hours it yeah, did not overstay yeah. its welcome it just told its story and then it fucked off and i thought that was brilliant um it's just the the, the whole overarching thing of like being forced to be someone that you're not and then going on this journey of figuring out what you like 
was just mm-hmm. a really compelling thing to experience. And I think that the, something that everybody has experienced at some point and then getting to the end and then, you know, basically discovering exactly what you want to do and it puts stuff like even like the bit where you get to customize your outfit and it serves no purpose but it's like a a checkpoint in the game where it's like this is you figuring out who you are so you can continue your journey which yeah so why like sable (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it's just i i don't think there's anything in there where i was like yeah that's kind of a pain in the ass and it didn't it wasn't long enough for it to get to, to become a burden me. I mean, I, I respect. I like. I respect unpacking as a, as, a, as a very cute game. I think it's very well polished. I think it's terrific in what it's designed. But I think Artful Escape. I don't know. It did something very new and very kind of out yeah, there. Yeah. And, it, and and you write about it being four hours. Like you, it's in and out, and it kind of does this very well directed. And it's for a debut game, I think it's very impressive. Yeah, like um, absolutely no shade to unpacking. But if this is the overload top ten because it's overload, then I think. I, I would get rid of unpacking to keep Artful Escape in this fight. Jordan, what do you think? Um, I I didn't really like Artful Escape um, playing it. I thought all the design and the music and stuff like that was great. I ended I listened to that the, the wee folk song that's on like the start menu for like an hour because I had it open <laughs> while I was playing work and I was just like dee 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 dee. I was like this is this is nice. Um, I I, I absolutely hear you though. I think. I think I think it probably stays if we're if, if we're if we're sending unpacking packing, you know. <laughs> I think that's uh, um, Aye. yeah. I, 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 I mean, awful escape is 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 my sable and probably your chivalry, but um, I think there are more more things on here that I would want to fight for more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Danny didn't have much more to fight for. I think they're pretty, you know settled with what with the kind of top things that were never that leaves whatever. one more conversation ladies and gentlemen we have one game to cut the list as it stands hitman 3 eternal chicory ratchet and clank the artful escape definitely <laughs> guardians of the galaxy halo infinite inscription overboard the we have to do it we have to have the fight that we've been having in discord for the past month we have to discuss inscription that's not going off this fucking list at number 10. You think you're putting Forgotten City below Inscription? You're off your fucking map. I want to hear what Jordan Midler has to say about Inscription, actually. <clears throat> so, um, I absolutely adore the first chapter of Inscription. I like card games. I like weird shit like that. I was so fucking hooked. I was like, if I get fucking, if I get four hours more of this with my fucking double-heated moose that has so much attack, it's such a fucking, I'd, I'd set up this perfect fucking combination where every time I used a squirrel, which you kind of need to set up like a, a main attacker, once that would get consumed, I would get another one straight away. So I would constantly have shit on the field. I was replenishing. I was replenishing. I was like, this is amazing. I'm flying through this. I can't wait to see how hard it gets. And then it all stops. Because then, for some inconceivable reason, they throw this all away for what is an ugly looking, badly playing, and significantly worse version of the same game in this kind of like 8-bit art style that I could not fucking believe. I literally asked if it was a joke because I was praying that it was. It it really, really disappointed me because if the whole game was like the first chapter of Inscription, I would be like, it's fucking, it's like my three or four. Like it's so, so good. I enjoyed the card mechanics so much. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think it completely throws it away and I actively enjoy the card mechanics less because the interface looks way worse on the fucking 8-bit version and it's harder to tell what's Uh going on and it also loses all the shit of like the things you find around the room that you can fucking you can you, you can you can bring in and the things that are on the table that you can interact with in the game like it just why would you why would you get that and be like okay just give them that for like an hour or two or three hours whatever, then fuck it off just just get rid of it i had so much i felt like it was robbed from me i had so much more time i wanted to spend with that version of inscription that i'm thrilled that that roguelike version's out now because i'll be playing the shit out of that but um yeah massively 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 bitterly disappointed with that twist and i know what happens in like the third chapter and stuff like that and that is interesting but it's nothing new so it, it doesn't it doesn't justify it to me but um, mm-hmm. danny i i know i i don't actually know where you set an inscription because the the night that you were playing it, the discord was popping off and it seemed like i was gonna be like oh fuck me am i gonna have to fight these two cunts for it being number one but when i kind of when i said what i was saying you're like oh yeah i get that i get that so where are you um at? sort of with you right in that i thought that i was real surprised that i liked it at all because i'm not mega into deck builders i'm not into like first person creepy horror games at all as we've uh, glossed over before but i was absolutely hooked by the first person gameplay bit where you're in the shack and you're solving the puzzles and you're trying to outplay this monster with all his personas and i thought that that was fucking great and then like i i I had the same run as you i had like an absolute god run i had the fucking squirrel totem where i could get extra cards and i had another buff that just let me pick any card that i wanted out of my deck every single round like i was i was unstoppable i got that on the last run as well it was so fucking yeah and i just i barreled through and i was like full of adrenaline i was like let's fucking go i'm a god i'm a god and then i got to the end and then finished it and then it turned into the little top-down pixely thing and i thought that that was fucking great i was like god it's like it's like the game but it's a whole other game and that was a real novel thing for me but i don't really like that kind of like top-down pixely adventure game i haven't played many in my life and i I know that people absolutely fucking love them and yeah you know that classic like link to the past look and it's like oh that's that's really cool it's cool that they did that that's an iconic thing that i can get behind but i don't want to continue that and i think you're right in that the card game started to feel I, like I didn't like it as much on that in that, that pixely interface. It didn't feel as clear what was going on. And it, it ruined the card art. The card art was so cool. It was, yeah. Like, yeah. The, fucking, the fucking, oh God, it's so fucking, the st- and the stoat with his fucking cheeky face, it just looks so done with everything. Yeah, oh, the, the design was really nice. Like the, the way you kind of hovered over everything and the, the like everything was really nice in that first person shit and I, I get why they did it and it's like oh cool now it's a cool twee little fucking pixel game that everyone fucking likes but I don't like those kinds of games but I think like standalone like Inscription could have been a fucking killer game like if it was just the first act and then it ended I would be so yeah. satisfied with just that because I think it has the yep. potential to evolve and it, it I don't want to like call it because the rest of the game was disappointing because it was not like it was disappointing. I just didn't want to play the fucking bit. rest of the game. I've just said it like the, if, the, where it goes like from here. I just I, I don't know, but like going from that first part, which was incredible, to the second part, which was I appreciated the twist, but I didn't like it as much. Was like, eh. right? Can I talk about the act two and three of Inscription? I because I think they're terrific. Not as good as the first act, but I think they're fucking brilliant. Um, right. I'll get into like 
why you know we'll, we'll talk more about i think i'd like to talk more about act one because i think it's weird talking about act because the, the game doesn't say acts in this game it doesn't say act one you're now moving to act two moving act three inscription is a like fucking cursed game you're found in the woods and you have this this shack gameplay where you've got this bet builder and there's a hundred things I've got notes on about why that's fucking insanely brilliant. The way that it's it's not just Hearthstone, like the totems, the scale system, the fact that everything has like its place, nothing goes to waste, leftover damage becoming currency that you need to buy things, mm-hmm. the fact that cards of personality and fucking talk to you. So like if there's engagement with rituals, I actually, oh, I don't want to save that card because I want to see what happens with this character. That's insane. Um, getting up from the table, talking around, finding, walking around, finding secrets, the entire tone of it. Anyway, more in Act 2 and Act 3. But that, you finish the game in an inscription and it goes, cool, like you're back here, you can do more runs. It will guide you to this secret, the fucking clock on the wall and doing this thing. But a lot of people might actually play inscription, just play that first act and be like, great game. I did that. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd finished the game. I went in the podcast like, great game. I think Act 2 and 3 to be more like, more like various different expansions than to be like continuing of a narrative. But by the time I got to Act 3, it actually has this really satisfying arc that I really liked. Now, Act 2, um, you're not in it for that long. Like It's not like the rest of the game. Act 1, I spent like eight, nine hours in just going over and over again. Act 2, you basically like, it gives you more of a story of like who Leshy is, who the person you're fighting is. The, the the idea of scribes like lots of this like world building for while you're here mm-hmm. um you go around and it becomes like a more tactical deck builder like you're going around collecting card packs and it gives the opportunity to actually build more of a deck instead of inscription where you kind of just like get things along the way um which is a little bit quite intimidating but it makes it a little more complex a little more harder you have to yeah, thing. Think- it expands the type of game completely because it adds two different categories originally working with hearts and bones this now adds it and adds and adds magic it adds it adds robotics as technical energy cells mm-hmm. of circuits there are circuits that you can connect up so it adds powers which is fucking insanely I cool just, i i i um, like, i just want to hop in for a second and say that that is cool but i think what let it down was like it's so it's it's so less intriguing and easy to follow when it's on the that at the act two screen rather than the act one screen so introducing like new things but not really talking about it is like kind of a bummer it kind of it gets the game gets really complex but in its worst form for me well i got used to the look of it very fast i think like the look of the actual adventure part of walking around i think looks really great um i think definitely the the look of act one looks much better than you know in in pixel art form um but like you go through it pretty fast so once you find a good deck like i beat the first boss I beat the bosses pretty much first try after I, 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 and you can just try again immediately after. It's not like you go through the roguelike run again. Um, a lot of the pixel art characters are a lot kind of, there's a lot more creepy and humor themes in script. In the, in the first act, it's very, a lot more subtle, a little bit subdued, a little bit weird, but in act two, it really allows it to be quite more cursed. There's like heads on spikes that are kind of being trapped there. There are people trapped in like, in robotic suits that are screaming out for help every now and then halfway through dialogue. A lot of that kind of style and tone and writing is a lot more extenuated. The music is the best in Act 2. It's fucking rad. The stuff in like the, mag- the Magical Tower is some of the best music I've heard in description. And the way that I wasn't really paying attention to the music in Act 1, it's kind of rep- it's the same kind of tunes. Good music, but it was very special in Act 2 in a way that I think it was trying to boost a lot of the style themes, knowing that a lot of the 
aesthetics of act one were gone they were kind of replacing that with like let's add more music more kind of humor and horror and again like i got through that pretty fast and i kind of enjoyed the technical build for side and then through you know reasons or other it goes to act three which is like a robotic sci-fi futuristic version of act one so it's you can still get up from the table an entirely new room environment you it opens up the table to five lanes instead of four so it makes it harder uh, it makes like a different system with energy cells. So it, the thing that Joe was wondering about, I want it to be harder. I want it to get bigger. You do get that. This is a I'm. This is the lot. I've not finished this part yet. I'm still playing this because I'm enjoying it. It's a lot more challenging. It's the kind of thing that Jordan wanted to get into, um, and it still has all those kind of little secrets. You, I'm not picking up new cards with new, with new personalities from previously in the game that has that thing like Stoat, um, but it's like more challenging like it's not like the sacrifice thing it's like there's different sigils that are added in it adds lunch a bunch of new different content they've changed up the gameplay and i think it definitely changes tone as well because in, in act one it's creepy and it's got this dark humor thing but like with leshy it's kind of like you're kind of comfort in the same way like there's, there's the burning fire and it's like a little bit you feel a bit more safe in act three it's 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 upsetting a little bit more because they're a lot, they're a lot more cynical, a lot more like you feel like you're being attacked and you're in this, you're being kept prisoner because you've got them locked up quite a lot. Um, and it and it changes the system of play completely. Instead of this, in in inscription, you're on this this page that you're kind of you're moving forward and forward and forward and forward, and then you get back to the front and you move forward and forward and forward like a road. Like in Act Three, it's like more of a, it's more of a. I don't know. It's like an, it's more like a. It's the same uh, page, you know, moving down, down, left, right. But you can go different directions. There are checkpoints, so you're not just starting from the beginning. You're kind of adds, adds the currency. It adds a system where you add bounty hunters. So if you have too much currency, bounty hunters will show up in your games Ooh. as powerful characters, and they'll go like, "Hey, I'm Casey Hobbs, and you're gonna get fucked up." And they're like six power, fifty health, mm-hmm. and they just come out of nowhere and fucking demolish you if you don't spend your money again. Lots of new, very interesting mechanics that get added in there. No, it doesn't have like the the kind of like cursed little shack vibes of the first one, but it has this theme uh, combined with the kind of weird meta stuff that Daniel Mullins is doing of like the start of the game, you have like old tabletop style stuff. It's like, it's all real, it's paper, it's ink. You have someone putting, he's putting on a silly mask and doing voices. It's like D&D tabletop board games that kind of stuff then the middle act you have like pixel you have the genesis of video games where it's like 8-bit weird glitchy binary stuff that's happening and then it moves on to act three which is like more modern more more complex and technical but also kind of less more soulless more creepy in a way that's a bit more corporate in a way that I think is kind of a commentary on like games themselves that i really enjoyed like it's a lot about like playing with different gaming tropes and 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 playing around with those and i know and and the fact that you can go from that f- very full act one game that it's, an, that it's that it's an incredible legendary game in itself and change genre completely to what i think is very is a very good um pixel game which probably you know his experience in pony islands is doing that kind of stuff and then go to go back to a remix of the first one with more mechanics, more complexity in like a different tone and having like an arc through the whole thing, I think makes it one of the greatest in-games ever fucking made. 
and I think it it deserves a high spot on this list and is not a number eleven. You know what I that I, I take that, and I think looking at the list that we have curated, this is a difficult one because there are there's like I guess three danger zones here, but they're all in the awkward in that um, we will fight. Me and you, Harry, will fight for overboard but Jordan has no concept of it. You and Jordan will fight for Forgotten City, but I have no concept of it. And then Awful Escape is up there just kind of vibing <laughs> and uh, in the danger zone. So it's it's serious. I will. I, I, I mean, I can fight less for Forgotten City because I've barely played the thing. I played it on like as much as... I don't play it more than me. Um, but like, it's a thing where like I get the feeling that I would agree with him, but I just, you know, I don't have much of a concept of that. So I just have to kind of way bullies by and again we're, we're all arguing this but i don't know how much we're arguing this like i i argued for overboard but at this rate when it's fucking going against an inscription i could i could shove overboard down the fucking swally and just kick it to death Chuck like, it overboard yeah yeah so, exactly. so it's from what i got from that you would fight more for overboard than for gone City. i don't know it's tough for me like the, the like i i put them very similar for me um jordan what did you think of my my speech there by the way i'm not i'm not heard <laughs> from you um I I think because of how much I love the start of Inscription, it, it's an easy 10. However, getting it as in it's an easy top 10, but I think the the fucking, the, the amount my face was fucking tripping me throughout that second act uh, will really struggle getting it up, but I wouldn't worry about trying about cutting it now. I just don't think that's realistic. Um, it sounds like it's between Chicory and Overboard and Forgotten City. Yeah, because I I have no concept of chicory, but I'm willing to to back it because of <coughs> how much I think that I will like it and how much you guys liked it. But I can't um, do I that with like Forgotten City as well. Um, chicory overboard Forgotten City, and I guess Artful. Like we're there. I think Artful is there because you know. I think you engage a lot. Way I think your arguments are good. I think the 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 argument that it's a four hour thing is also very nice, but. I think a lot of these games do more engaging gameplay stuff, mm-hmm. and now I'm just—I'm really not sure. I think Overboard is the one to go for me in my list because I liked it a lot, but see, it's—it was—it was a fun gameplay loop, but I was—it didn't—it didn't like hit me in the way that these other games hit me. If would you put? Artful over overboard. Yeah, I would. Because I think that I have in my that list. is what would tip it into uh, the bin. I think because if we were both fighting for overboard, I would let Artful go because. Actually, no. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my list and actually, Artful is way below overboard. But I'm just I'm thinking about it now. And I'm just kind of rethinking it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, what do you? What do you? What does your gut say right now? Well, Danny? Artful was a personal play, and I didn't think that it was going to get this far at all um and it seems to have surprised both of you but i think it, in terms of like collaborating on putting the games that we vibe with the most up here it feels like overboard is is slightly ahead of artful what do you reckon john okay i don't know like obviously i, I didn't play overboard but i think like i prefer like emotional arguments to like cold logic arguments and i think i prepared your artful argument to the overboard one mm-hmm. i prefer a game that's like that says to someone i prefer a game that someone can feel like this was made for explicitly me rather than something that like 
it's really good but it didn't make you go down this fucking also it wasn't just a personal thing it's like talking about the kind of story of artful escape of being like finding your way being embarrassed for what you truly want to do in life and kind of being pressured into a certain thing i think a lot of that is a lot more engaging than it's like that oh. train guy Overboard. <laughs> it's the awful escape is the francis boss for our video game with with three hours in let's do the let's do the train guy segment real quick <laughs> yeah i think you're right i think like overboard i enjoyed playing overboard more but artful was much more personal and much more like opening the game like the, the first bit where it's like press x to shred and everything lights up around you my brain was like Ugh! like it was like one of the coolest things i've ever seen like it was made personally for me and i can't put that below yeah, but just, then it just like does that for the rest of the game it does <laughs> but i cut that i can't put that moment below like overboard like just being a good game to play and then i put it down and i was like ah good game good game but artful i thought about for fucking ages afterwards yeah artful's gonna be, be in mine to... either way and it might be in yours i would be i would be happy to take artful over overboard it is hot hi- overboard is higher for mm-hmm. me in my list but i think for the mutual one it just seems like i think you've put up a good argument yeah, i think okay. it seems more engaging and more like my distinct yeah my distinction is that it feels like if we take overboard over artful overboard is just a de facto 10 and it's really boring whereas there's like i just i, th- I think artful is a better pick i just do yeah yeah i didn't fuck with it i didn't fuck with it as much but like, but I, you understand you why it. it resonates which i appreciate oh yeah Let's do it. Let's lock it in. Yeah. Stop finding it right. Okay, folks, as we take our halftime break, the final 10 games in no particular order are Hitman 3, Returnal, Chicory, A Colourful Tale, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, The Artful Escape, Deathloop, Guardians of the Galaxy, Halo Infinite, Inscription, and Forgotten City. You will hear a brief musical interlude, but we are going to go and eat something because that has been three <laughs> hours of podcasting. Very demoralized. Um, <laughs> who the fuck is listening to this, by the way? And then when we come back, we will order these from one to ten, which will be fifty hours of podcasting. But until then, we'll see you in a second. Gaming. Welcome back to the second half of Overload's Game of the Year Deliberations podcast. When we left you, we had 10 games in no particular order. Those games are Hitman 3, Returnal, Jacaria Colourful Tale, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, The Artful Escape, Deathloop, Guardians of the Galaxy, Halo Infinite, Inscription, and The Forgotten City. Now, this this is where the fun begins to quote Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is it? Horror begins. I don't know. I feel like we're going to be telling my therapist about this very day, three years from now. <laughs> mm. This is going to be a, the Wikipedia part of Overload called like the downfall. <laughs> I think it would be smart to shove Chicory, Artful, Halo, Inscription, and Forgotten City in a cluster. I think it would be smart for you to shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Dis- yeah, I disagree completely. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is not better than Inscription. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy is significantly better than Inscription. Significantly better. You barely got Inscription in the top ten. Fucking enjoy your number ten. Fucking terrible. Like the the fact that it's like Guardians Galaxy is good because we I had low expectations and it's a lot of fun, but like. It's still very Inscription's bad because I had high expectations and it's it's it really disappointed me. Guardians of the Galaxy is not middling. That is completely wrong. 
I disagree completely. Go on then, Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy, let's go. Um, it's a lot of fun. I think the redesigns of the characters are really smart in the way it's kind of like close to film, but still kind of got the originality. Um, the kind of quippy banter I found I didn't really, I wasn't that into that much. Uh, like like the quipping got overwhelming a lot and kind of annoying after a while because it's, it's constant talking no matter what. Um, the actual genuine moments I liked a lot. And the combat I found to be just, it did the job, but it was pretty basic. Like it's just shooting a lot with with you and like it got better after you used the abilities for guardians but a lot of the enemies were just were just kind of grunt folk the, the boss battles i think i really enjoyed the boss battles from though the big monster counts but like when it got to the end it was it was a thing i think a terrible end and and uh, while i liked a lot of the story beats i think the narrative is, is, is one to go for i think overall it's, it's like a yeah i think a really really good game that i really enjoyed um but there are things here that i think are way more impactful than guardians what was it about the and is the thing you didn't like about the ending incredibly spoilery or um i guess i mean i just found it to be kind of on a on a gameplay combat thing boring on a narrative thing dissatisfying on a comedic thing cringy and on a on a twist fun thing annoying and overall just kind of was like oh well but i enjoyed my time with it um i like to bat for it because i think a lot of people underrate it i think it's actually like for what it was and i'm you know i came into it i predicted this game was going to be shite um but i like the animations i like how all the characters are kind of dynamically moving around each other i like how they do kind of pick up in things you're doing and it like it's the first game with like multiple ai characters where you don't really notice their AI. There's never, there's never one issue with like someone who's glitched, someone lagging behind. Like mm-hmm. everyone's with you as a unit. You feel like a unit, and I love that. Yeah. Um, but like the actual do to do just felt a bit kind of mechanical and 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 paint by numbers. What do you What did you think, Danny? See, I I get where you're coming from, but I think I enjoyed it a lot more, and I think Guardians deserves a spot higher than ten, just because of how much it surprised us all because we'd pegged it as like this kind of middle of the road superhero game and it came out exceeding all of our expectations and the narrative was great it looks fucking fantastic the the writing is just absolutely brilliant and i i i, I don't know what the end looks like and i sort of don't want it spoiled either but i think is it i i can't see it being super super disappointing to a point where i would hate to have it higher up yeah i mean I, I'm, I'm like i know people i think a lot of people get really stressed out about endings be like oh like i hated the end of this movie this game but like i tend i tend not to be that bothered like i i really much i like to package the whole experience and i like the whole experience but like it yeah. did take into it and it's the kind of game where like it's big it's loud it's fancy it's stylish and the ending was like the, like the ending boss battle was like very non-stylish it's like in a fucking I don't want to start, but it's like a 20 by 20 meter space and it's like uh, pretty dull and repetitive. Yeah. And I don't know, like I, I like the story, um, but like all of the, the combat was like fun to turn my brain off and get through. But like if it comes to like top tier games of the year, there are things gameplay wise that I liked a lot more. I have yeah. it over, I have it over checkery, forgotten and artful. Um, I'm happy. For that, as well. I think I, I'm having put chicory, um, like, and like the bottom nine ten. 
That works for me because I can't really vouch for Shikari properly. Also, Forgotten City is a weird one, but it's because like I, we're going and the word of a madman. Yeah, but going, I'm going, I'm enjoying it conceptually, and I can't really vouch for actually like by playing it. So that's a bit of a weird one. But like, yeah, it's on our top ten overload mutual list when like only only one of us has actually properly played it. Um, and I feel that all the times. Um, you fucking yeah. vouched for it, you wee prick. I did, I did. I'm, I'm glad it's on here, but like, yeah, overboard like, died for, for the for say to be anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, but like, but when we're, t- if we're talking about ranking it, like, if we're yeah. if we're put, if we're making for- if forgot if I'm putting Forgotten City over games I've actually played fully and loved, like, yeah, I think it's, it's a weird a one to do. So, did, you, did you say you want Forgotten City as a ten or Chicory as a ten? No, I, 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 so at least you've both played Chicory and have vouched for it. We've both played Forgotten City as well. Harry's not oh. vouching for it as strongly. He's going on. He's going on vibes. I mean, so I, I love Chicory way more than Forgotten City, I but think like based on vibes, well, no, not way more, but like it just has to be a ten because. Mm, I, 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 disa- I, I disagree. I don't think that's actually relevant to the ranking. What do you, what, us playing the games isn't relevant no, no, to no, the no, ranking no, 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 of the games? No, that's that's very clearly not what I said. I mean, just because like proportionally, like Harry's played all of one and a bit of one, and I've played most of one and a bit of the other one i don't think that actually means much um i just uh, think what forgotten city does is a lot more interesting yeah i think i agree with that actually yeah over chicory you're right i think you're right like about forgotten city like chicory i love what chicory does but i always go for games that do things in new and ambitious and interesting ways which is another reason why i love inscription a game that mm-hmm. nothing else is like um but on chicory like does it a new way, nails it, but isn't as, like, kind of weird and original as Forgotten City, I think. Alright. I don't have a fucking horse in this race. You discuss yeah. it among yourselves. I haven't played either of them. Well, your horse is just coming crashing into the room, because I actually think Chicory's above Artful for me. Um, You know what? I didn't think Artful was going to get on this list, on this yeah, top ten at true. all. So I would I would settle for it hitting nine. Oh, that That's more than it deserves. In, in the parish chat. I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd in, put it in overload language. Yeah. Um, so, how does this sound? Going from 10 to 7. Artful, Guardians, Checkery, Forgotten. What? Uh, from 10? Yeah, from 10, to, from 10 to 6 or whatever that would be. How so, did Artful get to the bottom? You, you just said you're happy to be at like a nine, but you said, but you all said that we I all did. said that Chicory more than Artful, so Chicory is a ten. Then it means like so Forgotten City at eight. I said I I I I want I, I'm happy with Forgotten City above Chicory. Um, I like I mean I like Forgotten City and Chicory more than Artful. I think Jordan I'm the same too. boat. I okay. Look, nothing's locked in. Nothing's locked in. Until... We'll we'll do passes. We'll, like, yeah, 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 there'll yeah, be yeah. things that like now that we've gone over it, we'll be like actually like I'm not. How can this be better than that? Like yeah, yeah. We just need to um, put in some numbers. And... I'm just. This is an awkward spot for me to to be in because I haven't played Chicory or Forgotten City. I'm just going on your vibes. Mm-hmm. But artful getting getting in here is a victory for me. Nice, yeah. nice font ch- uh, choice. I would say. I think that's, that's quite nice. Forgotten City above Guardians, is that what we're going for? Um, I think... I, it, in it fact, might... I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't do that. I'd probably do Guardians above Forgotten City, because I really fucking liked Guardians. Yeah, like, it, it seems weird to put a game that we both really fucking liked under a yeah. game that one of us yeah, has put, properly... Yeah, put, put Guardians above. Yeah. I think I, I was surprised you put Guardians that low, actually. I thought you were going to fight for it higher. But honestly, looking at the rest of these games, fuck me, these are some games. 
Uh-huh. Um, right, we have to have a word about Halo. It's already too Halo's, high. <laughs> Halo's number six. Halo has to be number six. <laughs> yeah, it can't be. I think so. I think so. <laughs> and I would argue yeah. it's snuck in far too long and that its inscription's number five. Uh, I want to talk about Returnal. Yeah! yeah we, sh- we need a... This is overdue. <laughs> this is Because, o- listen, buddy, like... <laughs> need to have that talk mm-hmm. how would you like to start this um I can how about first we just talk about want. the game like you talk about the game i'll okay. talk about the game danny talks about the game i think um returnal is basically a perfect syncopation of the story and the gameplay it's an incredibly difficult game sometimes too difficult because it's not it's not everyone's cup of tea and i understand that but the entire narrative is about getting through an extremely traumatic event and dealing with PTSD and getting through difficult hurdles that is echoed in the gameplay directly. The things you are killing are directly tied to, like, the, the bosses that you're killing are directly tied to the events that you're trying to get over. And I think that that elevates it from simply a game that's really hard, whereas in something like Dark Souls, it's really hard, but a lot of the things you're coming up against, it's like, here's Kong of the Splunk. He's just this mm-hmm. big cunt with fucking wings, but he doesn't actually represent anything apart from being cool. And there's just obviously something to be said with just being cool. I think Returnal is much more considered. Um, I wish those story elements were presented in a way that you don't have to be fucking cracked at games to get to them because they're so fucking solid and they're so cool and they're so. I feel like mature dark sci-fi doesn't really have a place in games, and I wish it did because I find it really interesting. But um, yeah, so I think that works incredibly well i don't think you're getting better like shooting mechanics in a game this year with maybe the exception of halo infinite's multiplayer but it's like apples and oranges essentially and um, i think the aesthetic in terms of like this ancient civilization that seems ancient but also futuristic is incredibly well done it's obviously aping things like alien and prometheus and things like that but i think it kind of it stops just feeling like those um, and I also think Celine's performance is really good and it, it takes a lot to carry a game when you are like basically the only voice through the entire thing and um, I think the <clears throat> excuse me this terrible subway is coming back on me um, I think the the element of like finding previous Celine's bodies and learning about the game through that way is really kind of novel um, I, I wish the, the like player versus other player stuff was implemented a bit better Um I think that the sheer number of guns you get in that game is really cool. I also wish they unlocked them a bit earlier. But yeah, it just, it, it worked for me because it felt like there was a reason that it was hard rather than I got through it and that was hard as fuck. It was like, oh, it's hard as fuck because getting over what she has to get over is hard as fuck. Um, but yeah, that's 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 why it worked so well for me. I swear to God. Oh. Sorry, for, for those in the, the uninitiated, I had a subway during the break and it was fucking awful <laughs> and it's made me feel really nauseous, but... Oh, one of you go while I take a drink of water. Okay, I'll talk about Returnal. Go on. Um, I really like Returnal. It's in my personal top 10. Um, it's fucking hard as nails. It looks great. I love playing a roguelike in like third-person shooter. That's just a unique experience I've never really had before. Again, like echoing my theme of like I like games that do things new in, in interesting ways. Um, there is I, I only recently got to the second fucking level of the game Um, I think I would have gotten there a lot earlier but there are reasons which I'll go into why not Um, in the first part it, it's like you're on it's the overgrown ruins of the first like uh, floor basically and I put a lot of hours into this game Um, 
in that first bit, I've 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 gotten all the story that Jordan mentioned. I have gotten basically none of. At the very start, you're introduced to a little bit of context. I go into the 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 house that has a little bit of scene. I've never gone into that house ever again. It never let me do any more yeah. narratives. Um, so I've gotten none of that, and I'm just throwing myself at without that. What I find to be extremely repetitive gameplay. They're in roguelikes, why like a roguelikes is every run is slightly different. You might bring a different tool set. Things the rooms might end up being a little bit different. You might bring a different lo- level of your powers a little differently. In Returnal, there's three weapons in the first level, which so you get a shotgun, which is shite, a pistol, which is shite, and a and a rifle, which is good. So I'm essentially aiming for the same weapon every time, fighting against the same four enemies or so at a time, um, and it's very very time consuming to the point. Well, I'm having fun and I'm really enjoying myself doing these levels, but I get to the boss and the boss isn't that when you've played Returnal for that long, when you've played it and get used to it, it's not that hard. Like I can I can be I could if I played it like uh over and over again, I could I beat it on like maybe my fourth or fifth go, but I kept getting wallets before then. But if you do get all the way there and reset to the start, it's such a like it's it takes so much willpower to actually stand up and go again there's so much time you go into it especially when like that's the first floor i'm now getting to second floor and once i got to the second floor and something getting put back to the start i will just want to play another game it quickly became less and less joyless the more i played however what i do enjoy about it is just like the sheer incredible game design that's within these levels like you know all the little tiny details and touches that go into the actual roguelike experience i think are great i just found it to be a little too repetitive at the start bit that didn't make didn't like and a lot of roguelikes they'll do things where so gradually as you play they'll give you something that'll make it a little bit easier a little bit easier or like a little more kind of you know versatile you know like hades does this where they kind of you can unlock things a little bit along the way uh returnal goes like fuck you uh none of that which is not a I don't think it's a, it's not a diss. That's just the that's just the the style of the game. It's like you have you have to rise to it. It doesn't lure to you, which I respect. But there's certain players that like that and certain players that don't. And I'm a and I'm a player that goes, okay, I'll just play something else then. Like I will mm-hmm. just get a little bored and do something else. <clears throat> so just um, go, just going off that point specifically, Returnal actually does do that, but it's it's a it's an issue with the way that the the world is rolled each time you go into it. So um once you get to like the third biome even this even does this with the second biome you could go into the first uh, area and then through that first door there will be a side like a side path that just takes you to the second biome without having to do yeah there's a, there's a shortcut which i yeah. like there's and also as that that's throughout the whole game and it never makes you under leveled you will always get an item that brings you up to the level of that area so it does mean mm-hmm. that like when i was really deep into it and i was like going through five and six i would still start in the first area come out go through one door be in area three and then go through a second door and be in area five like it it does it does account for that but that that first that's like the the first level is like the fucking that's like the litmus test for whether or not you're going to go on this journey essentially um Mm -hmm. and because from there it's it's not easy it's not like plain sailing but it doesn't throw anything at you that's like conceptually off-putting it's like if you if you have fucked with returnal up until beating freik and going into the second area and and killing those fucking octopus things at the start of the uh, second yeah. area it's so hard um it kind of the, the the encounters just get like more and more grand 
and the areas you go to look so fucking good and it's the last area which is like at the bottom of the ocean essentially is one of the most spectacular things i've ever seen seeing the fucking all the laser effects going through water and having that all rendered looks fucking amazing and it's so scary because you'll just be like running up because obviously it's just blackness all around you because it's water and you'll be running down this path and this massive thing will just like saddle up next to you and it's like that subnautica thing i shat myself (laughs) um i think that's all um stunning and i think that um yeah i i I, as i said i think they should dole out the weapons and more and kind of a more balanced way because towards the end like i found the weapon i liked which was it's one that essentially shoots out pylons so it'll shoot out up to like 16 pylons and then a beam will interconnect between all of them so you can basically just set traps around things and it'll damage them so i got that in like the third biome and that took me to finishing the game whereas all this new stuff was popping out of chest and i was like ah do, do, do i want to touch this do I want rocket launcher fucking big laser sword thing like i'm not sure but yeah i do I, I do agree that like that first basically when it's teaching you how to play returnal can be very fucking demotivating um mm-hmm. but I'd, uh as in the fucking quick play like obviously it's a bit different because i'd fucking had just completed the game but as you say it's not the hardest thing in the world i think the difficulty of returnal is slightly oversold um mm-hmm. it's just very um deliberate but yeah it, it, it seems more like it's more of a more or less of a test of skill and more of a test of your willpower to keep going yeah it's, it's like you have to be skilled enough to every single there's no minor kind of battles in returnal all of them deserve like a better concentration and that's kind of the thing that's yeah. what is teaching because when i was playing death door i was like god like i wish it was it reminded me how much returnal like the enemies feel as challenging the boss is obviously more challenging but enemies every room feels like could take you out um yeah but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel unfair in that way. Like I think it's it, it is an incredible game, but like that side of it as that as that type of player, I didn't have. I just kind of I would have put that game down a while ago if it wasn't for this and, and out of respect for Jordan Midler. In honesty, Danny. Hello. I guess its placements here hedges slightly on what I thought of Returnal after playing it for the first time yesterday. And you know me, I don't like hard video games. I certainly don't like roguelikes. And (laughs) I like Returnal. (laughs) I I went in expecting to just not like it because I like to cruise through and have a nice time with games. If they get a little bit harder, a little bit fucking puzzling, I'm like, nah, mate, I will simply just play something else with my limited free time. And I was going through, and I, like, for the first, like, half an hour or so, didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just running through these fucking biomes, shooting, like, catfish on legs, like, <laughs> fucking zooting about with the little fucking thing. I was get- I got my ass handed to me a few times, and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but it's great. And I-, I haven't really encountered any of the narrative stuff, but I know that it's there, which is more compelling to go back to. And there's just something about it. Like, I- I'm-, I'm absolutely fucking shite at it, and I haven't got very far, but there's there is something that makes you want to go back into it. That it's... It's incredibly well designed. It looks absolutely fantastic. It 
feels very nice. Like it never feels like it's being unfair to you or it's just being hard just for the sake of being hard. Like it's, it's, it's coming in and saying like, get your fucking shit together. We're going down boys. But in a, in a way that accommodates you. And I was like, I'm not saying that, oh, it's it's easy, but I, I certainly don't feel like I'm just fucking up because the game is bad. I'm fucking up because I'm fucking up and it's, it's so compelling to go back to. And I didn't think that it was going to hit me as hard as it did, but like I played it for a bit and I was like, yeah, cool. I know what Returnal is. I'll, uh, I'll fucking whatever. And then I went back to it because I wanted to go back to it. And I, I, I think after a while, like as Harry said, I think it will get to a point where I'm like hitting a wall and just can't be fucked with it. Um, mm-hmm. but it really, it did resonate with me in, in terms of its design and like, you're not just like, just like a space guy, like barreling through this really, really hard gameplay for the sake of shooting aliens because it's hard and it's all, you know, like, you know, like the, the doom vibe, you're just this yeah. guy and you're fucking blasting through these like super cool levels and there's fucking riffs and shit. It's very atmospheric and you know, you're just this fucking... It gives me, like, alien vibes. It gives me, like, yeah. Ripley and sure, alien it's, it's vibes. Very, it's, it's alien Prometheus is, like, the kind of yeah. always the visual yeah, vibe that I, I, I take from it. I like that, and I like that there's an element of exploration and discovery and not just really, really fucking hard gameplay. And it's, it was more than I thought it was going to be, and it, it held my interest. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I just A wish lot of you could both see how much more it actually is. Because it just it, it it it's just a fucking upward trajectory in terms of like the design uh, from like a artistic perspective. The story gets so fucking interesting. It's like, and they do specific things around. Um, have Danny? Did you reckon? I don't know if it actually plays that early in the game, but have you just recognized like a wee whistling tune that goes through it? Um, not that I can recall. I'm only a few hours in. I think it. I think it's like this is a minor spoiler, but it's like. It plays the. It's on like an organ. It plays the first couple of notes from "Don't Fear the Reaper" by Blue Oyster Cult throughout like the entire thing. <laughs> and a, a, as you get closer to the third, uh, the fourth boss, you realize that the boss is playing that on a giant organ that's like the size of the planet. That's it, fucking insane. It's one of the. He's, he's at like the top of this massive fucking like tower, and you climb up it, and it just gets louder, and it gets like uncomfortably loud, and then you fucking drop down and fight him, and it's and it turns out it's because it's a fucking it's a song that someone significant to Celine's trauma was like singing um at the time of like the accident that caused all of this and it's just fucking that's fucking like, badass <laughs> as, as i was going up to it i was like is that fucking is that fucking don't feel the reason and then i was like oh yes that is because it's so loud that it's fucking making my teeth vibrate that would have been um, that that's a, a, the kind of thing that would have just punted it straight up the fucking list yeah, for that, me. That's, yeah but, that stuff is so fucking but so it's, cool it's a difficult one for me because even though i did like it more than i thought i would and i think it's a great game fundamentally i don't think there's a game on this list that i like less than it apart from maybe hitman and not because hitman is bad just because hitman was what i expected it to be it's just mm. hitman but again and better whereas returnal was just something different entirely um but Everything that Danny's saying about Eternal, I also felt when I had when I played that more. But 
I just think that early game gets it. They don't give you enough, and it's just mm-hmm. like that, and that repetitiveness. The fact that you you just do get the same thing over and over again. The rooms I start to memorize the rooms that I, I I'm going. Oh yeah, this is the room with that ledge. That I know that. Like to be fair, you're supposed to do that part of it. That is part of the the journey. Yeah, and but like. And you were saying you can pull the narrative. I have no idea what the narrative is really. I've, I was given like a tiny pebble of it and then just never yeah, have until... And, I, and now I'm like into the second part and I still didn't get any new bit of it until like I imagine I get a little bit deeper in. But and like I, 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 I fully believe you and I think that rest of the game sounds fucking rad. But I think like the repetitiveness of that first section of the game, I, I think is a f- frustrating thing, especially because that's the part that... that is the selling point for am I gonna go again? Like, am I gonna have another shot at this? And if like if it's like that and I and I and I have to do this part again, even if it's just to get to the shortcut bit, like it's more likely for me to be like, I'm just gonna put my controller down and play something else. Cause it's very time consuming. Yeah, I I I follow you just until that last bit, because obviously it's it's something you have to experience, but get, it really does go at a fucking clip when you start getting into the the later biomes, because it doesn't want you fanning about in that first theater either. Um mm-hmm like occasionally the third boss is really fucking tough and occasionally i would do like right i'm going i'm going for a fucking full sweep i would do every room in the first area every room in the second area every room in the third and be like tanked up for the for the for the boss fight so there is like those rooms will change depending on how many of like the triggers you've kind of hit Uh so like how many bosses you've you've killed and stuff like that now now that i'm in the fucking post game and i start at level 15 the doors open and (laughs) it's like 15 fucking squid monsters jesus christ um but yeah i think uh i i am i am aware that i'm aware that it has flaws i think that the flaws are more obvious when you've not played the entire thing because when i finished returnal i'd played it for like 55 hours Mm -hmm. and that that period of like gestation and kind of learning kind of faded into insignificance for me because it was not that and this was in the fucking this was under the pressure of having to review it and there being literally no guides and i think the the satisfaction and like the the feeling of accomplishment of actually beating all those bosses on my todd and like discovering all this shit for myself it was a really fucking like it felt like playing a game in the fucking pre-internet days like it was yeah Uh it was like it was like playing fucking demon souls on the ps3 when it only existed in japanese like it was really fucking exciting um, but but when I when I when I was thinking about this, I was reading like I started reading through the kind of critic reviews, and it's very I think they're really interesting to read because like they all see the same thing I think, but whether they like that or didn't like that, because yeah. like like the tens are like this game is uncompromising and you are super rewarded for like going up against it, and it's like and the, and the kind of set lower half so like this game is uncompromising and I was rewarded but I was fucking dragged along the way and i didn't enjoy myself very much yeah and I, i'm not i'm not i'm not as low as that by any means i fucking I've, i still fucking love this game but i did find myself like i could have beat that boss and gotten secondary much earlier if i just like did the runs a bit more but i found myself like going through it and and getting more drained the more i played mm-hmm. and that made me kind of sad yeah this is a difficult one because it's a collaborative goty so I when Jordan is saying, oh, there's stuff later that is really cool, and I'm like, oh yeah, that would be really cool. That is something that I would really like. Is one thing, but then I'm kind of considering that had we just played it without that context, would this game be as high as it is, or as high as yeah, it might yeah. get? 
yeah, if I didn't have Jordan Middle as a friend and I, and I bought this game, which I, I I did, I think I did buy this game. I yeah, I would I would have I would have marked this off a long time ago. But like, I don't think that's re- I don't think that portion of it is like relevant at all, though. Like, we have to have our is our experience. It's not like yeah, it's not someone on like someone's what will someone experience on their own kind of thing, such as. I like Hitman 3 a lot more because I own all of the Hitman 1 and 2 DLC, so it's like this fucking ubermensch of a game. <clears throat> Fuck me. I'm fucking soon Subway Corp. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, th- I think that's worth keeping in mind. Like, it's, it is it is our list. No fucking, yeah, no outsiders. But in, in terms of, like, putting all of our experiences together, I would put Returnal above Hitman, and we haven't even talked about Hitman yet. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, now that um, I'm glad that, that you like it, Danny, because I think that's that makes it. I was really, I really thought it was going to be kind of Jordan fighting tooth and nail, but it seems to be like a mutual love for the game now, which is nice. Yeah, well, I, I don't love it, but I can appreciate it, and I'm, I'm shit at it. So it's it, but like there was something that really fucking pushed me to fight against it because it was like it wasn't like oh we're hard and there's nothing to do here. It was like it was so like. I don't know what the word is. Like as soon as you finished the run, you wanted to go back in because it was just there, there was Moorish. something going on. It was Moorish, yeah, because it was just so well designed and so atmospheric in what it provided in a, in a way that like a lot of roguelikes just I don't really care. Even like Hades to an extent, like Hades is a fucking banger. But sometimes going back into Hades, I was like, eh, because you're not in it in the way that you're in Returnal, you know. Yeah, I, I I get that. I fucking adore Hades as well, but I'd, yeah, I do I do get that. I also think, like, because of how hard Returnal is compared to Hades, there is something of like, oh, that I was on a fucking good run there. I fucking I, I can I can fucking do this again. I'm fucking good at this yeah. now, like that kind of thing. You feel like a like, fucking king, even yeah. compared to I, Hades. I that thing, in my experience is not like that. Like, I don't feel like the king thing. Like, I feel like the edging. Like, I got so close. I know I can do it again. Like the fact that I knew I could do it again, but I didn't feel like fucking oh i'm great at this let's let, let's like we I, I almost got there let's do it again because it's so far back and i've got that starting pistol and i'm in like oh I, ju- I just feel super drained in my experience of the game hmm this should be easy we've got five names and five slots here this 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 but now danny's going to rethink in hitman 3 maybe i do like returnal more than hitman 3 yeah because the thing with hitman is i like i i, I dipped into it just for for because i knew it was going to rank high and I played um, a bunch of Hitman 1, not so much of Hitman 2, and a, a slither of 3, and it's it's really fucking good, really fucking good, but it is just the Hitman formula that I recognise, but just built on a little bit more. Yeah, I, th- I, I, think, I, the th- I think the thing is, like, it's impossible for me to divorce Hitman 3 from, like, this being an entry for Hitman the reboot series because I, I I fucking like obviously all the Hitman three mechanics have trickled back into one and two which deserves to be fucking credited. The things that Hitman three did for me were like I thought the, it was the best campaign out of the three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fucking Berlin level is an all timer. The final level not great but it's really short. It's more of a fucking like interactive cutscene than an actual level. It's the train one, right? Yeah, but, which I think is cool. Like I think I do. I think I think Hitman three is actually is separate from Hitman one and, and two. I think just Hitman three is sillier. Like yeah. it's like mm. it's way campier. Just the the fucking murder mystery level alone yeah. is like oh fuck absurd. I forgot about that oh my yes. god yeah okay no 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 yeah yeah that completely changes like the perspective of the game because like everything else and even like I think the train is kind of 
a funky way. And like the fucking wine factory where you can walk yeah. about as like a wine expert and then sh- kill someone with a grape presser. Like mm-hmm. it's all, it, it has the same thing. Like in Hitman 2, it's similar things like when in the amazing Formula One map where like you can like reprogram things to shoot people and be- pretend to be a doctor, all that stuff's there. But I think it was just an improvement and also leaning into the kind of weird campy Bond stuff that I think is nice. Um, but yeah, the fact, yeah. That they just, the fact that they just watched Knives Out and they were like, what if we just did that as a level? <laughs> again, like, um, I, I, that's a, a compelling thing, but to to me, it just, again, feels like that's a thing that was done in Hitman, but it's cooler and funnier now. You know, it's still, like, the fundamentals were still there, whereas Returnal is completely new. I think the difference in Hitman 3 is that they actually fuck with the fundamentals, like that mm. like that, mur- that murder mystery level, for example. Um, God, you should, you should play that, Danny. I think it'll be fucking great. Like, I'm not shitting on Hitman, I'm just trying to pitch like a, a formula that I know and recognise that's just gotten yeah. better to... It, it, like, it most... 90% of it is, like, more Hitman. Like, it's yeah. like... It's hard to differentiate from Hitman 2. I think Hitman 2 is a, a big step up from Hitman 1, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I liked Hitman 2 more, but, like, Hitman 3 isn't as much it's just kind of more polished leaning into a tone that i like more um yeah and i just i it it, it feels very difficult for me to put that above a game where that jordan has gone absolutely mental for you loved but kind of dropped off of and has surprised pre- pleasantly surprised me it's it's a rough one i don't feel like we're all as collectively passionate about hitman 3 as we are eternal well i'm i'm a passionate about hitman 3 than eternal like i said i just kind of went into reasons why i wasn't I, I kind of purposefully fell off the Hitman 3 I, it's not something I purposely fell off of it's just like I would love to go back to that game I just haven't you know finished I've, I've like the last two levels thing I need to do but like most of it I've done and I've absolutely adored um, but I do agree like about the fact that another entry it's the same way like Forza Horizon 5 is probably a very terrific game but it's like another one to four and mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to on a list like this yeah um, I, I think you're right I think the leap between two and three isn't as effective as the leap between one and two which it makes it again a, a, a difficult argument. I um, think there's another game on this list that we have to hold against the same calls for just kind of being here. Well, okay. Um, let's talk about Inscription again. I wasn't talking about Inscription. Wait, what were you talking about? Oh no. Ratchet? Ratchet. Ratchet? I think. Ratchet's very good, but come on, be serious here. We're in the, we're in the deep water. It's like, a bit of a tech demo. Fuck. No, it's not though. It's fucking brilliant. Nah, it's great. It's the best uh, game on PS5. It's, 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 it's <laughs> not. It's not. It's, it's not. the second best game on PS5. It's not even the second. But <laughs> um, oh, God, this is so hard. This final five. Um, it yeah. I like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart a lot, and I'm, I've I've I actually I actually didn't really like Ratchet and Clank the 2016 game. I found it to be just kind of childish and a bit basic. Which is weird um, to me because they're so genetically similar. They know they are similar, but like I think Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, while it still has like most of the kind of shooting mechanics, like I think it just had a better narrative that stuck me a bit more. It looks like the yeah. fucking visuals are like a different genre entirely in like the, the gens. Um and the, the portaling and the weapons, I think I I I enjoyed a bit more. Um and I engage with the characters a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the story was fucking great, and I I didn't come for the the fucking story. I came for the the stupid kind of gunplay and like nonsense that Ratchet is known for. 
And then right, it, but the story's not like revolutionary. Well, it's not revolutionary. It's like, no, it's, it's, but it's better. The, you know, they're bringing in River and and Kit and having that whole narrative, and then mm-hmm. you kind of playing alongside each other was was very very cool. Honestly, it's quite similar to Guardians of the Galaxy in a way. You know, like it's like yeah. it's, it's character driven. Like the the, the combat, yeah, but it's it's the same kind of like you're shooting a bunch of dudes. Um, you're using a bunch of different uh, kind of. I actually like, think abilities. the guns are worse than they usually are in Ratchet. I think they're a bit more. I was hoping they would be a bit less conservative because they have the new power. Also, the Rift stuff that they showed pre-release, it was kind of bullshit. It was, it, yeah. It, mm. it's, it's, it's very fucking pre-baked like it's a it's a few situations that you wouldn't even want to use it in like i think yeah. that was a real disappointment it's kind of just like a teleport mechanic but it looks cool you know it, it's it does look really cool the whole game looks really it's so fuzzy it is a testament to ps5 in a way um i think it, it's difficult to put ratchet that far down like at a five because of how much we all love it whereas the other ones were kind of dipping back and forth yeah at least, at least inscription has some controversy around the middle you know um i th- i th- i like uh, ratchet i have burning passion for three other games on this list i don't know it's a it's a it's a, it's a really difficult one as it currently stands 10 the artful escape nine chicory a colorful tale eight forgotten city seven guardians of the galaxy six halo infinite with Hitman 3, Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, Deathloop, and somehow Inscription still to be slotted in. We were talking about Ratchet. Um, and I th- yeah, I think Ratchet should be higher up. I think I think there's there's definitely a five here that's not Ratchet. Um, I agree with that assessment. I think I I, I want to talk about Inscription a little more because it's the only one we have this list. Well, listen, like we, the only one the only one we've not talked about is Deathloop at this point, like. Because I, I don't know. Because I feel like it, that's like <laughs> because, because the reason we've not talked about Deathloop is because I can't see a universe in which it doesn't win. I but earlier this year we thought Ratchet was going to maybe win. Like that was it was either Ratchet or Deathloop. Those are the back. Those are the other. Those are the two back and forth. And now we're trying to put it at number five. Hmm. Inscription's my game of the year, personally. I think it's better than Deathloop, in my opinion. That's fucking mental. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with me. It's plenty of people's game of the year. I've got plenty of people backing me. I'm not in the minority. Aye, we fucking saddos that don't play proper games. Deathloop is a proper game that has your shit in it. It's the fucking, it's the yeah, clear it's answer. No, inscrip- it's, mm. Deathloop is still in my shit, but Inscription is way more in my shit. Like, weird fucking indie meta shit. That's, like, way up my street. Like, just because of personal stuff. I'm not saying it's the best game on this list for mutual reasons, but it's my top. Um... I'm also because like because like you guys don't like Act Two, Act Three. I do. So like that plus the incredible Act One. Like I don't see why it wouldn't. It's fucking incredible. Mm. It's five. <laughs> nah, it's an easy five. I like, would put it above Hitman. I would put it above Returnal and mm, like mutually Hitman Three is is a, is a different contender. But like Act Two and Act Three of of Inscription, like the game is like is so fucking bizarre and interesting in, in 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 how it conveys its kind of story and secrets and it's never a short of like surprises like there's a bit in act three which is like you know more what you want a jordan of like act one but more but harder and a bit more and, and more cool stuff which still keeps throwing you the weird shit that you get through in act one like there is a i i, I don't want to fucking spoil but like if we're if it's fighting for nail there is a there is a boss in act three called the archivist that makes you go into your personal hard drive 
pick out a file that is big and then it uses that to weigh the scales same way the fucking teeth are it then goes into more of it to find a particularly old file and then threatens to delete it from your computer like there's this I, shit I, I, like- I, I did i did know about that that was like the thing that got, that i got spoiled for me um but fucking metal gear solid 2 was doing that on the playstation 2 so that kind of thing doesn't i do not think that is revolutionary <laughs> at all I, there's lots of indie games have done the files i think but like but like using that for like the weight to the scales i thought was fucking genius. man just fucking stole it from kojima get it in the tent <laughs> like well, where's death stranding director's cut on this list we didn't we didn't seem to stick that in like if you don't like pixel art then act if you if you're issued with act two then fair enough but like that's like 15 percent of the game and the mass majority is act one and like a flipped more complex version of act three and act one the rest of it are kind of are expansions and weird secrets within act one which by the way the fact that it can change from a game like it like the act one to act two and not as a joke but as an actual fleshed out fucking uh, like 8-bit rpg adventure game is fucking mental That's I, fucking in a bad insane. way and like a and like a terrible wasteful it, way and like a they robbed a really good game that was enjoying off of me what do you mean the, robbed the because they, i'm not i can't play it they, they, I'm, i thought this okay right we're going with oh, three bosses right we, we, we keep going and then suddenly i'm in a completely different type of game that i did not sign up for and do not like especially in comparison to a type of game that i was fucking loving can you not see how gutting that would feel hmm if you're not into that then fine but on this scenario like that act one is still like still the majority of the game that is a short segment and then the, th- the third is basically the same as act one but like it, but a flipped kind of futuristic version and we all fucking love that i could go into hundreds of reasons by why that game is fucking legendary and if we're talking about like but returnal a game that like i played and i wanted to try and get past but like overall was pretty not fussed by after uh, after a while like compared to these other games it's something that we all mutually thought was fucking nuts and like the the sheer like cultural experience of like of like playing that game not ha- avoiding spoilers and, and like having the crazy shit that happens in the description happen and being like what the fuck is going on like it's just it a being trick like, it's just a trick like that doesn't do anything for me it's just like uh it's like it's not gameplay it's like a gimmick like that does absolutely nothing for me that's like when people are like oh don't play doki doki literature club it's so fucking weird like those kind of surprises the idea that the third act is like the first act does intrigue me more but Mm -hmm. i don't want to play the second act at all it was like palpable disappointment that i wasn't playing act one anymore Mm. especially because i thought oh this is going to be fucking crazy what's this that lead up when you're like walking in first person up to like the big fucking thing i was like this is going to be wild and then when i steamrolled that boss i was like okay what's what what is it going to be next is there going to be more things for me to look at in the cabin there's a fucking there's a like it's like an axe or a dagger or something to my left what what, what's what's that got to do i'm going to go back into that cabin there's going to be so much more and then it's just like here's the fucking canada level from south park like it, it it was that it really fucking wound me up i think it wound me up more because of how much i liked the first act and that just doesn't sit right with me and I think the stuff about like how it, it it does things with like the hard drive and all that very cool. It's it's just it's been done before. And also the the best part of the game for me is that I think they've made a really good card battler, and they make the card mm-hmm. battler worse to play in the second act, which is a fucking crime. Like there's no there was no need to fuck with that part of it. That part of it was rock solid. It just I mean it's 
But what do you mean by makes it worse? Because like it looks different, but like the mechanics of the game are still there. In fact, they just expand on it. Like the original things are still there with like the with like sacrificing your things, using bones, like but, all the but, sigils but and all, a, all, and all a, just like in a altered. card game. The way it looks is key because it's it's like the visual language of being able to set up strategies and things like that. And I find that mm. much more like tedious when I when it wasn't like because by the time I was fucking finishing act one i knew all my fucking cards by like picture rather than like by name and like by ability and stuff like that i was like okay i want that 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 and then when they changed that all up it was like i don't want to fucking i don't want to feel I like but, but you just but the way you describe it by the end of act one like you had your shit ready like you were steamrolling the boss you knew all your shit so like it the fact that it turns it on its head adds new mechanics and then continually adds and changes up the gameplay as it goes on while still keeping the core loop is isn't that more fucking interesting than just like keeping the same shit and doing more of it over and over again? I would rather it have been more of the first act than more interesting and worse, in my opinion. Like the something being interesting in that sense doesn't like conflate to me as better at this at the sake of getting out of act one. But again, I don't think that obviously is welcome. Like, it is the shortest part of the game, and then you're into the act, third act, which is much longer, and is like what you want. It's like more of the more of the act one. But now you've kind of learned your lessons from the more technical deck building part of act two. You can do it with like a more complexity and be a bit smarter about it all. And there's again more surprises, more getting up, more of the fucking character stuff, more of the weird shit, but the creep past the fucking bullshit. And like it, it, it does so not just like we're talking about the act two twist reveal is like one of the things but like there's so much stuff in act one that like fucking is weirds you out and is super like the moment where you fucking get like the pliers and pull your own tooth out and use that as a scale yeah. like that's like a moment of the fucking year like the fucking, there's like 50 of them in that act it took me so long to get the knife because i didn't know what i was fucking doing and then i got the knife and i was like what's the knife for you just stab yourself in the fucking eye yeah. Like, what? All that stuff is tremendous. I just think it it deflates it. I've, I right. I cannot say anything. I really cannot say anything bad about Act One. I really can't. But it, like, pitch. If, if there's a game that I, if there's a fucking section of a game that I can't fucking moan about, does that not say to you how fucking gutting the second act must have been to me? If I'm in that, if I'm in that kind of fucking place with it. Pitch. Mm-hmm. Hitman in five, Inscription in four. Hitman's way better than Inscription. I mean, I'm not. Uh, if, if it's the fifth fucking Inscription, I'm not fussed about Hitman. Because you're like, ah, oh, some stuff is cool, but it's been done before. But that's all Hitman is, really. That's not. That's not true. I, you keep saying that, but that is literally not true. <laughs> in the case of Hitman three, if, if you're saying like it's a bald guy again, then yeah, sure. But they like they add a million new mechanics per like between between two and three. There's like loads and loads of new mechanics in the way that the stealth works they've added completely new ways like completely new mission objectives things like that like it is a tangibly different game it's not just the same thing and if we're complaining about games being the same thing then ratchet is number five because it's a very pretty version of games that have been out since 2002 there is more innovation between hitman 2 and hitman 3 than there is between ratchet and clank on the ps2 and rift apart i not sure about that i mean like i i I love hitman 3 and i'm not really I can't even recall what massive differences there are. Like the reason I, I think it's like by Hitman Three more are just like, like a like scale polish and like 
uh, better, weirder shit going on. But like, genuinely, what what mechanics are you talking about? Because I'm, I'm, like, I'm currently fact checking the the specific mechanic it, that, I'm, I'm, that I'm looking for because I don't want to say something and it's wrong. Uh, I think that is what is it, it feels like because it's like there might be new things added to enhance the experience, but it's still the fundamental of you are Agent Forty Seven. You're going into a room and killing a target and how you do that might have evolved over time but that's still the core but of it's, it it's not but it's not though because like first of all the first level of hitman 3 is like basically the only level where it's like that the second level which is the um the knives out level isn't about you killing someone until the very last thing it's almost fucking tertiary that you have to kill someone it's a complete it's basically a completely different style of game the third level you're killing five targets that they don't tell you who they are so it completely flips every bit of fucking tech that you've ever used you have to listen to people you have to be very fucking specific about it and then the fourth level is like a fucking it's almost co-op with with uh diana and in, in the in the kind of uh wine area when she's fucking walking about with a sommelier like they do it is tangibly different from this isn't hitman one to hitman two in terms of like the reason those maps worked so well as one package because it is like oh there's fucking daria margolis there's fucking victor novikov just go and fucking kill them like that is although that game gave us Hel- helmet kruger the greatest fucking character in the history of the world hitman 3 is a, an is an actual jump and i feel like that argument of you're just going into a room and killing someone is like Tripoli is bad in Ratchet you're just going into a level and shooting some of the same guns that have been about since fucking 2002 or whenever that game came out mm. like Ratchet has fucking real grinding like it's so committed to the bit and that's not a bad thing I just I just think if, if we're, we're, we've taken a slant into like rewarding innovation I just don't think Ratchet slides through that on a rail with his feet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, if if you're talking about like innovation, like that's like I, I can talk about Inscription, but that, that's because that's that kind of game. You've never played a game like Inscription before, so it's obviously going to throw a bunch of new shit at you. And these mm-hmm. are all a lot of the franchise games, but like I, I, it's just I don't. How have we never played a game like Inscription before? Like it's like a lot of other games, like put together. Like, like it's like, like it's, 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 it's put together. It's very it's very much like Hearthstone. It's, and then it becomes like every eight bit RPG. And then it's Pokemon TCG, the the Game Boy game, and then I obviously don't know what the third act fully pertains. But the idea of like messing with your own shit is like a, a million games that you've cited. Like it's not. I think you're slightly overegging how unique it is. I but like it. It's definitely it's like a testament to games itself. Like it does pass. But like I mentioned, my whole take of like going from like tabletop stuff to pixel art stuff to like more modern like complex circuitry stuff. Um, but like how it does that in like a weird creepy passed away the fact that you can get up from your table and fuck about with stuff in your environment i think that's very cool and new the fact that you fuck with like body horror to interact with stuff i think that's incredibly new i think it does stuff with it is like hearthstone but i think that what it does with that concept with totems with the scale system with leftover damage with like the, the fact that the cards can fucking get up and talk to you like that's not in other games it's like there's there's so True. many things in inscription where the reason people say no spoilers is because like it's such an uh, an, an awesome experience to go into having stuff like shock the fucking living living life out of you. Yeah, that that carried through and on such a community level as well. Like I fucking went straight to Google to to ask why the new game bit was broken, and all of the responses I didn't see a single spoiler in those responses. It was just like I I read a fucking guide that was like. 
oh, I hope this is something the developer fixes soon. Just press continue. <laughs> like a fucking guide on a website because they didn't want to spoil it. It wasn't like, oh, this is a gameplay thing because you get a new game later. They they played along with it. And it I like it. It doesn't give a fuck if you do it. Well, it kind of does. Like, also, a fun thing is like if you're off track and you're just kind of doing the same thing over again, you have like those dreams that you you have like this weird psychedelic PS1 low poly dream where you see like the item that could push you on to the next thing. That's very fucking cool. I never got that I'm fucking cracked at the game. <laughs> like, well, like every time you die, like you have a little vision of something, which is like the next thing. Um, and like when I did the podcast, I was like, oh, the game's great. I I played another run and like I had the vision of like the knife, which I used to get the eye and do the things like that. Um, and that continues in the game. It happens less in Act Two. Like I, 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 I give the reason why I like Act Two. I think the music's better. I think like it boosts the the humor and the horror stuff, that kind of stuff. Um, I think it is more technical. Like you actually get to fuck around with the fucking skill and mechanics of unbuilding your kind of set. The idea of magic, the idea of robot stuff. And then Act Three, it does it all over again with with somehow still new stuff. Like it adds, it changes up the system entirely with how you adventure through the board and the roguelike system. It changes, like it adds a bunch of new stuff in, and it still has the inscription "get up and and fuck with the environment" things while still changing the tone and making it feel like an arc. Like all that stuff is not like oh, that's we've seen that stuff before. That's like fucking very very interesting stuff that i think will be a a touchstone indie stuff and we'll see things in the future that will be doing stuff like inscription the same way that like lucas pope shit was like was doing stuff from that mm-hmm. and i think we all had that experience with act one because act one i do believe is like the big lump majority of the game and i believe the rest are like these are, are like almost easter egg which is fucking bizarre and i think that the love for that and what that act does i think is fucking phenomenal and i definitely loved it way more than than eventually what i did with eternal which is a, a problem like the opposite where like i think the game gets better in the second and third acts of eternal but the first act i think is just really draining <laughs> and i would love to hear your thoughts guys i'm i'm thinking about phrasing this in a way that i haven't 50 times even if i like the the actual numbers aside i can't see a scenario where based on all of our experiences and the way we've battled for it, inscription being lower than Hitman anywhere in the list. I I can I can also I can I can hmm, I, I can see that as in I can see what you're saying. Um Yeah. Like I'm I'm not saying that, that I I think that should be four and five, but I, I can't see inscription be, like below Hitman, if anything. I see what I get your point about Rift Apart. Um you're right in that that it is just a formula that they have brought back, but they it's such an impressive take on that formula, and it's a testament to how good it is in that they can bring back a formula from 2002 and people still want to go in for it. I think all of the levels in that game are cracking as well. Like there's so much stuff yeah. that's so joyous and the, le- the level when you're flying about the dragons fucking shit. I will, I, will, I will agree with you everything apart for that. That was so <laughs> annoying. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Not great flying mechanic. We'll give that. The way I see it, and this isn't in order, but it seems like we have we have a group that's Hitman and Ratchet, a group that's Returnal and Inscription, and then the last one. Uh huh. Yeah, this is like I can only fight for Returnal up to a point. I think. Yeah, well, I think you're kind of the. You are kind of the deal breaker though, Danny, because you like you like Returnal. I think you know. I think you really 
you know, it's, unfortunately, you've you, you have played like no, neither of you have completed ins- uh, inscription, and I, I think yeah. you've really, you and I managed to play Returnal a little bit, and I think a lot of Returnal is you know we we've basically just gotten to the the baby steps, but of I think the game, I've sorry, Karen. I just, I feel like you might hit the same thing that I had, Danny. I'd get, but you might not like it's it was it was my experience. No. Um, I, I think you're right, and I think looking at the games that we have left, I would put Returnal at the bottom in a personal ranking, but going on the parish thoughts, Returnal is pushed up a couple of rungs just because of you know how much Jordan I likes think, it. I, th- I think would- there's more I think there's more passion in Returnal Ratchet, Deathloop and Inscription than there is in Hitman Three. That on a mutual it does thing. feel that way. Yeah. And we okay. awful got in here on personal passion, so it feels weird to rank Hitman. Like it's a good game. It's a good game, but it doesn't feel like any game. of us are like. Again, this isn't logged in. Everyone, calm down. Stop screaming. <laughs> you stop typing. As it currently stands, number ten, The Artful Escape. Number nine, Shikari, A Colorful Tale. Number eight, Forgotten City. Number seven, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number six, Halo Infinite. Number five, Hitman Three. Number four, Ratchet and Clank: Rift Apart. See, the remaining I think games it... are Eternal, Deathloop. I think as a collective, we like Ratchet more than Returnal. I think so too. I think that's a fucking terrible choice. Well, because you like Returnal more. No, because it's it's a better game and literally everything it tries to do, maybe apart from like fuzz tech, the story is better. The confluence with the gameplay is better. It does third person shooting better than Ratchet. A lot of the locations look way better than the Ratchet locations just because they're not as colourful doesn't mean that they don't like look as impressive. I think mm-hmm. the stuff that ratchet does narratively while it's like nice it's not some fucking big amazing story i think it's yeah, but- a, i think it's a bit weird that they never justify the fact that once you get with something with one of the characters the other one just has it um and from a they do game- they do justify that How? they they say it like th- there's a whole dialogue where there's like oh i don't remember that in my arsenal and the zircon says I, you're sharing it with your mate okay but i don't that's not really a justification that's more of like well, a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they literally do address it they, they say that you're sharing weapons because you've joined up because you're like dimensional counterparts right okay well that's like <laughs> that zirkov from the flick of the flock gonna no 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 that's that's like not not one of my biggest problem the the problem is like from a from like a gameplay perspective it's just not that compelling like i would say the gameplay in ratchet and clank is like good but the things that elevate it are how good it looks um how good it looks uh the the pattern consistency the pattern uh, yeah it is consistent but you're consistently doing the same kind of thing and i think the weapons are weaker than what they should be for a ratchet game and i think the rift system is a real letdown like i think they fucked up on the rift system in the way that it kind of like in the way that they built this entire game around it and you you can't argue that they they marketed that game as if you could just fucking you were you would be rifting all over the shop when it's like a get behind cover mechanic. It's hmm. it, it it it. I really I, do like that game, but it just doesn't. I I, just, I, I don't like, think that it's like it hasn't I, it hasn't came up till now, and no one's been pure breathless about it. It has it has just been a game that we're all like, oh yeah, that's that is a good game, but. I don't think that's as interesting. I mean, it's my game of the year, and it, I've, I've like not been quiet about that. But I think with like, I, I believe you when you say that Returnal has an incredible narrative, maybe more so than than Rift Apart. But like, what 
uses that when it's so difficult to get to. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I like don't that. think I don't think that's a relevant point when you played it a day before the deliberations. Like, well, I could say it because I've played it for about I played yeah, it for like, about like 13, 14 hours, and I've gotten like nothing from it. That, yeah, that was just 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 a, a because that's how it is. It's a very hard game where it's very difficult to get to the story. That's it wasn't based on just my take on it. But then again, that's criticizing you know a narrative that we've not. Just because we've not gotten to the narrative doesn't mean it's a bad narrative. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not criticizing the narrative. But I'm I, criticizing I think, the path to the narrative, which will impact the the game itself and your yeah. experience of it. Which I think, is, yeah, I think is part of my point about like it being a bit too uncompromising at an early stage. I I have not heard one argument about why Ratchet is a better game than Returnal beyond getting to the story. Like you can't touch it on a gameplay perspective. You can't touch it on a design perspective. I can touch it on like what I said before about like how I get, uh, I, I I I I get drained by it a lot more, and I I put it down very quickly as opposed to Ratchet and Clank, which is you know much easier and more entertaining to play um, from my perspective. It's to- a totally different kind of game. It's not um, though. It's, they're both third-person shooters. Like yeah, true. But you know what I mean. Like it's like a it's a fucking it's practically a game made for kids. You know, I think it's weird because. It, it's so weird to get in this top three because I think Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is Danny's passion. I think Inscription is my passion. I think um, Returnal is your passion. I think Deathloop is something we all kind of mutually agree on or vibe on. And ranking that is so fucking difficult because essentially just pointing at one of you and saying like yours isn't important enough, you know? Well, no, I, I don't think... Like, I, I do get that is how it looks, but I think there are... I think there are tangible arguments about why some games are better than other games. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of the stage we are at. And yeah, like, I, th- I think, yeah, I think from a game design's perspective, I think Returnal does more impressive things with game design, with the roguelike formula, with like how s- the, the, the combat is like when you're in it is is satisfying, it is like fast, it's, 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 it's sharp, it's engaging, um, it looks. Like, you know, I think it, I do prefer the way it looks because I'm a big fan of, like, cool sci-fi shit. Um, like, I think it's weird that beyond from a graphical perspective, basically everything uh, done and Rift Apart could probably be done on the previous generation. And, like, you could even go back one. Like, it, it, it doesn't have that thing that's, like... Like, it's a next-generation game and graphics... The thing that was making it a next generation gaming gameplay isn't real. It also also the dimensional stuff, I think. Like being able to zip into like a side level, even if it's just to collect a thing, I think is like it just kind of contributes to the overall feeling of like you're on this fucking roller coaster. Like you're just like there's no breaks. You're just kind of like having an absolute blast going through on you know, whether it's like grinding, going through, like it's kind of like this consistent entertaining theme park ride um see i actually think that works against it because when you actually get in control of the riffs it's like oh he cutscene ratchet must have a better rift gun than i do because all i can do is go into this side area that has a collectible and like five platforms on it and then just the void of space mm-hmm. like it, it and i don't even know like i don't know tangibly I, I, since they revealed it i was like i don't know how this is going to fucking work it didn't seem possible and ultimately it wasn't danny i'd like to hear more about like about why about your reasons for this game a little bit more i know you've probably said it already um but like is, is there anything like else that 
you think should push it up? I don't know. It's it's a difficult argument because it's it's so well presented in all of its fundamentals and there's nothing that's really letting it down. So it's it's difficult because it, it, we're pitting a, a game that is um, not supposed to be challenging because it's a kid's game against a game that is fundamentally supposed to be very, very challenging. So mm-hmm. it's it it seems almost unfair to pit their gameplay against each other because one is supposed to be accessible and the other one is supposed to not be. Like it's yeah, they're not games um, with with like differing difficulty. They're on epi- opposite ends of the spectrum. I, I don't think and, accessible is maybe the word for Returnal there, but I know what you mean there by like it's meant to be like very precise and very like particularly designed, whereas Ratchet is meant to be quite floaty and easy to use yeah yeah but i think they're both very very tied in me in terms of visuals in terms of design um i think if if i'm looking at it purely critically i think returnal tips it in uh, you know in terms of in terms of its design and the the way that you play it and it's the the genre bending and it's it's very stylish whereas ratchet is simply just a good demonstration of very nice, well designed, um, which Insomniac obviously excels in. But it's, I just like in terms of like the parish decision, I can't put Returnal above Ratchet again because it feels like the argument is tipping on Ratchet because like more people like it more than Returnal. It's not as well. It's not a vote. The well, it, no, it's not a vote, but that's that feels. Here's here's how I'll like out using an insomniac example, like the size and grandeur of the Spider-Man games and the speed at which you go through them and, and the way that that's that all works. That genuinely feels like something that and you remember the fucking Spider-Man games on PS2. It was just fucking Fog City, and there would be like the same pedestrian over and over again, like that, mm-hmm. and like the. In terms of like going in and out of mission areas and things like that and the fluidity of the combat that is like a world of difference whereas like you're still just locking on to people and like side strafing and jumping with ratchet and that is good and it is fun and i really did like fucking rift apart but like even though i like it more as a more as a game than uh inscription like like by a bio I, I, I would still have inscription over it because like i just don't think it does the thing that wowed me about it is graphics and like a lot of things had really nice graphics this year guardians uh-huh. had really nice gra- those faces faces of the year guardians of the galaxy yeah <laughs> fucking honestly like like fucking the when it, when i walked through nowhere in guardians of the galaxy i just was in a fucking shock yeah like, it just looked incredible mm-hmm. um but it's uh, again with like narratives it's like one is like this um sort of like tentative story of of dealing with with trauma and you know it's quite a, a mature story whereas ratchet is just a kid's game and it's like ah oh, evil emperor has taken over the world and you have to overthrow him and it's like you you can't really pit those against each other because they're made for completely different audiences and it's it's not fair to say oh returnal has the better story because it's more in depth and it's like because it's 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 designed 
I think it is, but I think it is absolutely fair to say that we're comparing them as video games. Like we're not doing genre-based awards or anything like that. The simplicity of Ratchet's story is a knock against it in the same way that like the complexity uh, of something like the Forgotten Cities story and dialogue elevates it over like any kind of talky game. I don't think it's a simple story. It's just a story made for the the audience that it's. You literally Targeting. just described it as evil man takes over the world and you overthrow him. It is a very simple story. Well, yeah, but there's, there's, there's the overarching Ratchet and, and Rivet story. There's the tales of, like, you well, know, self-acceptance. The kit stuff is, is ultimately much better like, than anything the previous game did, I think. There's a, there's a whole fucking thing about, about Clank, like, losing his arm and, uh, you know, coming to terms with, with how he's different and, like, fucking the overarching um, kit taking Rivet's arm and then, you know, coming to terms with, like, forging a new friendship even though they've done bad things. And it's, like, there's, you know, there's whole other themes in there that there isn't just evil man takes over the world. Like, yes, there are other themes. I just think they're not put across in an especially interesting way. I disagree. They're they're all, like, in cutscenes. Uh, yeah, like Ratchet's put across in like the more a traditional way, and and you know Returnal's a, a, a roguelike that gives you it like no, maybe once not, every not ten in terms hours. Of, like not in terms of like, not in terms of like form factor or whatever. I just think like literally like the dialogue and things like that aren't particularly interesting to me. It's it's very and like I disagree that it's it can be that can be afforded to being like a kids game because i don't actually think it is very much of a kids game especially when it's playing on a franchise that has been around since the fucking playstation 2 like it's a it's a it's like an action platformer but like i i don't think it's specifically a kids game um yeah i mean I, you you actually kind of lost me when we were talking about the narrative because i'm gonna go uh, in my experience against like my experience with the narrative of Eternal, which is kind of non-existent. Um, but I'm just, I do believe you about like what it's, I think I would be impressed by what you're talking about. But I was more on board with the concept of like we're about talking about what's being kind of new and interesting in gaming. And not everything can be revolutionary. Point. Why Sorry? though? Why though? Like uh, there has been several games, the best games of this year are the ones that didn't just think, okay, let's just do last gen again. Like that is what is shown this year, and I I just I think that I I I don't see a game that is so derivative. Did it? I'm fucking thanks for the sub. Um, that is so derivative of its own franchise with absolutely stunning graphics. Like getting it up that high, and I know it's like it's a it's a thing of like well. Is it good? Yes, it's obviously good, but we're like in deep water now, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I think the thing I said it before, but I think the things that went against Hitman Three also go against Rift Apart, and Hitman Three does more than Rift Apart. I I, I agree with that. That's that's not an unfair argument. Yeah, I mean, but I just I just personally liked Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart more than Returnal. But if we're going by you know like by arguments basis, like um, I, the reason, and also for your argument. I think the reason Inscriptions made it this far is all the fucking weird shit it's done and the way Exactly, the, exactly. Like, I'm agreeing, yeah. The way that game is that game didn't get here on gameplay merit. It got here on like fucking like 5D chess that it pulls like it's Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it, it's like it's a it's a meta game that that did like weird shit like that you know, it's like a fucking 
uh, I don't know what the sort of, like, some fucking, I don't know, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's something that did something kind of, I guess the, the word is just meta, but like, but like cool meta shit that's beyond the, it's greater than the sum the of the game its itself. Parts. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a game, it's a, strip all the like story shit out of Ratchet. The gameplay is like totally good. Strip all of the fucking story and like, narrative shit out of inscription it's like a it's like a cool card game but it's like uh-huh. it's not it, it, it wouldn't crack the top 20 the inscription has like rode up this list on the back of shit like that that uh-huh. i think like Re- returnal and inscription share a lot of the same dna in that sense whereas i i don't see that for ratchet for as much as i fucking platinum that game and loved playing it i it will it doesn't live long in the memory beyond remember how fucking fuzzy he was whereas like even though i didn't like inscription in the end when people reference it i'm gonna fucking we're gonna face five years of inscription likes aren't we like i will Uh i will get that um so don't understand what it did to the in and the impact it had yeah Um, but like it it seems like we're the, the the way we're deciding is is altering now because we punted artful in here because of the personal effect that it had rather than overboard which was mechanically very impressive and, and very good on a gameplay level but There's, then a game the, that we all personally like we're punting down because of a game that is better on I, a gameplay I, level <laughs> in that case it was more about like i guess just arguments that can be compelling and have an impact you know like like overboard was a great game but it like didn't have a kind of the, the way that Artful Escape did where it has this very weird vibe that was new and interesting and sh- and like and this impressive debut with this like, really cool art direction into, and even if like you're not a big you get a bit bored walking right and, and playing the guitar like you still respect it doing something a bit more weird than Overboard which is I think like a more solid you know gameplay game um, mm-hmm. so this actually we're talking about like what a did we were we most passionate about, but B can also say like did something interesting for games. It's like a combination of an analytical argument and like a personal one. For those following along at home, we have three games remaining that haven't been ranked. The listing currently stands at ten: Artful Escape. At nine, Jeopardy: A Colorful Tale. At eight, Forgotten City. At seven, Guardians of the Galaxy. At six, Halo Infinite. Five, Hitman. Three, four ratchet i'd like to take you from the five to ten just while we're here and anything mm-hmm. anything there that you think sugar guardians above halo we didn't put ratchet at four though that yeah, was locked did. that was locked nothing's locked but we did we as i said there's a group that's hitman and ratchet and then return all inscription and both of you went yeah yeah so i just put ratchet there i'm not convinced i just i can't like i i, I i'm completely on board with your argument about Returnal, but I just it we're either like ranking it in terms of of parish, you know, enjoyment and and fulfillment, or we're ranking it in terms of some like objective game design and fundamentals, and as you said, like things that push its respective genre forward. And in that case, then Returnal would come above it. But like we didn't all enjoy Returnal more but I, 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 but I think we're but I don't think we're we're ranking on both of those because if it was just purely based on sentiment then my disappointment with inscription 
would the ah, inscription would be fucking off either the top a 10, ten whatever. like it, it, it is a it's a mixture of both but it should be testament that i think ratchet is on all our top five lists um or maybe even fucking i don't know yeah like um, where, where is ratchet in your personal list ratchet's number four for me uh let me check um and honestly like i, I, might, I might even shift that around i'm not really sure i just remember really enjoying that and fucking putting it up there but um yeah, I think I think that's pretty. That's, I'm fine with that being there. Um, Ratchet is also I, number four for me. I actually have Hitman three above it. I also have Hitman three above it. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, did. <laughs> so yeah, it's a weird. But like, yeah, like we've we've got it above Hitman three, which means you know I think that. Do you have Returnal above Ratchet? What me? Yeah. No, Returnal's like number seven, maybe even eight. But like, again, like. Because that to I, me that to me pulls it down a little bit more. Well, but, I, but like I like what I respect Jordan Jordan's arguments. The same way that Jordan respected my arguments about inscription. Um, That's because inscription's going to be above it. You wee rats! <laughs> if inscription was down at seven, you'd feel you feel fucking different. <laughs> if, if you if you suggest putting ratchet at two, you can fuck right off. <laughs> I was going to suggest putting Deathloop at four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is Deathloop our game of the year? Like, 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 yes, Deathloop's the like, game of the year. Come on. There's, I don't know, though. I, I, I can't think... Inscription's I, I there. I, I can't think... No, I can't think... I, 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 Inscription's my game by far, but I can't imagine. Like, It has to be... It has to feel like we all agree it's a fucking legendary banger, right? And Deathloop... And if, that's Deathloop. Yeah. So I, I was just... I was putting it out there in case anyone like fucking also felt like, ooh, maybe we should thought experiment it, but like, okay, that's fine. We can put Deathloop at game of the year for now. It's, it's the fucking top three that's going to be a top four is going to be a nightmare. Um, the way it feels like it's playing is Ratchet, Returnal, Inscription, Deathloop. Not a fucking chance. Yeah, Returnal just fucking... cannot be two because we it don't like two, it that be- much. It's better than Inscription. The, the, amount, I, the, amount, the amount I hate Inscription is much more than the amount you said ambivalent about Deathloop and you, uh, about Returnal and you cannot argue that. Your entire argument against Returnal is, yeah, it's really... Well, Danny's argument against Returnal is, yeah, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. I might get tired of it. Not that I have. I might get tired yeah, of I'm, it. Yeah, I'm not really enjoying it. It's just better you than I thought really it would be. You said you're really enjoying it. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't mean top three, though. Like, it yeah, means, me, like, me enjoying like it more than I thought I would because I hate hard games and hate roguelikes isn't, like, a big compliment. It's you just said you specifically me. didn't like... The, the type of game that it was in Act 2 we both bounced on Act 2 how can we possibly say that a game that we both bounced on Act 2 is the second I best game bounce, of the year I didn't bounce though, I carried on playing it I wasn't like, oh this is fucking shit I was like, this is a really yeah, cool Danny, Danny texted me saying, this, this is fucking rad as hell yeah. like, this is crazy. in this podcast you don't like that type of game and you weren't into it I still you, played you, it though you weren't into it, didn't like it but still played it, not compelling yeah, I'm, I'm not into games right, like, like that and then I played one that got me into it it's not like, oh I hated it because I don't like those games I was literally saying that I enjoyed playing it but I, I don't typically like that type of game with Returnal I was criticising like, I, I was saying that I, I really like it things time but like I criticised like the actual kind of overall like uncompromising design of it and the way it's structured and the way the narrative is, is very drip fed especially especially particularly in the early stages but i imagine if i get if i get further in then i will still have that same drain as i had before i, I don't doubt it because like i have that drain and like the, the easy first bit um but with inscription like you've got this massive first act that's like the base game that we all absolutely adore and we think is incredible then it does an act to a twist that i hate 
that literally ruined the game for me. So how can that possibly be less compelling than, yeah, I'm getting a bit drained. Yeah, I might get drained in the future. It's not the same thing at all. But now we're going by personal preference, in which, in which case, like, no, 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 saying- that, is, that is part of my argument because I think the gameplay is ruined by the move to the second act. I think it was a mistake. That is this. That is a confluence of both my opinion in the sense that I think the second act looks worse than the first act, and how much I enjoyed the second, uh, the first act, and that the gameplay is better than the first act. Like it is, it's not just because I was like, oh, it's eight bit, it's shite. It ruined the thing I liked about the first act from a mechanical and story perspective, and like fucking visual perspective. It ruined everything for me. Everything. But then in that case, we've got a game that ruined was completely ruined for one of us, and a game where two of us are kind of middling to meh you have completely changed your argument you've completely changed your argument you have completely changed your argument from when we first talked about returnal I, you were like i'm having a blast with returnal like how does that turn into this, middling this to meh saying you like it and there's the amount you're saying it like like when danny played inscription like they were blown the fuck away like and that was the argument they were making about how how incredible it is with returnal going in here saying oh i actually really enjoyed it like i was surprised but i was it was good fun is different from like this is fucking incredible and i'm losing my mind yeah like returnal what? is already several rungs above where it should be in my head but I, it's being dragged up because of how much everybody likes it but like being dragged up to two when two of us are like yeah it's all right is is ludicrous you aren't but you didn't say yeah it's all right like there is no I, consistency in either of your arguments against returnal apart from the fact that you said that harry said that he got quite uh, tired after getting to the after going against the first thing over and over again, it's just moving the goalpost. I mean, and I've I know the same things. No, no that's what I just that's what I just said. Like, but Danny's argument but, but, against Returnal has entirely changed since I argued against Ratchet. It's I, not. I, I, said I said I really enjoyed playing it so far, but that that doesn't mean two on the list. It, okay, it means yes. I've really so enjoyed you it. You really you really enjoyed playing it so far. Literally about a minute ago, you said we both think it's middling to meh. Like, but, but we're talking in comparison. I, I think we're, I think all these games in this list are incredible games. I love all of them. But we're saying within the context of like the second best game of the year. Yeah, like, I really enjoy what, all that of is, these that games. Is, that is the new spectrum that we are working in. I'm not saying Returnal is a meh game. It's a great game. But in context to all of the other games that we have higher, like we are going to put it lower. A game that you both have on your top 10 versus a game that's nowhere near my top 10. It's not, it's Think not about on that. my top 10. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's on Danny's top 10. I really, I, I, like, I, I enjoyed playing it. was playing like your it. seven. It's not on my or top was that 10. Harry? No, I said, it was seven. I said it was seven. It's not it's on mine. It's Harry seven. It's for it to be two here is, is just wild to me. Is it, is inscription yeah, going to be on, number, is, is inscription, on my list? Is inscription going to go on your list, Danny? Yeah, inscription is in the top 10. Where? I don't know where. Somewhere at the bottom. Oh, okay. So away at the bottom, not on the list. Like, but there's the if I, mean, I, I don't hate doing this fucking mathematical way of saying it like like from it's it's at mine eight it's not on Danny's and it's top of yours because you loved it and it's it's top of mine because I loved Inscription it's but it's like but you two still love which I what I believe is like the main base part of the game is that Act One like the rest build on that that is the core there is a a fifteen percent bit where it turns into a pixel rpg which if you don't like i'm sorry you don't like that i think there's parts about it that if you play through it are actually better like 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 the fucking music is incredible and there's the expansions of the systems are great um and the fact that it gets to act three which it does exactly what i think you want it to be which is like the same kind of thing 
this the same style but like changed a bit and more and made harder act three does that still has the surprises still has the weird meta shit um and like i i think there's a a, a mutual respect for that more more so than returnal is I, like a mutual respect for what it turns into just the game as a whole i respect like the first part of the game i deeply disrespect what it does because i think it ruins its own game like at no um, at no point do you i really don't think use dislike returnal the same way that i dislike inscription and i've laid that out 50 different times like if if games have climbed up this list on the basis of passion arguments such as artful where me and you harry not ours there's probably games that went at like 20 that we would put over artful but it got up based on that it has to work in the other way as well right forgotten city at one <laughs> let's get overboard back in game of the year <laughs> <laughs> where's far cry 6 because it does make you iron man <laughs> oh god i, just, I like, hate this so much fuck it like inscription being pushed dragged up. It put like, yeah, it's being pushed up, and I I'm not completely. Yeah, Danny, on- you were the first person to say inscription for the bin at, at Lumber Eleven. Exactly. I, it, it was it was like I'm happy you're saying it. That, I agree. Bin, it wasn't for the bin. It was. I I didn't think it was going to be destined for the bin. I just wanted to debate it, but like it being up in a two for me is is quite the reach because like yeah, I'm also I would have put Returnal down a long time ago. Yeah, I just like I still I still can't physically cope with ratchet under returnal based on pure enjoyment but like i would settle for it above ratchet in terms of you know impressive design and what the game is so it's so you're so you're saying it's uh, inscription hitman returnal ratchet but if we're if we're doing that if we're putting like impressive design and and genre bending focus into the mix as well then inscription is too <laughs> we're putting everything into the mix is th- this is the issue because everything fucking counts yeah and, if, and i think and if, if everything counts each other if everything does count and we're balancing it out it's ratchet returnal inscription death loop uh, no 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 it's not okay uh cool conversation <laughs> how is me saying it's not different from her saying it is like because they're making a pitch and then we're saying no we can't just say it's not yeah. like we're saying we're I've saying, made we're a, saying I've made, fixed, a, I've made a pitch 50 times my pitch is Returnal absolutely in love with it I've laid out a million times why from a, from like a pure fucking mechanical gameplay perspective it's probably joint the best game of the year from a story perspective it's fantastic from a, from a pure story perspective it is the best game of the year because Deathloop absolutely shits its ending and then the, the downfall of that is it's too hard and slow in the beginning and both of you of quoting danny having a blast you getting tired of it fair that is nowhere near the passion with which i was so disappointed from such a high high to where if inscription kept on like that i would have probably jumped on your train and been like let's fucking make a run of it let's fucking go up against Deathloop with this thing but for it, for me to go from that to i would not have this on my top 10 because it is such a fucking wet fart is significant and it's this just because it's a negative level of passion it is the same effect that got artful up here that got chicory up here that fucking got plenty of things knocked off Mm. that is my pitch it's like a game that 
I'm in love with, you are a mixture of tentatively enjoying because you've not like played lots of it, which I mean, it's a fucking long game, and getting tired on versus a game that Harry's in love with, that Danny's enjoying, that I fucking like that broke me with how much I fucking uh, disliked what it did. Yeah, like, and I, I I get those arguments, and that that makes total sense that it's you know there's imbalances there. But then we've got a game that we all love in four. <laughs> it just makes no sense. I don't I don't I don't love Ratchet in the way that I love like Deathloop or Returnal or Hitman or anything like but, that. I think Ratchet is really good, but I don't like. But you'd put Ratchet above Inscription, and it's still down there. I'd like. It would have to be the greatest right, argument. I'm, I'm, it would I'm have kind to be of... the greatest argument in the history of the world for me to put Ratchet above Inscription. Right, because I think you're the one banging for Ratchet more than. Well, yeah, than... but I'm not. I'm, like Ratchet's not going to move. But we're making the argument of like some of us like this game, others don't like the game, and that's happening with Inscription and and, and Returnal. But, but they're but still the both levels? above a game we all like. <laughs> I just mm. like we're put. There's two games where. One of us is like, eh, about it, and one of us fucking loads it above one that but we're I, all in agreement I, that is very, very good. But I think, I think Harry's argument in favor of inscription convinces me more than the argument for Ratchet being above it, which is why I'd be comfortable with it being above. Like, I'd be comfortable with it being above. Yeah, like, like that's <coughs> fine. I'm comfortable Ratchet. with the argument for inscription. I'm just not on board with the argument of Returnal being that high. I've yet to hear an argument against Returnal that is in the same vein as my argument against Inscription. But like you're saying, it's got all of this this great stuff in there, but if it's communicated very terribly, then it's not communicated terribly. It's categorically not communicated terribly. But it's 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 there's such a curve it, to get to it. It doesn't take most people 15 hours to beat the first boss. Like it just doesn't. It mainly, I think, I would have beaten a lot earlier if. I'd done the normal roguelike thing, which is like, you, you know, you, you have to get a rhythm to it, learn it, and then beat it. But I get bored by Returnal quite quickly. I enjoy myself a lot. I think it, I, I, I have a fucking blast. But after maybe two, maybe three runs, I go, that's plenty, thanks. And I put it down, which means like, I don't have that build up to actually like get the, and once I did that last night, once I actually get, like, let's, maybe, let's maybe put like five, six runs into it. Like, yeah, I, I beat the boss fine and I could do it. I could, I could continue that. But like, when it gets to that start bit, I think the get, I think the 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 roguelike loop is too time consuming to want to get back and do it again. I, there was not a pull for me to there is oh, there is a acceleratingly deceleratingly like energy to keep going. Yeah, that like wasn't like a specific part of the game that I disliked. It was just like an overall vibe of it that that I disliked. And you, and whereas like with inscription like. The the act two, which you fucking hate and are disappointed by, I I do understand that. Like I I still loved it. Like I but I think I can get why you would think that, and I think it's probably valid. Um, that I just think that that shouldn't erase what that first base game did. I just don't know why like that 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 pushes because that. If, like, because if it was just the first base game without like if it was just the length of the first game base game and then credits rolled, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. That's probably like a fucking that's like a seven eight nine ten kind of situation mm. like i was expecting more shit like the first bit but in the style of the first bit if you know what i mean like more shit sure. in that room so you would, you would have preferred to go straight to act three basically instead uh, of it certainly sounds like that 
whereas I like think- every time you talk about Returnal he's he's fucking he's he's plays all the bits that are extremely good and even the bits that he's don't like it's not like it's, it it doesn't feel ruinous it doesn't feel like it just feels like oh yeah I can kind of bounced off it whereas it's like it's not like it fucking pulled the rug out from under you and that was the sensation I got with I mean, you can fucking you can see the Discord when I said it to Danny. I was like, I think I I think it might have just been Danny online. I was like, is 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 this is this chapter two a joke kind of thing? Yeah, like, yeah. Like I, I I completely get that. I completely get that. But I just I don't I don't know. It's it's fucking hard. Right. Oh let's goodness. let's just, let's take a breath and go to five to ten. Let, let's let's take up. Yeah, I'd quite I'd quite like breath. to. Yeah, I I think there's, there's, there could be some switches around in, in five to ten. Okay. Well, as it stands, 10's Artful City, 9's Chicory, 8's Forgotten City. The Artful City? 10's <laughs> the Artful City, 9's Chicory City, 8's Forgotten <laughs> City, 7's Guardians of the City, and 6 is Halo City. Um, with uh, Hitman 3, Vice City at number 5. What What were you thinking for swapsies? I think we could swap Guardians and Halo. I was just going to say that. If it wasn't a for the for the multiplayer, I would put Guardians above Halo. I, I can get, but, I can get but Halo, but Halo's there for me. Halo's there for me because of the multiplayer. Like I haven't mm. played the campaign, and I, I, I could, li- I could like it. But, um, but Harry, the bit where they're walking towards the camera at the end. Oh fuck! Take me. Guardians off the list. Just, just delete it now. <laughs> I just think like that. There's definitely a lot of mutual fucking love for that game. But um, yeah, all three yeah, of us went know. away and were like, "Fucking hell, Guardians, mate!" Out of nowhere, and I think that. But all of us loved Halo. Like fucking, all of us were like, "Fucking hell, Halo's great." Even me, which is a big surprise. Aye, aye. But I think that was always coming. For me, anyway. Mm. And if anything, I've come out of Halo and gone, well, I actually don't like Halo as much as I thought I did. Where we last left off, we were talking Guardians over Halo, and I I, I have no problem with that. I mean, I, I'm i really putting it there just because of the multiplayer experience, and I think, you know, I, I think Guardians is more full and more, like, kind of impressive campaign. I definitely love single-player campaigns, so I'll always, like, appreciate that mm-hmm. quite a lot. And especially um, when Halo is has a rich history of single player campaigns and is still shot, it's like. Meh. Any other changes? Or are we how are we feeling about that? So right now, it's a ten Artful Escape, nine Chicory, Colorful Tale, eight Forgotten City, seven Halo Infinite, six Marvel Gods of the, Ga- Marvel Gods of the Galaxy, five Hitman, three Ratchet, blankety blank. This is going to be the li- usually outlets argue about what wins Game of the Year, not what comes fucking second. <laughs> 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 Let's roll our sleeves back and get back into it, right? Right. Um, I'm praying one of the three of us comes up with a new argument. Uh, I just, I, I keep going back to think that, that I think you'd like it more, Jordan, if you if you played the Philip inscription. I think if you got through that quite that that small different genre, but like you go around, you you very quickly get a good a good deck, and you kind of it's pretty easy to block through people, and then you get back into a much more extensive, much more complex alteration of the the base game with a whole new set of features a whole new set of surprises a whole new set of like inscription classic fucking zingers that kind of come up it's like the next two acts aren't as aren't as, aren't as powerful as the first but like i don't think that's something to rule out as a small segment um would you not feel weird if one of us was pure into jet and it was like arguing for number two uh i mean yeah if like if jet like if a if a se- if a sequence in Jet was shite, but like most but like most of it and the base of it was great, then 
not as much, but Jet as a whole was fucking shite. Like, there's there's tiny bits in it that are good, but like that wasn't really that wasn't really my argument. I just wanted to give you a wee chance though, to to get your Jet because we've not mentioned Jet. Jet's Jet fucking in the top shite, ten. by the way. Jet the Far Shore is the worst fucking game of the year, J- below Balan Wonderworld. At least Balan Wonderworld a bit of a laugh. Jet Balan Wonderworld's got a musical. Jeffrey Button's jump button. Button think- has a jump button. Nope, no, nope, that's innovation of the year. <laughs> Should be the next next with a t-shirt to be on the button's jump button. Uh, and, and that's, you're trying to convince me your pit your arguments for what's coming up for Eternal. What if you roll your sleeves up and get fucking stuck in the rewards that come through that are compelling? But there's this like I, 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 I say that I don't mean to say that so casually. Are very compelling. But yeah, I, I just think they should have given way more of that in the early stages because if I'm to, if I'm to go through that every single time with no like checkpoints or whatever then like i'll want a bit more on like the the runs up the way because like even if i beat you know even if i get to the second third biomes i'm still going to get fucked a little bit but halfway through if quite often if not you get to the squid cunts and just die and like to have like a narrative thing happen once every year like i don't know like 25 runs like that, that's not something with Hades the reason I've played it is because you get something you get something new every single time pretty much yeah. like, there's always a new little conversation you have there's always a new little thing and the more you play the more like stuff you can add on there's different there's different like a weapons you can use from the get go with Returnal I'm using the same gun with the same kind of rooms with like nothing really happening until I like force myself against pretty much against my will after a while to grind it out it's annoying because I feel like you're like basically tapping the glass on the version of Returnal that you want but, but that's how as, a, as annoying but th- that's how you mm. feel I, I think Harry feels about you in inscription in that you just need no, to no, get no, past no, the no, pixels no. I, I was given I was given the version of inscription I wanted and then I was forced to play a version I really really deeply despise in order to get back to what sounds like what I want but yeah I'll still have a sour I'll still have a sour taste but see I don't think it's similar because I don't think the hate is there like I don't think the fucking tangible gut punch. The the amount of fun I was having with Inscription in the first act is not the same level of fun you are having with Returnal. And similarly, the kind of drop off is nowhere near as fucking plummetous because, like, because of what I was enjoying so much about the first act. So it's like the the drop off from Returnal for me is I don't play it. Like that's the drop off I'm talking about. Is like it doesn't make me want to play it anymore. No, I mean the drop off in terms of like. It's not as if you came in here being like, I fucking hate X, Y, and Z in Returnal, and it like, it's like a specific bit or whatever. Yeah, quite, it's just indifference and disappointment in quite a, in, in a lot of. And um, I think ways. I think indifference and disappointment is not as passionate as absolute burning disappointment and hate. And I but really then, do hate that second act of fucking inscription. I do. I do agree that that level that of sense. like my level of like, oh, this is cool, but it's not really my kind of game, and burning hatred would take it out of a two spot for a mm. parish two. But then I wouldn't give Returnal a parish two either for the same reasons. <laughs> it's yeah, like it's it's just the fact that neither me and Danny like give that much of a toss. Like like we like it. Um but like it to be in the top three for the for the overload group thing, it should feel like a fucking triumph. And it doesn't and, and I think But number Returnal's- two would be a game that a third of the site really doesn't like, like yeah. That's I, I why think I that can't argument. I think that argument works worse against Inscription than it does against mm-hmm. Returnal. Yeah, but I, I mean, I didn't know. I, I knew it was boring. I didn't know you like just straight up don't like the oh, game. I, I, I thought I fucking it broke my heart because the start of it was so fucking tidy. It's like if you get a good Pokemon card and it's got a wee shite on it. Um, 
then yeah, I think that makes sense. It's like, really, it's really a fucking two one and a two two. Yeah, that, like it's, that, it's fucking knife edge, but that tangible disappointment has to bring it down. Like it, I think it would feel weird to me if the second, if the game that was number two, I, I was just like, I, yeah, I don't like it because of what it did. I don't think there's another game on this list that has a section that we straight up like really bitterly hated like even stuff like halo infinite's campaign and stuff like that no yeah. into it but not like fucking like that danny wasn't in the discord being like i'm gonna fucking snap my fucking pc over my knee here like no i know mm-hmm. i know i get that and it, that's similar to how i feel about returnal is that i played it and was surprised because it's a kind of game that i wouldn't like and it's not really a kind of game that i will play a lot of i played it for for brevity to to understand your arguments uh, and why you were putting it so high because like me coming in and having no knowledge of Returnal would have been terrible for this conversation but it's it's not a two for me especially if if it would maybe be a two if you were like ah it's fucking banging game of the year and Harry was like yeah yeah you know I really liked it too but Harry is like I got well I do really like it but that's the thing yeah (laughs) you, you also have this like yeah it's an eight for me like, yeah, like it. If it was in your top five, it would be like, okay, I, uh-huh. I I'm outnumbered here on the and like, you know fundamentally. This about, yeah, but this is like, well, we're kind of like that for Hitman Three, so I don't know like why Hitman Three is is down at five and Returnal's not. I well, I I I would in terms of fucking design and and innovation and prowess, Returnal is is much better. Yeah, and also I feel so much more strongly about Returnal than I do basically anything else. Yeah, um, yeah, it's well. Listen, I'm very happy to to at least have Inscription in the top three. So I top am 30, happy. Top thirty, maybe. I'm happy to have Inscription, Returnal, Deathloop as our top three. But I'm not happy For, to have in, in, Returnal as two. <laughs> well, we're that's fine. We can nowhere. we can ha- we can have it as one. That's fine with me as well. Um, <laughs> We go return. We go returnal at one, inscription at two, and then just fucking delete the rest of them because it doesn't matter. Um, what about Button City? Those animals. <laughs> Cute. That's slow as fuck, mate. <laughs> fucking hell. Just walk faster, you pricks. <laughs> fucking have Gro- graphics. Inscription Act Two. Gruesome legs. Mind um, when you two had been all fucking melancholy about putting master de- master's degrees under your bed two days ago when we were talking about unpacking. <laughs> unpacking is game of the year, mate. I should could put fucking this fucking podcast under my bed. Shame of the year. I mean, I, I agree with Harry with what he just said. I think we should put inscription at four. Ratchet at three. I'd be happy with that. Oh, oh, oh yes! Oh, I, I will no. jump on that horse right I just, now. I can't get on board with a, a, a listing where the two game is one that only one of us really likes, when there's so many other games that we all really like. I I do get that argument, but there, there is no game this year that I like the way I like Returnal. I know, and that that puts it. There's no way. There's no game this year like the way I like Inscription. But we all like Ratchet. That's a, like that's like a like a. Because we all we all looked at Deathloop and we all went, I fucking Deathloop. And that shot it to the top of the list because we all agreed on it. And Ratchet is the same, but we've shunted it. And it's... Yeah, but Deathloop's a fucking... Deathloop's a 9 going on 10. Ratchet's like a solid 8. But that's still a high fucking score. And it's still an impressive game. And we all agree that it's a fucking it's banger game. It's number 4. It's number 4 out of like 35 It's, it's in all of our top 10s and we all fucking love it. It's a yeah, parish game. Yeah, at number game. 4. It's a parish game. 
fucking if if we were just going by that we would each submit 10 games and then would average out the scores and that would be the list we're making compromises in each areas because we can't all agree on the fucking list and we're making compromises based on personal and objective arguments and there is no objective argument from a mechanical perspective that puts ratchet above either inscription or returnal there just isn't but it's my game of the year that that gives it a personal slant but it's still under everybody else's yeah but if if we're at the point where we're all at the absolute roof of our personal opinions about a game then it becomes mechanical and ratchet loses that fight like it's not even like it's not even as like i really like it and you guys don't like it like we all agreed it was good and it's still at the bottom of the list and it's look i agree that it should be third and uh, inscription should be fourth right okay 15th right so returnal at four um returnal at two (laughs) (laughs) returnal at five hitman let's bring hitman back we all like hitman oh hitman three's hitman three's fucking banging um I mean, yeah, my, mine's mine's uh, Ratchet, then Hitman, then Death of an Inscription. Um, uh, and I've got Sable like three points above Returnal, just to show how I feel yeah, about... Yeah, if that shows you anyone's fucking opinion on anything... Aye, but if we're talking about personal preference, then fucking I'm Sable joking. would be hell's up on this list. I'm joking. No, I, I know I'm, I'm not being fucking nasty about it. I'm just saying like... We, we were almost at a consensus there in the Ratchet versus Inscription debate came in. I would like to hear that because I can I could literally go either way because I think the argument for Inscription very compelling despite the fact that I fucking hate it. And the fact that I hate it is why I can never see it above Returnal but Ratchet is a game that we were all into and yeah. it's very visually impressive yeah, but there was very unimpressive from a gameplay perspective. Now you I, but- two talk... Well, that, but, but Jordan's saying you hate it because because in retaliation to how much you love the first act, right? Because of how innovative, how fucking interesting, how no other game is, is, is doing this mental shit. And I just think that, like, new take and that new development into, like, the, again, taking these multiple tropes, multiple genres, taking a bit of fucking Hearthstone, a bit of, like, a bit of old, like, uh, weird, cursed, pixel art, Undertale shit, taking a bit of, like, fucking Creepasta stuff and putting it into a game is just, like, I have way more respect for that than, like, a game that is very fun, very entertaining, and very consistent, but, like, does, like, more Ratchet and Clank stuff with, like, very nice graphics. And the arguments for the defense. <laughs> I, I've said it over and over again in that, that it shoots up because of us all liking it but like it's it's my game in the air because it not because it came in with like huge ideals about bending a genre it just it did what it came to do it's it's a classic fucking throwback to an era that like get like you it's so hard to get away with making a platformer that it is akin to to the platformers of yesteryear because nobody fucking wants to play a game like that anymore and any new iteration of that just falls on its ass like constantly because it it's not a formula that works and rift apart not only kind of brought that back but has made it exceptional like it's an exceptional fucking game it looks great it plays great it's super fun and it's not like you don't play rift apart and go this is a formula that died in 2005 shite game like everybody can sort of unanimously agree that it's fucking impressive and it's like it was the first game in years that like 
made me get out of bed really early on a fucking Saturday morning to like sit cross-legged in front of my fucking telly, like playing a game and eating fucking cereal because I was that like wide-eyed in awe at how good it fucking looked and how fun it was to play. Like there wasn't a, and it didn't overstay its welcome. It wasn't like 50 fucking hours long. It was just a snapshot of a incredible platformer that wasn't trying to like break boundaries or, or do something ridiculous it just it, it presented a, a very classic thing in a very modern way and excelled in, in what it was trying to do and we all agreed that it did that and we're like bickering over who likes the other two the most while I, this one I, is I, like I was, vibing I was with you until you made me think that like think about the 3D platformer as a genre and how it's changed from 2002 on the Mario side. Like, comparing that to the difference between Ratchet 2002 and Ratchet Rift Apart does not paint Rift Apart in a good light, especially when it could do those things. It has the power of a new generation. It kind of said it would do those things, and I think that's what stops it from being, like, a real top tier for me. It's, like, a, it's a really good game, but, like, there's there's plenty of there's plenty of really good games, but it doesn't have that kind of it doesn't have the thing that we'll be talking about when there's like three datchets on this console and we're like, oh remember when this one did that? Like that's and while I think Inscription has like a million problems, Inscription will leave a much more indelible mark than Ratchet will. And that's kind of why I'm like like fifty one forty nine on that side, but I don't I don't I I, I basically I, it's very, it's very, very hard. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's it's a great, it's a good, it's a, like, a good argument. With all of your fucking arguments about both of them, but it's just it, it's difficult to to lock that in. Yeah, that that bumps up Ratchet a point. So, uh, Returnal four, Ratchet three, Inscription two. We actually we we locked in Returnal at two. This is just between you two for three and four. Well, I've got didn't a, lock fucking. I would. I've got a padlock here. Do you know? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think I think Jordan did it better than I did. I think like, I think Ratchet deserves its spot in the in the top five because of how you're right about how well it excelled and what it did. You, you mentioned how it it did what it came to do. Where like, I think Jordan kind of said like, well, it didn't do what it kind of promised it would, which is like more like weird portaling through dimensions, doing like crazy shit with that. There wasn't really much of any of that other than just like moving about a space and teleporting a bit. Um, but like in like overall ticking all the boxes it's like super super good and yeah like it's easier to point to this this fancy stylish stuff in the description and it, but sometimes you gotta do for the overall things but that's because that stuff i think deserves to be rewarded for being incredibly creative and original and doing new sh- new shit that that is eye-grabbing and shocking and and like i, I was fucking like laughing through like inscription because of the weird shit that kept pro- coming yeah. up and cropping up yeah i i completely uh, agree with you but it's like jordan's like vicious loathing for for like how he concluded his his time with it is like doesn't scream that should be above like anything but yeah per- obviously I personally bet. it's nowhere near but i think the i don't know if it should I, be, I just, even be I above just returnal like argument <laughs> but but you you were saying you're you seem most upset about returnal being at two than anyone else like you didn't want that yeah because five it's, minutes ago. it's like uh 
and it, like th- there was games like lower down the list where I hadn't had a lot of time with, and I was like, yeah, I can I can get by on that on vibes, but like the two slot just sort of getting by on one person absolutely loving it, me spending a few hours and going, oh, this is better than I thought it would be, and you saying you enjoyed it but you got bored is like that's not a two to me, that's not a parish two. But do you not think that sounds like more of a two than one person actively despising the game? No. Because you enjoyed How? the first half so much. <laughs> you didn't hate the entire game, you just hated a bit of the game. I hate the entire game in retrospect because it took the first half away from me. The first half being good made it being made the second half being bad worse. But then if it, if you hate the game overall because of what it did, then why is it why is it above a game we all like? I'm just gonna keep saying that. <laughs> so you think so you think inscription should be above Returnal, but also that it should be below Ratchet. Basically. Not a fucking chance. Because like you're yeah, I, I get, you're like, oh I fucking hated it. I hate the whole game, which is a really strong takedown, but then it's still being in three is like wild. Is three on the ba- is three for the same reason that art falls like ten? Like I I I I respect the argument, even though I like violently disagree with it. Um, like if we and were, also, if we were just- up high because we're, it's kind of a, a promise from Jordan that it, that you know if you if you did stick by it, which I don't particularly want to, it gets it does these very impressive things. But like yeah, in the I'm same way, that, in the in the same way that inscriptions, good points that I promise from you because you yeah you're exactly the one that's yeah seen same thing three yeah so like the the. There's two games that we've all experienced above a game where you're both saying, ah, I promise it'll get better. And that's I, that doesn't feel like solid picks to have at our very, very top of the line. I don't think Ratchet's too. I just don't. It's just not that fucking interesting. It's just not. Like, Hitman's above Ratchet for me. Arguably, Guardians is above Ratchet for me. Yeah, Hitman's above Ratchet for me as well. Like, I think Ratchet's kind to get four. It's not the, the four placement of Ratchet that's bothering me it's the way we order it after that based on the arguments that we've presented it just it feels a bit backwards to put it there and then have those other two games like four a game that we all thought was very good three a game that jordan hated <laughs> like it's yeah, but like, so weird but like just like we all think it's very good doesn't mean like we think it's like it should be ranked the best of the year like we all think i'm not saying it should be ranked the best good. of the year i'm just saying that that's a weird argument but it, it's it's very good. But like we're saying, like these other games, even though we have problems with it, even though I think it's this, we believe through the argument that like it does something so like original and creative and and interesting that it deserves the slot. Even if like Jordan doesn't like the second act, I'd like the way Returnal, you know, like handles the roguelike system. Like if Ratchet, if we all liked Ratchet and it also had that fucking X factor, I don't think it would be a problem. But there's there's nothing that's like the thing apart from it being very good on a list of very good games. Like it's for me for me six five and four, which are Guardians, Hitman, and Ratchet, could literally go in any order for me. Yeah, I can swap. I can swap around Hitman three and Ratchet. You know, like like nothing. Like because mm. like, again, Hitman three is overall just a very solid game. Ticks all the boxes I like. Improves upon the previous title. You know, innovates. Well, Ratchet doesn't innovate as much, right? That's why I've hit Man Three above, because these next few games, like Returnal, is a particularly unique title because it's hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. And you know, me and Dan, and I just got out of the first level. Danny's just only managed to play it this week, 
and Inscription like is the game that you guys only managed to pick up like last week. John managed to play it this week, a couple of days before, um, and like neither of you finished the game and, and got into the the quite bizarre, weird second act, which is you know short and moves on to a, a, a third act. Like it's just it, which makes this com- complicated yeah. to. I think discuss thinking about it. Imagine in this argument having I, if I hadn't got to the second act of inscription. Imagine oh, yeah. I just I just got to the last boss and I was like, oh, I've got the vibe. That's fine. We'd be done hour and a half ago. I know we would be. It's it, in terms of like lumping everything together in terms of like all of our individual personal enjoyments, in terms of arguments presented, and in terms of like fundamentally what a game is offering. It I think that inscription is <clears throat> punted above Returnal if we're talking about just the two, because of how much I thought I wasn't going to like it and did like it so much that it shot up into my games of the year immediately. Harry is fucking ludicrously nuts for it. Mm-hmm. And like two people that are like, because like I, I got to the pixel bit and I was like, it, it came turned into something that I wouldn't typically play. And I was like, oh, I don't like this as much as the first bit, but I would play through it to get back to the stuff that I was enjoying before. Like, it didn't punt me so hard off that I was like, ah, oh, this is fucking shite. Like, I'm still very much enjoying it and think that it is an incredible game. That, but that's an admission that you're playing through a bit that you're not into to get back to a bit when it was better. Yeah, but it's not, like, it's not that I'm not into it. It's just something that I wouldn't, I wouldn't go into a fucking game shop and, like, pick that kind of game off shelf. But, like, I wasn't put off by the gameplay so much that I didn't want to play through it. It was just like, this isn't as good as what I've just experienced, but I'm willing to, to give it some fucking time. I think put off is a very huge understatement to my feelings about that game. I, yeah, I, I, yeah I, wasn't, I wasn't comparing it to yours. I was saying that I personally just wasn't put off, but it feels like there are two strong like points here for for inscription and... I don't think you can compare you and Harry's argument for inscription because it, it, it did not start anywhere near as close as that. And plus, it's come back again and again how strong personal passions affect this list. And for me to dislike a game that much and it still get to two, you would have to be as into inscription as Harry is and you just aren't. But like, I'm, I'm, I don't give a shit about Returnal really. I just played it for brevity and went, ah, that's, that was better than I expected because I wanted, I played it for this conversation i did play because i wanted to play it so to have so can that, you see into- that so can you see then that how your opinion on returnal doesn't really sway me that much because it's based on basically nothing then like yeah the but first the, at this point it's not designed to sway you it's designed to I'm, I'm not trying to convince you that you would like the argument i'm just explaining why i think it's good like in the same way that your explanation of artful's kind of entire thing didn't convince me that i would like it or that it's like it would impact me but like i understood that argument if you get me yeah like in the same way that i don't think i would get anything out of returnal's act three weirdness but the way that harry likes it and explained how he liked it like i can understand that that's that's all i'm saying with all of my arguments for for all of these games apart from the fact and the thing that works for returnal with me is like the entire the entire thing from a gameplay to narrative perspective is completely syncopated and then the early stages which both of you have experienced like 10% of the game, whereas I've experienced like a large portion of Inscription. Then, yeah, that's... But my, but, but, but my criticism of the game is why I've only experienced 10% of the game. And that's, what, that's what I was literally about to say. The, 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 like, the, the confluence and the syncopation of the narrative and the difficulty is its absolute greatest strength. Like, yeah. 
I, if you's if you's played it and like if Harry had sat down and really like went through it and stuff like that, and people a thousand people bounced off, but obviously Danny, if you'd played that a bit early and things like that, you would have been able to see that. But yeah. that's that is my argument. Not that I think you would like it, just that it achieves it achieves a reason for difficulty in a way that a Dark Souls game never has. I like think you're absolutely right. It gives a narrative right. like, reason for difficulty. I'm not disputing your argument of, of it being in here. I think that's a very, very strong argument. And I think that you are completely right in your analysis and criticism of Returnal. I think it is a, a, a fucking great game, but it's just like this this entire thing, this entire debate and, and ranking is based on games that we have all experienced and are grouping together to argue their positions. And for... For, for, to, like to, to just like compromise that high up on the list is just wild but like i think it's slightly different in return though because of how little you have played it yeah that's what i mean like All right, but okay. then I, I i wouldn't be able to have a strong argument either way for it to be two because i haven't spent that time then if, then if you it. can't have an argument either way being two surely you see the argument in me hating the game that i want to be three and that being really high for a game that i don't like yeah yeah i see that like that's that's not in dispute that's why i was i was vouching so strongly for ratchet because it's a game that we all like and we have all played whereas we're battling with games that like i haven't played or you don't like and it feels like a better all-rounder Even if we didn't feel strongly about, like we didn't all fucking think Ratchet was the best game ever. Like it's, it it seems to be more stable than. But it but it's weird to me that a game that. I don't, the, I don't I, know. I, 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 think, I, get it. I think it's weird putting a, a game that like by the book because at that point you can like put Guardians at two. Like I just... get, I get it, I get it, and it, it, in the same way, it's weird for me for the the two to be a game that I've played like two hours of. <laughs> it's it's. Yeah, but that's not a reflection of the game. That's a reflection of what it's not. No, but it, this this is a reflection of how we feel about games. Exactly, and we can't put a game that one third of us hates at number two. I didn't that's say that. I wasn't argument. talking about inscription. I was talking about ratchet. No, no, but I, but I, but I am. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. my argument for inscription at three and Returnal at two. What do you reckon has? Oh yeah, I'm fine with that. What? <laughs> Been fine with that for ages. I settled on that a few uh, about fifteen minutes ago. Paddy's reading a book. <laughs> it's quite interesting hearing you guys chat though. Um let's put it in description. Let me let me type it. Let me type it, you slag. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm just I think that this is this is stupid. This is a stupid fucking list. Yeah, Ratchet's a bit high. Can you put Hitman up uh, Hitman up one? Are we proper compromised down for, for, for Hitman below Ratchet? No, I know that, that that is a crime, right? Hitman's fifty times the game that Ratchet is. Hitman's my three. Hitman is my... Hitman's my three. Look I think we should put Hitman in three. Put inscription oh. in five. Oh. <laughs> Let's get inscription fucking down. So, so you're thinking inscription, ratchet, Hitman, Returnal, Deathloop? Well, now we're going to have to restart this fucking conversation <laughs> all over again. Like, I, I, what, what, you actually, you fucking like proper... <laughs> Loved inscription, you, know, you probably went into yeah, it and Hitman 3, you were like, oh, it's like Hitman, this, and you want to put it above. What does this fucking mean anymore? A game I've played an hour of number two. I don't fucking care. 
That's your game. fault. Yeah, but this is supposed to be a ranking of games that we've all fucking played. It's the Overload game of the year, and the, the two is one that I've like. Fucking, I've been telling you since May to play Eternal. It's not yeah. as if he's not been warned. No, that's not the point. The point is that it's supposed to be a list of games that we've played. You haven't played Life is Strange. Life is Strange could be fucking banging, but you haven't played it, so it's not in this list. Okay, so, so by by that that token, if I just decided not to play Inscription, it couldn't have made this list. No. Yeah. Okay, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in my time machine. Where's fucking Theseus or whatever to take me back? Returnal's the problem. Returnal is the problem. It's it's at I number two, and it's a Returnal. game that I've barely played, and you went, "Oh, that's good," and then dropped off. <laughs> that's such such a weird fucking choice to me. But don't you get why it's weird? Like we're punishing the game for you not playing it, and that's how that's a ridiculous fucking. Yeah, but we're not ranking go games based on how fucking how good they are yes we literally fucking are it's, it's, it's a group fucking choice it's supposed to be a group choice and the group choice is your game that you like uh the artful escape chicory <laughs> like come on come on now uh, is 10 it, though it's out of fucking like 35 i wasn't even batting for it to get into the top 10 you picked it i was like overboard overboard and you were like nah i think i prefer the personal argument of artful escape and i was like all right i sh- sh- should have argued for overboard better do you think Overboard should be replaced? I think Overboard right should now? be two, mate. Well, there you go. Currently, the list stands for folk that are still fucking alive uh, at what I predict would be hour six of the podcast. The Artful Escape, Checkery, A Colourful Tale, Forgotten City. Uh, uh, you probably need numbers for this, but we've, we've gone beyond it. Number 10, Artful Escape. Number nine, Checkery, A Colourful Tale. Number eight, Forgotten City. Number seven, Halo Infinite. Number six, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Number five, Hitman three. Number four, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Number five, Inscription. Number two, Returnal. Number three. Number three, Returnal. Number three, number one, Returnal. Oh, he slipped. Voting slipped. Three, Returnal. He's locked in. Number three, Inscription. I will fucking remove editing uh, access to this for you two. Uh, Number three, Inscription. Number two, Returnal. Game of the Year. Deathloop. What an easy fucking run to Game of the Year that was for Deathloop. Didn't even fucking flinch. (laughs) Deathloop clear. Deathloop's a good game. Deathloop is a very a great good game. game. Yeah. Uh, so I put maybe, my... maybe, maybe we swap Hitman and Ratchet. What do you think, Harry? <laughs> I absolutely Hitman's much a better fucking game. I than put Ratchet, my radiator on when we started this, and it's been on for uh, six hours and fifty-five minutes. <laughs> Let's just have five nice we... minutes of Deathloop and then fucking bounce. Listen, we all like Hitman Three, but me and Jordan have arguments about why it's fucking better designed and more evolutionary. So. Maybe it should be swapped around. Maybe it should be number no, three. No, I'm not moving. I'm not moving this. I'm. If I have to compromise with fucking Returnal at two, nothing else is moving. Fuck that. Returnal's like yeah. 500 times the game that Ratchet is, though, and Insomniac yeah, would tell to, you that. Well, then we, we should have just done a nice game. Ba- we should have just opened fucking Metacritic then and picked all the good games instead of basing it on what we like. Oh, yeah. Imagine basing things on thoughtful arguments. What would be the point in that? I didn't even need to fucking play any games because we could have just done that. What what are you even talking about? Like your arguments have got your games as high as they are. Ratchet, like, if it wasn't for your arguments, Ratchet would probably be in like seven now or something like that. Probably, yeah. So yeah. so how how is the way we've done it not directly benefited your games apart from the fact that you didn't get like number two with Ratchet, which is a PS2 game with nice graphics? Yeah, fucking Returnal's just third person. I, 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 Return Returnal's a game that you've played like thirty seconds of. I. So it shouldn't even fucking be up there. <laughs> it's 10pm at night. <laughs> I started at 3pm. 
<laughs> I'm deleting the fucking site. <laughs> and she w- uh, and she was slagging you in the lead up to this, Harry, for taking it too fucking seriously. I know. It was like, oh, Harry's not going to be nice about it. Took six hours, but we've had our first crack. Um, so Deathloop, pretty good game. Bad ending, though. What do we think? <laughs> ending's fucking fine, you daft. People are just moaning nah, about that. Ending's bad. It was, it, was really, it, was really, it was really lazy. It was really fucking lazy. What a waste. I don't know what people wanted from that ending. Like, I don't know what more you wanted from... You knew where it was going at Dance the start. Number. Like, what? Dance number. Have you seen the end of Paddington 2? <laughs> it's true. Um, Deathloop's a great game. Fucking yeah. good stuff. Deathloop is an exceptional game. It, I, I, I was like... I, I, th- I thought I would be thinking about it more than I did. It just seemed to like default itself into this game of the year spot. And while I do like Returnal more for like masochistic reasons, and I think the gameplay from like a fucking nuts and bolts perspective is like better, or I prefer it in Returnal because I just prefer the way it shoots mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, Deathloop is super fucking stylish. Um, it's a bit more linear than I wanted it to be. Like I wanted it to have a bit of the fucking Hitman about it, but yeah. I understand that in order to do that, they'd probably be developing it for about 15 more a year and mm. um, um, it's really it's actually, really fucking it's, also, it's really hard to put a patch on returnal without pure nitpicking it yeah i mean I, I think like yeah the issue about like it's being linear is like i think it's less about would have taken longer and more just like it's just would have been tedious for the player yeah. like when, when we fucking talked to uh Dan nightingale about it, they were like yeah like that was originally the plan but people played it and it was just really fucking annoying to do um so i kind of i wish it was a little more giveaway than that i wish you can kind of i wish you had to kind of at least work out and it could guide you to yeah. what you had to do but, wish um, there could be a, there could have been like a couple of solutions instead of just the one you know but um, yeah, the gunplay is great all the visionaries are, are very unique and interesting it's got a lot of good style the interior design i really like exterior design i wasn't actually too into that the more i nah, think about same. the exterior design it's kind of just like rocky town it's like fucking edinburgh um, <laughs> <laughs> um and i think colin juliana are fucking awesome i love playing around with them and i think ultimately what to take away and i think deathloop is, a, is kind of a touchstone of the year because i think one feature that i think we can take away completely is that the food <laughs> it, it actually stays fresh how do they keep it so fresh <laughs> and the reason that it, listen i, I can t- danny i can actually tell you I, can, I like i actually found this out right it's because it's the same day <laughs> no fucking way that's why he never has to change his boxers. I've been thinking about that for ages, man. <laughs> oh, they should do a nemesis system in Deathloop because I really feel like these guys should remember you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Deathloop is Deathloop's exceptional. It's the first arcane game that's really fucked, like fuck with me. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was an it was an absolute pleasure playing it. So I think it's a it is a worthy winner. Um, shout out to the PlayStation Five for fucking dominating this this top five here. Um, that's true and fucking we twee indie game inscription legend i will read the list once more and if there's any changes that do not involve the top four games make them be known 10 the artful escape 9 chicory a colorful tale 8 forgotten city 7 halo infinite 6 marvel's guardians of the galaxy 5 hitman 3 4 ratchet and clank rift apart three inscription two returnal and the game of the year overload's first ever game of the year from arcane it's death loop 
You got to give that a ten, and you gave it game of the year. Fucking yes, what lad. A, what, I fucking snuck. The, the inscription was a fucking ruse for you guys to forget about <laughs> Destiny. It was all a fucking decoy to slip the actual game of the year. I fu- inscription, fucking cards in that. I'll lend you one. I've got some here. It's a room, mate. Deathloop's a real fucking game. It's I, got I, graphics. I, I, Harry, I think you need to give me a bit of respect for never bringing Deathloop into that inscription argument. I could have fucking taken that down. I would have been like, well, if fucking if inscription's better than Returnal, then Deathloop's fifteen. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, you're lucky. I mean, you're I, lucky that I actually like Deathloop. But yes, that was. Uh, um, I, there's a reason we can only do that once a year because Jesus fucking Christ. In the spirit of sportsmanship, like I, I respect. The Returnal pun. I don't think that it's a shitty game that you've just put in there because you like it. I think that uh-huh. it deserves to be very high, and it's a very well designed game. But it's wild to me. It's wild on my end because I've had barely no time with it. But I think I'm just very fucking tired and need a beverage. And here's the thing: we'll all have our own lists where we can each be wrong in our own. Mm-hmm. individual ways i can't but, wait for um, it to read the, harry's there, be shite there really is not really a way to do this where someone isn't unhappy about yeah, something yeah and i we've like, got a fucking great list here i think yeah. i'm just glad we all have a fucking game of the year that we're settled on like yeah the, the, like everyone's everyone's saying and, and when it replying to like talking about the recording being like oh christ what's gonna be the game of the year like that was not a fucking problem no. <laughs> i got i tweeted that i got two tweets immediately afterwards saying it better be inscription for game of the year i was like that's not gonna happen lads i got a dm saying like saying it better be getting inscription i think perky my friend of the show dm saying hope hope death store is getting love i was like me <laughs> fucking sorry about this lad um <laughs> but yeah i think yeah i think we've yeah we've we've done what we can we've we've done our service as essential gamer workers um but until we join you in the new year that is it from overload thank you very much to danny and harry and before mike fuzz comes back (laughs) mike fuzz he's fucking bursting down the door like the undertaker um for me jordan is goodbye thank you for all the support this year i cannot believe it has not even been a year since we launched this fucking blog but here we are um but but what what a season what a season Harry say goodbye goodbye everyone Danielle say goodbye goodbye and we'll see you in 20 wait 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 wait, wait, wait. oh fuck I forgot about the fucking Google Doodle Champions oh, game oh, get Deathloop out get it out open inscription <laughs> <laughs>